on episode 91 of Pixel Gaiden. Rate the 50 greatest arcade games of all time. Tim brings out the game show. We discuss time machines and emulation. The guys catch up on their time together. Eric has an amazing find in the wild. We discuss good multiplayer games. We discuss some beers we play an amazing new Commodore 64 game. And visit the local barcade. Coming live at you from sunny California, it's Tim and the Pixel Guiding Crew. I'm Cody Hoffman. I'm Eric Nelson. And I am, of course, Tim Drew. That almost sounded rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, so, breaking the fourth wall again, we're only recording a few days later yep. than our last episode. Yep. Yeah. But you guys should be hearing this through your ear holes um, on September 30th. If my calculations are correct. Uh, if you guys are here for retro video games, retro video game inspired tips, tricks, hits, news, and other things, then you're in the right place. Because, and beer. And beer. Beer. Because, uh, again, can't fight the numbers. Pixel Gaiden is the number one rated retro video game podcast in all the entire world. That's true. Actually, Absolutely. It's rated number one in the entire world with a straight five out of five rating on Apple iTunes. No one can. No one can say otherwise. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We, we might be tied with some people, but we're there. But we are up there. But we're up there. <laughs> yeah, we're coming for you. Uh, I can't think of a Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, want to make sure you guys know we're part of the Amigos Retro Video Game Network. So make sure to check out other shows on the network, including Amigos Everything Amiga, ARG Presents, Sprite Castle, The Coco Show, R. Sinclair, and a lot of other very cool shows. But we are up to some... Some nanigans. We've got Tim live here in the studio yet again. Just about live, yep. <laughs> live take in the studio yet again. Yeah, that's me. Um, and uh, obviously, we've been hanging out here with Tim now for what? According to the listeners, all fifteen days straight. Yeah, but, but it hasn't in reality, been not, no, not quite that. No, hasn't been that no. long. Hasn't been that long. Uh, really excited to uh, catch all you listeners up on what we've been up to. Again, this is episode 91, a little different than we normally do it, um, because Tim's here live and we want to focus on that rather than just our normal segments, but we will be uh, hitting some quick questions. We will be hitting a game show like we like to do, but it'll be live this time, as Tim raised his eyebrows. By the way, when you do that, your hat moves too, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to catch up which we should have lots to catch up about. And then, right here, live on the show, no questions asked, we are going to be rating the top 50 classic arcade games of all time, once and for all. So there'll be no more questions. This will be it. This will be the definitive list. This is the definitive list. Yep. And you can't, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll hear us argue and talk and figure it out live around the show, and then once it's set, it's set. So. Yep. Disclaimer, may t- contain Gallagher. May contain Galaga. <laughs> uh, so until then, as we'd like to do, we're going to go ahead and start off with, wait, 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 beer. 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 Oh, we've, <laughs> game show too. 
I mean, I thought I mentioned the game Did show. Did you? That's where his hat went up. Yep. The oh, game show. Up. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention like <laughs> yep. a, like normal. Yep. I don't know okay. if we'll do... I don't think we're going to do a true battle of the systems this time. No. So, no. that's fair. But uh, we'll get to this in a second. We got this at a local brewery. Yes, we did. So, let me hand these out to y'all. Thank you. And we're going to start off with a beer like we like to do. Right before we hop into quick questions. So, I'm going to go ahead and crack that we open. Have, we have got some awful... F- Awful, massive, frosty mugs here. These are Doug mugs. These are cool. Oh, they're yeah, yeah, Doug these, mugs. Thank these you, Doug. Are the Doug mugs? Now I want to make sure uh, to bring those and let you try one of the Doug mugs, Tim. So I'm pouring this thing into pleasure. my glass. And Eric, what beer is this? Where did we get this one? So we got this one at Grass Valley Brewing Company, which is pretty local to you. Um, it is seven percent alcohol by content. It is the Irish style red Irish getaway. The getaway. It's a very cool plaid-looking can. So I'm looking at everything on this can, and it all looks appealing to me, except... <laughs> I know what you just saw. <laughs> for the one thing, it says gluten removed. I know. Pretty, I'm pretty sure the entire... Everything at that brewery has gluten removed, and I'm guessing the beer could be good if they just left it in. I'm guessing that... Uh, I'll have to talk to them. I'm guessing one of the owners or the owner like has a gluten allergy, so just all their beer is gluten removed. That's Perhaps probably that's what it. it is. Yep. Nonetheless, a uh, local brewery. I've had a few of the beers before. Great place to hang out. Great place to, to meet people and get drinks. The drinks themselves, meh. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll find see out. how this one goes. Okay. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, guys. Boom. Boom. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hey, Here we go. Let's try it. Yes. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. No gluten. Where'd the gluten go? Where, where'd the gluten go? Isn't that um, is that the new thing? Like, where's the beef? <laughs> where's the gluten? Where's the gluten? All right. It's mm. tasting all Irishy and red. It does. It has a very. Uh, let's take a look at the color. It's a very darker caramel color. It's got a nice head on it. I mean, it's a uh, foamy. My head's d- died. It's gone. gone. Yeah, I still have a decent one, and it's. Uh, I would say it's thin and not. I mean, it's there's head, but it's not. Yeah, creamy or <clears throat> big right. bubbles like it's. Um, it's kind of really bitter. Bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitter. Really bitter. Bitter beer face. I don't know if they had that ad in <laughs> England, the bitter beer face ad. <laughs> but uh, okay, okay, yeah. I, every beer we've had from these guys, they're a local company. I want to support them all. This say, is, hey. yeah. And every time we go down there and have and hang out, and you guys have been there now, but yeah. yeah, we usually see someone we know and we can talk to them and sit down and hang out. But it looks like a fun place to go. Like you're right, it looks like a great destination. Yeah, yeah. But I would say that is more bitter than anything else. It yep. is. I mean, I'm, I'm used to bitters coming from England, but wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's just it's, it's not bad at all. It's missing all the stuff that would make it. Good to it's great. Good. It hasn't got that. It's haven't got that round edge to it. There you go. Yeah, it's missing something. A roundness. Gluten. <laughs> it's missing the gluten. Missing <laughs> the glutes. All right. So let's go ahead and get this beer review quickly out of the way, so we can jump in some retro video game talk. Um, come on, Tim. What what are we going to rate this thing out of? Blades uh, of grass from Grass Valley. Blades of grass. How many blades of grass is? is let's go grass from. Valley uh, 50 blades of grass. 50? Oh, joy! Yay! My soundboard's up, so I get to play with it now. I'm going to give this 30. 30 out of 50? Eric? 
going to give it a 34. Oh, it's a lot higher than I thought. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with 28. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> a bit bitter, yes. if you will. Yep. Well, the good news is um, y'all are spending the night at my house tonight, so we can go. We can do three beers tonight. I don't care. That's right. Why not? On on the radio, at least. And then yep. when, when we hang this up, we can keep going. <laughs> and let's hop into some quick questions. Quick questions. All right, gentlemen, we've got a couple more questions from some of our illustrious listeners. Starting with this gentleman, Tim, who, who is this and what does he have to ask? So we've got Adam from Commodore Chronicles, and his question is, if you could climb into a time machine, go back in time and try to save one computer or console manufacturer from its demise, which one would you choose? And exactly why would you head... head why would you head back? <laughs> when exactly? Oh, when would you, would head, you back? head back? Yeah, that's interesting it. question. Yes. To be fair to Tim, he can read. He just the TV's pretty far from him. <laughs> there so you go. It's probably not easy to read. Getting old. <laughs> so first of all, I'd like to point out that if you write us uh, a quick question in our Discord server, yep, then you get a free plug for your show. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so there, you you there you go. Adam with Chron- Commodore, Commodore Chronicles. Chronicles. It's too far away. I need to adjust my readers as well. This is an action-packed question, and I don't know, I think it, if we read it exactly word for word, it becomes like a short novella on what we'd do. Yeah. I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> so let's pare this down. So if you could get back and save one console manufacturer or a computer, what would it be? Yeah. I mean, who wants to go first? I can go first. Go ahead. Because there's an easy answer, but if you do it, I have a, a backup answer. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, obviously, the main one would be Commodore. Yep. Absolutely. I would uh, stop them trying to jump on the CD bandwagon, even though the CD32 is awesome. Um, that really did for them. That did. They used their last of their pennies on that machine, and it bombed. Kind of like Sega when they got to the the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. Saturn, and they were like, well, let's scrounge up a little more and try, try it again. Yeah. yeah. Which was a shame, because the Dreamcast was an awesome machine. Is there a specific time you'd go back to? Um, that's I don't know how that question seems like a lot. So yeah, well I guess probably around about the the late nineties when they were just really sliding down the hill, weren't they? Very very rapidly. Like don't put out the CD or what is it, Amiga TV or what is it called? CD TV. Yeah, that 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 really didn't bone. That did, didn't it? That was awful machine. But yeah, I think kind of like the CD thirty two would be one of those things where you say right if it's gonna if it's gonna save Commodore. We can sacrifice the CD32. Doug will be going, what? What are you doing, man? You can't do that. I had CD32 <laughs> magazines. <laughs> but you got to admit, I mean, if they would have handled the Amiga better, it was it was outclassing any PC of its time in regards to Greg. Hot take. That's right. <laughs> this is where I agree with Doug. I mean, it was outclassing everything. It did graphics better. It did sound better. It did everything better than any of the IBMs, any of the, any anything. But if they would have handled it better, it could have been the predominant computer today. But they didn't. Yep. They dropped the ball, and it went down in history. Now it's bad. But you have a backup. I do have backup, but you guys just mentioned it. I, I think I'd go back and save Sega. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess it, I guess it technically it had a demise at this point. Sega's pretty much done. And I don't know what I'd do to save it, but I mean, yeah. like, the Dreamcast came out, and it was such a cool console. I don't, you know, I'd have to look into why it failed, but 
I would I would go back and try to save Sega with the Dreamcast because Sega's just not doing so well. I think one of Sa- one of the Dreamcast's biggest downfall is the lack of EA because they were producing like the big titles. Like even though it's complete and utter trash, is FIFA and those sort of things. You haven't got those big titles, <laughs> it's which trash. is it, it is trash. I've heard they're pretty darn good games. <laughs> no. You just have to like the same game over and over again every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. What me, about you, Cody? Do you have an idea? Do you have a let me think. If I could go way, way back, I would go. <laughs> could he strike in his beard trying to think? No, honestly, like I, was, I actually thought about this a little bit ahead of time. It actually popped right into my mind. And that is probably, honestly, probably my favorite 8-bit console, or 16-bit, if you want to call it that, TurboGrafx. Yeah, that's another good one. Yep. NEC. NEC only NEC. had one shot. They crushed it. They knocked it out of the park. And then I'm sure, I don't know, I'm not going to pretend I know all the reasons, but... They end up making all their almost all their own games, very little third party support, and uh, you know marketing and all these things didn't go as planned. But it, I would love to see a 32 bit, or yeah. or wait, let's keep it in the family, a 16 slash 32 bit right <laughs> uh, Turbo Graphics PC Engine, whatever you want to call it. So that's what I would choose. And when I when would I head back? I would head back uh, to right when their marketing department decided to slash the budget. Say no. <laughs> no, don't you need do to that. Sell this thing. It's amazing. Not to mention, like you're talking about, it, everything was a first party title, just about. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have done what Nintendo did and what everybody else did, and try to get other people to make video games for your system. It's probably just a bunch of engineer nerds in there, like making stuff, and they're this is cool. It's so good, it'll sell stuff. And they're like, no, you got to sell it. And they just forgot to put money in that department. Yeah, I mean, there were fewer third parties that came in, like Psygnosis where they did... Uh, did they do Shadow of the Beast on the PC Engine? That's a terrible example. I uh, know, but... What a horrible I, game to bring up. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's kind of six of one half and does another, that one. It's like a technical tour divorce. And then they did... Uh, oh, I can't remember. Uh, Braticus or whatever it was, and that was just awful. Braticus? I don't even yeah, know what that is. Yeah, I think that was on the, on the PC Engine. We might have to play that right after this. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have another quick question uh, coming up here shortly, but right now we want to go ahead and let Eric tell us all about our show sponsor. RetroRewind.ca. Did you say RetroRewind.ca? I did say that. Interesting. Yeah, so here's what you want to do. If you have a Commodore computer, if you have a Tandy Coco, you want to go to Retro Rewind. You want to, of course, and I'm going to say this right up front, uh-huh, uh-huh. you want to put PG-10 in and you'll get 10% off, whatever you do. You just What do you mean put it in? Where do you put that you PG-10? Put it, you put it in the website. It's <laughs> you, like... You it's put a, it in the slot? <laughs> yeah, it's a series, like it works on the internet, which is like a series of tubes. It's like that cup holder that com- came inside of my, uh, my computer. Yeah, you just press, press the button, button, the cup holder comes out. Cup holder comes out, yep. Code in there. Yep, so when one of the tubes opens, you drop the PG-10 in it and then you get 10% off. And you can get something cool like the Kung Fu Flash. The Kung Fu Flash. Which I think for the bang for the buck is one of the better ways to get, to easily get Commodore disc images, cartridge images, images um, onto your Commodore 64. It's easy. It goes into the cartridge slot. There are buttons on the top for uh, the menu. For re- There's a reset button on it, which is always handy on the 64. And it's 65 bucks. 65 bucks. I mean, not, you, not a PG-10, though, my friend. It's no. only 58 50? Did I do my math right? 50? 
Uh, something like that. Something like that. You got something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, fifty nine fifty, I think. Beautiful device, uh, super handy. And if you've ever tried to do disk emulation on the sixty four, you know that there are much, much more expensive solutions. Yeah, I think if you've been listening to this show for a while, we talk about the Commodore a lot. Yep. When I started the show, I didn't even know what it was. Yep. You guys brought me into the light. Indeed. And ask your parents where the Commodore went, because they've had one at one point in their life. They had one. It's probably in the attic still. That's right. Go, Go get it. Get it. Spend $65, uh, probably after shipping, after you use our code. Get a Kung Fu Flash, load it up with some cool stuff, shove it in the back, and you've got the solution for like 95% of what you want to do on the Commodore. Exactly. At RetroRewind.ca. You can also get a bunch of other very cool things there, including stuff for the Tandy Color Computers line of computers. Yep. Um, and recapping services, because if you do go to your parents' attic, it's been up there in the heat for a while. Those yep. caps, the capacitors in there, if they haven't popped yet, they're probably pretty close and they need to be replaced. And it's a, it's a, very, it's a good investment, not worth um, a whole lot of your dollars. Um, it doesn't take a lot of your dollars, but it's worth it. And let, let me show you with this. So Frank's... This and I meant to mention this on the last show, but I was a bonehead and forgot to bring it to the session. This is something Frank set us from Retro Rewind. This is something you can get for a buck on his website. It is a disc transit card, meaning like when you carry your disc drive to your friend's house to play all the games. or Which you do. Or copy the wares, as <laughs> I used to do. Oh, shh. Um, Dirty pirate. You want to bring a second drive over so you can do quick copies. But you got to use one of these. This is a head vibration protector. If that sounds very high tech, it's a piece of cardboard <laughs> that you shove into your disk drive to keep the heads from bouncing around while in transit and destroying your 1541 hard drive or whatever hard drive you're using, whatever five and a quarter inch drive you're using. But these ones right here mm-hmm. that Frank made us has our Pixel Guide and logo on it. Here, I'm going to hold it up to the microphone so you guys <laughs> yeah. can hear it. Yep, there you let's go. All, let's all shake. Let's you all can shake. see it. Yeah. Oh, see that? You can hear the logo. Oh, that's appealing sound. So thank you for sending these, Frank. We've got like 50 of these bad boys. So yep. we're going to find a way to get them into the hands of the listeners. Yep. Although I think I'm going to take 10 of them and stick them on my wall in my bathroom where I have all the other pictures of things that I got going on. That's right. And don't forget, when you have purchased your Kung Fu Flash or anything that on the Retro Rewind site, is when you get it and you use it and you think it's awesome, which it's going to be, don't forget to write a review on Frank's website because he's only got one review for the Kung Fu Flash at the moment. Really? And that's criminal. Yep, absolutely. I'll write a review. I've got a Kung Fu Flash. Yep. Sweet. Anyways, thank you to Frank and RetroRewind.ca for sponsoring Pixel Guide In. Something like that. Yeah. Quick question number two, Tim. Uh, oh, wait, Tim, you did the last one. Eric. Pajaco6502 says, quick question for the next recording. Do you think our kids' generation, mine's about 12, will want to emulate the generations of Xbox or PlayStation and or Switch that they are playing now when they get to our age? Or do you think they will continue to be a slew of remakes and digital content so they won't actually care? Okay. You guys both looked right at me. <laughs> Go on. Why don't you start? Why don't you? Why don't you answer first? You always kind of. I don't think they care. They will care. No. I. I because everything that was released when my kids were literally born. Yep. Is still being sold like brand new right now as a remaster or whatever, and I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Also, when we were playing with cartridges and stuff, and then the next couple generations of systems came out, the manufacturers are like. Well, let's just try to get 50 of these games and put it onto one disc. We'll sell it as one title. And then they realize now, it's like, man, we wasted our time. 
we can literally charge per game still for those old, old games. Sure. So I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Um, the whole digital landscape versus media is, is yeah. going to be a hard battle to fight here. Yeah. And I yeah. think the other thing as well is, is that the the whole thing with the physical media and all that sort of stuff that's just going to fizzle out so there's no nostalgia for like the going down to the shop and picking up or saving up and those sort of things it's it's a lot of that's just going to die out i think and have that feel and that real nostalgia for anything like that it's just going to be part See, of life i've told my kids i said you don't emulate you go get the retro hardware so when they're older do they're, as i say not as i do yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, i don't it's, i have real hardware up the wazoo <laughs> but they're going to have real hardware. They're going to have the old Switches. They're going to have the old uh, Xboxes and Playstations. Heck yeah. They're going to do hardware. They're going to be hardware primarily. And then, you know, maybe they'll do some emulation. But I don't think there's going to be that much interest. I mean, I think Pajaka's yeah. right. I think they will just keep re... They're, they're on to something with, like, the virtual console on, that Nintendo had. Yeah. That they have on the eShop. They're just going to keep beating that dead horse until... Because till, they can squeeze a little bit of money out of it all the time. I also think that games today compared to 10 15 years ago mm-hmm. the actual like gameplay itself hasn't gone anywhere like it's gotten yeah better graphics higher definition and better sound or whatever but the gameplay is, hasn't changed like when we start with 8-bit and got our way up through like 16 32 64 and then to like playstation 2 like the gameplay changed with the technology but since playstation 2 it's just kind of more of more of the same more of the gameplay we've had like yeah so yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be going back and be like, remember that great game that's exactly like the games are today, but with lower resolution? I don't think they're going to do that. Right. There we go. That's quick questions. Where should we go from here? Yeah. Uh, game show? You really want to go to that game show. I do. <laughs> Just for you, Tim, let's go ahead and get some show information out there. You can get show information on our podcast at pixelguiden.com. You can also listen to our show on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network at anchor.fm forward slash Amigos podcast. You can reach us on Twitter using at pixel underscore guiden. You can reach Eric at the project. That's at D-U-H-P-R-O-J-E-C-T. And you can reach Cody at oddball, which is at O-D-D. BA1149. You can also reach me, that's Tim, at Sanxion, and that's at S A N X I O N. Please review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcatchers that you use. It really helps us out. You can email us on podcast at pixelguiden.com. And we'd love any feedback. And also, please let us know if we've done anything wrong, and we'll mention it on the next show. We also have a Patreon account set up, so if you wish to support the show financially, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash pixelguiden. You can support us with as little as a dollar all the way up to infinite dollars. If you do so, you'll get access to the Amigos Retro Network Discord server, where all kinds of cool chat is happening about not only our show, but the other shows such as Bright Castle and, of course, the Amigos, um, amongst other shows. And there's various other topics in there, um, everything from for sale to music to uh, high score contests, things like that. If you support us at the $3 or more tier, we like to announce every 
supporter at that level here on the show in a way that we can only do here on Pixel Guide and using our random adjective generator. So, little change to the show here. Normally we use the random adjective generator. This time, uh, we were having too much fun playing games. I didn't take the time to make a song. Uh, you know, they're beautifully amazing produced songs, typically. But today, I just pulled out my guitar, grabbed some friends. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to make a little something something up on the spot here. I think. Let's give it a try. I like it. All right. All right. <laughs> this one goes down. This one goes on out to all the Pixel Guidener, Pixel Guidener, <laughs> Pixel Guiden supporters, and to future supporters who might be listening at this time. We've been doing the show such a long, long time. These people helped us along the way. I'll introduce you to some friends of mine who helped us out with a little money. And so we sing you their names to respect their contributions. Rick Lulfo. Other guy. Roy Fielding. Don't forget about Matthew Ackerman. What that one guy's name was. Josh Malone. Don't forget about Brian Arsenal. And also Daniel James. Ooh, he got a little saucy on that one, so don't forget about Ted Mark. And one over for the chorus. Eric Sangre. Yes, we're talking about Pixel Guy. Retro Gamer Nation. Ooh, he's a good one. Mashe Sosnowski. I also like him as well. Paradroid. His money is just as good as the rest. Mitsuyama. That's a cool name. David Vincent. I know him personally. And Stella. I want to know him personally. Mr. Toast. That sounds like food. Jason Holland. Holland is Jacobson. That's a dude. Rambo K, Rambo K. Computer references. And Adam from Commodore Chronicles. We want to thank you for supporting our show. I'm making this up as I go. I don't know where I'm going here. Good. <laughs> so so we got this song together. One more thing just before we go. Let's sing the words Pixel Garden together. You can say around Pixel Garden together and together. Together. You see how I did that? Yeah. Do that together. Now we are all here as one, and our voices reach the heavens. One, two, three, we're talking Pixel Garden. You know it's Pixel Garden. What's your favorite video game show? I think it's Pixel Garden.
direction to bring it home. Pixel guy. Yeah. Oh, baby. Best song ever. You know, it just it sounds sweeter with every listen. <laughs> and it makes me want more beer. Me too. Because my throat, after all that. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Um, as we drink, Tim prepareth thy game show. Yes, I'm ready. I have. Have you got a pen there, Cody? Do I have a pen? Yeah, because I need to keep school. Eric's got the best pen in the do, house. Do we need to write in this? In this game show? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, then if we don't need a scratch, he can just take mine. Yeah, that's true. You got the dad pen. All right. I think it's time for us to hop into that game show. But first, Tim, if you are ready, this is the part where you name the game show. Okay. And then I press the cool buttons over here and make it sound like a game show. All right. So hold on. Let me find the buttons. Let me find the buttons to see. It's, um... uh, uh, it's been a while since I used the soundboard. I apologize. So. Yeah. You're a little rusty. Tim, what are we playing today? We are playing the 8-Bit Fever Game Show. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so hot over here right now, or it has been, it's affected our heads. And we can only think of 8-Bit systems to do a game show. So, here we go. <laughs> all right, all right. Round one. Can you name the game from the dubious description? Is this like a call your name out kind of a thing? Um, yeah, how do we what, are we, what are we doing here? Are we buzzing in? Okay, well, yeah, maybe you want to write these ones down. Right. We're going to write down, we're okay. going to write down, okay. No, you can keep that, Tim. You sure? He's got an extra one. Oh, right. here, I'll give you this, and I'll deal with the, yeah, not okay. as good pen. Okay. So I'm going to give you some kind of like loose description of the game, and then you write that down, and then we'll see uh, if you get it right. Okay. 8-bit. Eight yes. It's got to be 8-bit. Bit. bit. Okay, Noted. we ready? I'm ready. Ready. Okay, first one. Nightmare scenes. Ghosts rising from the game. Grave even. Shoot to kill. <laughs> we all go bats for this game. Can you name that 8-bit eight, eight game? So, nightmare scenes. Ghosts rising from the grave. Shoot to kill. We all go bats for this game. So, this pen... Uh, doesn't necessarily have ink. Oh, okay. So you're just going to have to see like the indentations I've scraped into this piece of paper. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay. I think I got I think I put these names backwards, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh Cody. I put ghosts and goblins. I put ghosts and ghouls. Ghouls and ghosts. Ghouls and ghosts, that's what I meant. Sequel. Yep, yep. I put ghouls and ghosts. Okay. okay. Uh, There's no, a lot of games that fit the description, yep. Tim. Neither of you are correct, unfortunately. <laughs> Except we also both were correct. <laughs> exactly. At the same time, we were both yeah, correct. Yeah, but it's not the one I was thinking of. Exactly. <laughs> there so. you go. There you go. So what, which, what is it? Guns and Ghosts on the C64. Oh. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, oh, maybe that was it that he's thinking of. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Okay, so here we go then. This is the game that I was thinking of, and I don't think there's many que- uh, um, answers for this one. Okay. A cavernous game. There are cold rooms, lairs, and sky labs. Jump on the platforms and ride the conveyor belts. Can you repeat that? Yeah, Sorry, I, I asked that too. Okay. A cavernous game. There are cold rooms, lairs, or layers, or lairs, sky lab... And jump on the platforms and ride the conveyor belts. How can you do it without the ridiculous British accent? 
<laughs> New. Yeah, can you do that in the English accent, uh, like uh, like an American accent, real quick? Try it out. I want to hear it. I'm American. A cavernous game. <laughs> there are cold rooms, layers, and Ooh. sky labs. I like. Jump on the platforms and ride the conveyor belts. Woohoo! Yeah, that's pretty it's good. Pretty Western. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> More old West American, but I'll take it. I like it. Okay, I'm not going to get it, but I have a guess. Dude, I don't even have a guess. Are you kidding me? Um, conveyor belts. Cold rooms. Yeah, the cold rooms is what's throwing me. I, I, can, I can hear a lot of our British listeners oh, shouting going, this name oh, straight at it. <laughs> um, all right. I have I a guess. One. I have a guess, but it's wrong. Yeah, we're both. No, we're both right now because you said British listeners. Yeah. Manic Miner. I said Mr. Robot. Manic Miner it is. Cody is Good one job. up. <laughs> Good job. Did you say coal rooms or cold? Cold. 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 Oh, I just heard, I heard freezing cold. cold. So I gave it away Sorry, to me, but that's fine. It works okay. for me. Yeah, it works that, my favor. That's the one. Okay, <laughs> one nil. Okay. One zero, as you want to say it. Okay, next game. So we've got this one and one more in this round. Okay. Shooting and zapping with your faithful cat. Shooting and zapping with your cat. Colourful collector. Blaster that is a wizard of a game. So shooting and zapping your faithful cat. Colourful collector. Blaster that is a wizard of a game. And what you got to remember, I, that when I was writing this... I was probably around about 26 hours into my journey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to, to California. I've got an answer, but it ain't right. I've got an answer, and I think it is right. Okay. Oh, oh actually, I know it's not right because I, spe- I didn't even name the game correct. All right, now I'm ready. Okay, ready. Eric, this one? Whizball. Whizball. Yay! So I'm not even kidding. I wrote Whizorb. Whizorb. <laughs> they fixed it because I realized, no, it's not called Whizorb. <laughs> okay. But I'm still behind by one we're, we're point. Two, we're ball. two to one. Two to one. Okay. Right. The, the wizard gave it away. What's the cat thing? I kept the, the cat's cat little thing. The little ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. I'll take it though. So the next one is underwater swimming and punching, bike riding, platforming adventure, and you will be kidding yourself if you don't get this one. How are we doing, gentlemen? Can you repeat We're it doing again? great. Okay. We're doing great over here, although I have a, I disagree with one of your descriptions. Okay, all right. Go I knew ahead. you would take issue at this one. Yep. Underwater swimming and punching, bike riding, platform adventure. You will be kidding yourself if you don't get this one. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Come on then, Eric. Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd, where he rides a motorcycle. You are both correct, and he rides a motorcycle. Okay, not enough. a bike. Okay, <laughs> underwater punching. Uh, that's all I need to know. <laughs> all right, so I'm still in underwater punching games. I'm still in it to win it, but I'm still behind. Three to two. Okay, hey. so that is the end of round one. So round two it's intense. Uh, is what is the year? <clears throat> Oof, these so are always rough. Can you guess the year? that these following games were released. So remember, they're 8-bit games. Uh-huh. Yep. So we're, we're narrowing it down already. Yep. I'll just pick a number now. Okay. Samantha Fox Strip Poker, Bubble Bubble, and Ghostbusters. 
Oh, all three are in the same year. All three in the same year. Because the Samantha, the Samantha Fox like was released on multiple multiple systems over many years. Mm. Okay, but also go, uh, the first year it was released then, and Bubble Bobble. Yep. Okay, I got a guess, but these are this is this is a guess. First year they were released on eight bits. I've got it. Okay. 1986. 1984. Oh, Cody is correct. Dang it. <laughs> Dang, nabbit. Uh, I may or may not have just included Bubble Bobble in our future arcade segment. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I know exactly when the arcade you came know that out. I'm going to move this monitor just slightly. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't even know that was showing my way. That's fine. That's fine. It's reflecting in your glasses. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, next one. Teenage Mutant. Sorry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hero Turtles? DuckTales and Robocop. Mm-hmm. Who went first last time was Cody, wasn't it? Eric? Yeah, 1987. 89. Yes, correct, Cody. Oh, I'm really bad at this game. That's right in my wheelhouse. So that's <laughs> when like, I was six and love and life. And okay. Yeah, I knew you were probably going to get that one. So let, let's redress the balance here. Uh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> 82 it is. Okay. <laughs> Curveball coming in. Galencia, Planet Golf, and Rescuing Orc. Ooh. That's an interesting last game <laughs> to throw in there. <laughs> So I'm going to ignore it and focus on the first two. <laughs> Planet Golf. Rescuing Orc, Orc. And Galencia. And Galencia. Not the fabled Galencia Chaos Sphere, because that never saw the light of day. Don't, don't bring that up to yourself. Yeah. All right. Okay. 2018. 2017. Eric, you are correct! Oh! Yay! Oh, I year. Son of a gun. One year out. Cody wins the one year out t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Next question. Space Taxi. Pit Stop 2. And Karataka. Okay, 8-bit. Bit. Space Taxi, Pit Stop 2, and Karataka. Karataka. Cody. 82. 83. Oh, you're both wrong. Sorry, it's 84. Wow. <laughs> That's why I thought I was one year early. I was like, oh, man. The arcade pit stop came out in 78. It took a while to port that bad boy. Right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it was ever an arcade game. Pit I'm, stop 2? Pit stop. Pit stop 2 was never an arcade game. So then you're on the 64 and 8-bit, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Oh. Apple 2. So then I'm completely wrong. Ignore me. I don't okay. know what I'm talking about. All right. Okay, round three. This is where it gets a bit complicated. And I may have been tired when I did this round. <laughs> um, we're tied, huh, Eric? Oof. We're, we're tired? Tied. We're, tied? Oh, we're not tied, are we? Cody's still ahead. Are we tied? No, no, no. No, I said I was tired when I did this. No, I'm, one, trying, two, I'm trying to remember. Three, four, I, I missed five. the last two and I thought you got one of them. Which would make one, us tied. Two, three. No. No, it's five to three. Five to three. Five to three. Yep. Right, round three. Combo breaker. Combo breaker. The return for the deciding round. For each section, you get increasing. That's the (laughs) (laughs) You get increasingly difficult questions, 
and points are worth one point, three point, and five points. But you have to answer them all correctly to build up your points. That's right, isn't it? That's right. Yep. Combo. <laughs> These questions are about some classic eight-bit systems. Answer each one correct and build your combo. First section. I just have a cool noise for that. There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, first section is ZX Spectrum. So, for one point, name the processor. And I'm only going to take the English pronunciation. I only know it in um, Swahili. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm ready, I think. Go ahead. ZX82? Z80. Correct. Z80? Yep. Still Z80? Yep. So I'm building my combo. You broke it. I'm b- 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 broke it. Okay. The processor is the Z80. Hold on. Yeah, I was going to find a... Uh... Oh, I don't have it on here anymore. Oh, it's that. Yo. That's better anyway. I love there this. It is. That's my favorite. That's my favorite sound effect. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> what was that? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I what do was that? Do it again. Do it again. I accidentally hit that. Let me see here. Okay. Wait, Eric. You know what's going on right now, Eric? <laughs> yeah. We're playing a game show here on Pixel Gaiden with Timothy Drew <laughs> in the house. All right. right. Where were okay. we? So, following on. So, this is for Cody for one point and Eric for three points. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready? Following? I'm ready. Okay. Name the owner of the company who created the ZX Spectrum. Yes. We there? We're yep. there. I'm okay. There. Cody. Sir Clive Sinclair. Sir Clive Sinclair. You are both correct. No, he didn't say it English. I, he said I, American. I, I said it in the American. I that was a rule. <laughs> but I did. I said Sir, though. I gave him his distinguished Sinclair. His his, his uh, I don't even know what you call it. What is that when you a say knighthood? Sir? A knighthood. A knighthood. Yeah. Yes. Knight of yes. the realm. Man, so I only get one point. Eric just got four over the last two. Okay, that's right. I'm on a roll. That's right. I'm, I got Your this combo next one. has not been broken yet. Uh, okay. Last question in the ZX Spectrum round. What is the nickname of the only 128K version of the Speccy released by Sinclair? What is the nickname of the only 128K version of the Speccy released by Sinclair? Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, Eric. Toast rack. Toast rack. Toast rack. Correct. Five for Eric. I got, so Three I've got a total of nine Cody. in that round, right? Yep. Three to my four. Ouch. Okay. That swung the whole game around the other direction, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I played the first part of the game. <laughs> I know about old crap. Wow. <laughs> okay. Get back to the Nintendo stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next round is Commodore 64 Sweet. this re- restarts all the points right yep alright okay 
next one is so first question for one point each is name the sound chip in the Commodore 64 ready yep Sid 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 sound interface device one point each correct thank you very much is that American again man (laughs) my answer was more complete Okay. What was the most well-known difference for the early silver label Commodore 64s and the later Commodore 64s? What was the most well-known difference between the early silver label C64s and the later versions? Now, this may be subject to something, but uh, there's one thing that mostly sticks out than the other. Aside from the label itself, which is what I recognize. Yeah, yeah. apart from the label. Yeah. yeah. No big deal, but I owned one of these. <laughs> I got rid of it. It never worked. Didn't work. I saw that. Sorry. Move it on. I think I should get a point for effort just because I actually wrote something. <laughs> I, I think I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Eric, this time. Power supply was different. Zero. Points. I don't think that's correct. No. Number of pins on the monitor out. Correct, Cody. Oh, Look at you. Three points. I lost that. I know old stuff. I know old stuff, man. <laughs> Good for you. Good okay. for you. Eric, your combo was broken. It was, yep. So now my next one's worth one, right? Combo broken. Okay. Give me the model name of the first five and a quarter inch double sided drive. For the Commodore 64. The first version. Well, I'm not going to get that right because I know what the first version is in general. Mm -hmm. Come on then. You ready? Yeah. Go. I want to say the 1541, but the one looks like an I. No, that's not double sided. That's not double sided. Oh, well, then I really don't know. No, no idea. F- 1571. Correct! <laughs> cool. Cody, well, I still got your combo off. was broken! Broken. You still made more points than I did in that round, right? Because I only got two? Yeah, Cody got four works? in that round, yep. And I got yep. two. We're going to have to do some math at the end of this. I think I'm up by one, that means. Okay. I think I'm up by one. I, I'm not we doing double check it. at the moment. <laughs> in my mind, I'm up by one point. One little baby point. Okay. Uh, so this is the last round, and this it's is on. the console combo. Oh, this is where Cody shines. Winner buys a round for the next round for everybody. Please, that would be great. <laughs> okay, next question. We're is, all winners. I like how you wrapped all the consoles into one section. <laughs> yeah, we should wrap ah, computers into that no man's land and talked about the NES and the Sega and the right. The Master System one and two were different. What was the main? Two different wow, this is things present on the Mark One that didn't make it to the Mark Two Master System. This is objective two because I can name a couple things that are very minor. The main two different things. The main two different. Things. Yeah, the ones that kind of like stick out more <clears throat> than anything else. Again, I guess it's subjective, but it, this is, well, I need the answers that I've got written down. Because <laughs> I'm the Quidditch master. 
Okay, gentlemen, let's have those answers. Eric, you're first. I'm not quite done. Ugh. Disqualified. Have him go first, and I'll finish. Have up. him. No, 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 no. Him. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm like, I got one of these wrong for sure. One is the card slot. Yeah. Yep. The little card slot for the games. Yep. And another is the size of the unit, right? Wasn't the second one smaller? Yes, it was. That's not that, the one you have. No, the one I have. have. That's significant. <laughs> that is the mo- most significant difference. So I had, I, I wrote the cartridge port, but I meant the, yeah, the card. Yep. I don't care. The Q card. Q card. Thank you yep. very much. Second one is reset button. Nope. <laughs> so we both just got What? It. <laughs> All right, what do you have? Okay, I've what's got... Your, what's your wrong answer? I've got the <laughs> RGB out port is missing because it only has composite uh, component or RF and the card slot. Look at it. Yep, doesn't have the RGB it. out. See, it's because you, you had to do the mod on yours when I sent it over. See, and so the, it only has RF. The other, like, minor modification is it doesn't have that cool little diagram on it on the second one. Yeah. See, I was going to say well, that. <laughs> it's minor, but it's, it's all, there. It's, it's a all difference. visual. Yeah, okay. All right. Whatever. We'll go with uh, zero points for both of us. That's okay. fine. Well, we got we got half of that, we, but we get zero. Round, zero round down to zero. Both. All right. All right. Okay. What was the name of the CPU in the NES console? Yeah. Oh, this this could be a trick question. See, he, he, did, he did the hat. He did the hat thing again, Damn Cody. It, the hat's giving me Cody away. He did the hat thing. He, he shook his eyebrows and his eyebrows go up like a quarter inch. His hat goes like two inches. Where exactly. did hats go? That scared me. All right, well, I think I have an answer. Okay, I do too. Yeah, it's, this it's is wrong. this is hard. Cody, you first. I'm just going to say 6502. I'm going to say 6510. Okay, no, I'm afraid you're both wrong. It's the Rico. 2A03, which is based on the 6502. Oh, good gracious. All right. <laughs> no, we got it wrong. We got it wrong. Okay. That's a bunch of bull here and there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, last question then. Okay. What was the name of the failed Amstrad console based on the CPC range of computers that was released in 1990? I mean, I can picture it. I totally can picture it in my head. But I can't. I hope I get points for being close. I feel like I'm close. That's why, and I think I, uh, I might not, I'm probably not even close, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I'm ready. Eric. Amstrad GX1000? <laughs> GX400. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> so we got so both close. Got a point. You got wrong. Oh. <laughs> what is, is it? The GX4000. Oh, wow. Between the two of us. <laughs> we, we, we split that. Betwixt our heads. Exactly. That was the correct answer. Because so the, the I, I had the game, show, I had you. game show question on the controller. <laughs> the round I expected you all to excel on, you got none. <laughs> well, no, he said console. Then he started talking about Amstrad. I mean, that's <laughs> not a console. That's, I don't know what that is in your world. All right. So that's a game show, I say, huh? Just trying to turn it 16 for Eric. This is for me. This is applause for me. I won by one. Yeah, I think he won by one, didn't he? <laughs> I'm going to let him tabulate that, though. I don't know. Yeah, I lost hopefully track. I'm wrong at this point and I get to eat crow, because I'm willing. I lost track, so. You're close, Cody. Cody. You won by two. Oh, 18 oh, to okay. 16. Congratulations, sir. Good. Do you want a good show? Do you, yeah. you want to do the tiebreaker question anyway? Yes. Sure. What? Do you want to yeah, do yeah, the sure. tiebreaker? Okay. Tiebreaker question. Only if it's about Britney Spears. No, it's no Britney Spears in okay. this question. 
Uh, to the nearest 1,000. Okay. <laughs> how many units did Amstrad shift of the GX 4,000? Ah, true question. It's the 400. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, to the nearest 1,000. Okay. Well, I, I think I could do this. I think, I could, I think we can get in the ballpark. I, I'll take a shot. Yep. Oh, yeah, we need to write it down. Okay, hold on. Done. Okay. I went with 64,000. There weren't very many. I went with 32,000. We both went with like bits. Yeah, 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 oh, exactly. Yeah. You're closest, but it's actually only 14,000. 14,000. <laughs> oh, wow. That was wow. a big fail, that console. That's the wow. that's the next console I want you to get me, yep. Tim. Okay. And that's rare? the end of the game yep. show! Yay! Yay! Are they rare? Are they hard to get? Um... I missed one for around about twenty pounds, brand new in the box. Wow, Ooh. Of course, and you then that a lot. And then three months later, they went up to like two hundred pounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that the controller from? That's right the there? controller for one yes. right there. So you you've got one of fourteen thousand controllers <laughs> up there. That's how rare they are. <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. Well, good you, know, you don't have to drink it if you don't want to, Tim. Don't force I'll, yourself I'll, there. I'll go a little bit further with All this right. one. Well, you do that while we drink. The next beer! The next beer! Let me go get that. I'll be right back. And just like that, Tim gave up on the last beer. Yep. <laughs> a bit right. too bitter. That was... Oh, I was going to say, it's cloying on the back of my throat. It's the one. gluten. Yeah. If it had gluten, the, you'd love it. Yep, yep. Tim's all about the gluten. Um... Let's dive into another beer yes. before we catch up, and we'll talk about where this one came from just in a second, um, but it is a beer called The Hermit. So, it is a, as I crack this bad boy open, it is an India Pale Ale, however, it is a hazy, so I think Eric will enjoy it very much. Okay. And uh, we had it at a local brewery here uh, in, well, Auburn, technically. Yep. I'm right between Grass Valley and Auburn, so... The fun thing about that is I get to call them both my hometown, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. So I'm pouring this hazy into said glass, and drinking will commence. This I, looks good. I want to take a little observation here. Maybe this is a cultural difference. Look at the, look Tim, at the difference. <laughs> Tim, you, you pour hard every time. Yeah, I do. And and maybe that's cool. Maybe yep. that's the way you do it in England. But yep. we like like I poured on the side of the glass yep. like... Almost completely horizontal until, and then I ease it back to a more vertical position, and then get a head like this. That's, that's a purist pour. I just go in there. Yeah, you go in hard. <laughs> that's fine. So, anyways, let's go ahead and uh, cheers. Cheers, everybody, to the first Moonraker brew that we are enjoying together. Boom. Well, since we, we are talking a bit about... Um, I should drink because it's bad luck not to drink after the cheers. Hold on. Ooh, ooh. It's getting into the luck here. Um, we did go together to Moonraker. We did. Uh, on a Tim adventure. Like, we took Tim... A oh, Tim adventure? Can we call it a Tim adventure? Tim adventure. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, Cody took us to Moonraker, which he said was his favorite brewery. Favorite all-around brewery. Yep. yep. All and the so, beers are delicious. Every yep. single one. So we went and we had... Um, I had Peruvian tacos. That's right, right? Yeah, the the, the food truck. Yep, the food truck with uh, the all. What was what am I called? All all carbon or 
Oh, El Pastor. Oh, El Pastor. I'm sorry. El Pastor. El Pastor, and they were excellent. And you had like... I had chicken fries, and man, those things were like a (laughs) lifesaver to me. (laughs) They were so good. Let's get to that. We'll get to the trip here in just a second. But how do you enjoy the Hermit, which is... So they excel when it comes to IPA, hazy IPAs, and a few other sours. They're really good with sours, Mm -hmm. but all their beer is really good. Yep. Um, So this is like one of seven they had available when we were just there. Uh, 7% alcohol by volume. It's a cool can. It looks like a dude from ZZ Top. It does. Uh, just a bald guy with a big old beard and some shades, some stun of shades. Yeah. Uh, and so like half of the can is silver, pretty. half is black, and like he's looking over a wall or something. Um, we have some really old, uh, like, street art. And we used to have this little guy, and he used to be, you used to draw him on a wall. With like a very similar to him with a pair of glasses, and it used to say, "Eric was here," and that's all it used to say. Eric specifically, <laughs> yep. And that is ex- very very similar to what I you, know. you know. The cr- crazy things I've seen that before, yep, Tim. Yep. I've seen that somewhere, like like the guy <laughs> looking over, here. like just peering over. Eric yep. was here. Yep, I've seen it. <laughs> Interesting. So Interesting. Uh, cool. So yeah, let's rate this bad boy. So uh, out of 50 blades of uh, grass, right? 50 blades of grass. Are we sticking with that rating scale? Who's going first? Or should we rate it out of one hermit? <laughs> yeah. I very much enjoy this, but... Yep. I want to hear you first. I don't want to dilute the water. So out of 50, we're doing 50? Yeah, we're doing out of 50. Knowing it's not your style. It's yeah, not no, your it's thing. not my style, but that's fine. Um, I'm going to wait it... Rate it for its quality. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to give it a solid 40. 40 out of 50. Yep. I think I'm with you on that. I'm yeah, you go think 40. you're right there? Yep. Yeah, I'm right there. 40 out That's of 50. That's a good beer. I'm going with that because you way underbid. You way underbid. <laughs> All right. What are you going to give it? This I like not, it. It's not my favorite hazy they've made, but it is. it, it definitely tastes like a Moonraker hazy. There's a certain... Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a certain je ne sais quoi. I'm going to give it a 44. Well, all right, we're not that far off. Wait, that'd be like an 88. No, that's not high enough. 46. Okay. 46. And the, again, this really my isn't my type of beer, but I like it. It's oh, good. It. It's good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I am giving it high praise for me. High praise. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and catch up. I figure we would catch up on the stuff we did before Tim showed up. Yeah, sure. And then we'll get to Tim's visit just just after. Okay. Catching up with Eric and Cody and Tim. Yeah, we'll figure out how we're going to distribute those in a later date here. Sounds good. On Xbox, Gold Plus Plus, they have so many different versions of their service. I never know what to call it, but right. there's a game, an old 360 game, called Alice Madness Returns. I've heard of it. Uh, must be a sequel to another Alice game. So I remember on the PC, or I would even say, it must have been just PC, like when I was in high school, maybe college, a game came out was like a creepy Alice in Wonderland type of game. I remember that. I remember 100%. And I always wanted to play it, never did. Um, I think I did uh, Dirty Pirate at once, but then it didn't play right and probably put, like, some kind of virus on Super viruses that you still have <laughs> yeah. to this very day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I don't know when this game actually came out. It looks like uh, maybe 2011 originally. Okay. But now there's, a, like, re- 
redone HD version that you can play on the current Xbox Game Pass for free if you're paying for Game Pass. And it is a creepy Alice in Wonderland um, type game where you're this Alice who has brown hair, by the way. What hair did she used to have? Disney always made it yellow or blonde. Okay. Um, And she has a big bloody knife. Yeah. Which is the Vorpal Sword. And the Cheshire Cat looks extra evil. And she, like, battles these weird, creepy creatures. And it's... I just love it. I love the creepiness of it. Like, while you're playing the game, the music is, like, this weird, like, calliope, but, like, out-of-tune calliope thing going on. Um, it's really just kind of a 3D platformer with some, um, some I guess, hack and slashing, a little bit of shooting because you get this, like, pepper gun. Uh-huh. And it's just everything about it super weird, which is how video games used to be and should be, but, like, modernized. Like, I mean, come on, Mario Brothers, you're, like, a plumber, and you eat mushrooms, and you grow bigger and shoot turtles that fly and like it's just weird random fireballs and so in this game um it's it's like alice again you're gonna hear me say this all the time right alice in wonderland meets cthulhu it's like this creepy otherworldly i was gonna say that it had a has a little bit of a cthulhu vibe to it yeah and there's (laughs) like things you can collect on each level and you know there's like i think four main levels but i've spent i think eight hours on one level so far but you keep progressing it's not like you die and go back yeah, it's definitely not a game where um, where you like you die and you have to beat a challenge. It's if you die, they just put you right back where you just were, kind of a thing. So you you get through it. You play Cheshire through it. Cat is spooky. Yeah, he looks, really <laughs> evil. he looks very evil. Yeah, so it's a lot of three D platforming and um, a little bit of you know light puzzle elements. It's a game you play through. It really is a game you play through, and you can a bit of a collect them up if you want to be a completionist. So, um, but I can't wait to get through all the, that creepy stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Very cool. I'm enjoying it. There you go. Excellent. You are caught up with that, that item. Tim and Eric, apparently you guys... Oh, you're going to go... This is... Do you want to talk about this now, or can we push this to later? If you want to push it to push later, Push it to later, fine. yeah. We're going yep. to push it... We're going to push it to later, as Tim later. says. Later. We'll do later, governor. Later. Here, I'll put it way down here. Way down. I see what you guys did there. You started to Push it to the bottom of the list, governor. Okay. Uh, I don't want to go again. So, Eric, let's go here. Yep. Okay. So, these are a couple of the Switch games that I've, A, been either playing or, B, thought were interesting and haven't purchased yet. Um, first one is quite possibly going to be my game of the year for Ooh. Ooh. that we will be talking about towards the end of the year. Um, I have been loving this game, and I do think that if you guys played this, you would love it, too. It has a very interesting art style, um, which... Tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but it's a little bit like uh, Cuphead. A little bit. So, the art style. Not exactly, but just a tiny little bit. Um, But I've been playing Cult of the Lamb on the Switch. And it's available on PC and I think PS4 too. Um, The PS4 too? PS4 too. (laughs) Yeah, there's a new one, 42. (laughs) We skipped a few generations. Um, But... Man, I have been totally digging this game. And at first, when you first get into this game, it is it is a little overwhelming. But once you really get into it, it is. I, I've been. I, I think last time I looked at the Switch, I was almost twenty hours into it, and it's still new things are coming into it, which makes huh. it interesting. Because you know, how games get grindy and get kind of boring and and samey like uh, over time. I'm still finding new stuff in here that is really really cool, and. 
This game, uh, it, let me try to describe it this way. It is divided in half. One of them okay. is a kind of hack and slash roguelite. Um, okay. So you basically are, it, it is difficult. So you're hacking and slashing through a thing and you, it's like a, a slate of spire. You know how you go up the path, you pick mm-hmm. different paths and you try to get to the end. It's exactly like that. You're going up these paths and you're in every, you're getting in these worlds and then when you're in the world, you're hacking and slashing, trying to get resources to take back to your cult. And that's the second half of this game, is that the second half is a, um, you're building up your cult. So it's almost like a world builder, like a little, like a little um, Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stardew Valley is probably a pretty good example. You have to farm and you have to like build uh, temples and you have to, you basically have to build up your world. And keep your cult followers happy, and then when you when you're kind of doing that, and you get to the end, then you go back into the other roguelite part. So hmm. you're constantly going back and forth to the two halves of the game. So it keeps it very interesting. So, um, so do the do the two halves what you go into one, finish up, and then you yep. end the turn to go into Correct. the other. Yeah, that is exactly yeah. that yeah. is exactly it. And. Um, the, it is a cult. You're running a cult because this one god is chained up. Like, he's been kind of, eg- like, exiled from the other gods. And he's all chained up. But he picks you as his kind of, like, proxy on Earth. And so he's like, hey, you got to, like, build up this cult to worship me. And as more people worship me, I get more powerful. And as I get more powerful, I'll break these chains and start, like, punishing these other gods for doing this. And then we will, like, we will rule, you know, the, the world or whatever. And there are crazy stuff that happens in this game. Like, you can make your followers eat poop. My like, goodness. Wow. It's super cutesy. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I am just having an absolute blast with this game. Totally worth the money. I mean, I've got my money's worth out of it already, and I'm not even part through poop it. eating game. Yeah, it's worth yeah, the entrance fee if you can get someone to eat poop. Yep. <laughs> so like like chopping trees and you're building buildings and you're making new temples and you're making all this stuff. I mean, it is a really really well cool game. Now, some I I've been posting on Twitter I've been playing this game and some people have been like, "Oh, don't you know it's all glitchy and and it slows down in certain parts and and like on the Switch version and blah blah blah." I haven't run into any of that. Hmm. It's never crashed. It's never slowed down. It's been absolutely perfect for me. So I don't know. Maybe they came out with a patch and it fixed it. I don't know, but um, 100% been loving this game. So very cool. That's it. Cult of the Lamb. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Well, I've heard of it. It's become a big a big deal. Yeah. It's funny though because I did see a review that was like 67%. So maybe oh. that was one of the glitchy versions or something. It could be. I there's no the game way. Looks really cool. Yeah. It looks like um, super cutesy, happy go lucky, Cuphead kind of a thing meets super dark. Yeah, like <laughs> poopy in cult. It has God some dark parts. Of it, yeah, yeah. Um, is that just on the Switch? Nope, it's, it's PC. There's PS4. I don't um, think it's PC. <laughs> hey. No, it's not PC. <laughs> no, it definitely has some adult content. Like you can sacrifice your cult followers to gain like a. But your cute lamb smiling the whole time. Yeah, your cute lamb is smiling <laughs> the whole time. Um, and but but I mean, you can do you farm and you cook and you make the meals. Um, you clean up their poop so that and turn it into fertilizer. <laughs> um, so there's a strong poop theme going through <laughs> this this one. <laughs> it's uh, it, it really is a very very cool game. But anyway, so that's it. Cold Lamb. I don't want to go on that about this. Eric's number one rated poop eating game of all time. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, so the other one I want to talk about, I haven't even purchased yet, but I want to know if you guys have seen it. It's called Cursed to Golf. I want to download this game. Yeah. I've now, heard great things about this game. Now, the only thing that scared me away from this game is that every review I've gone to says it is a difficult game. And so, like, I don't want to get frustrated. Eric doesn't the like game. the difficult. No. no I mean, and it's no. got time limits. I was going to say, has it got a timer on it? It does. <laughs> does it really? I think it does. Oh, that's lame. Um, <laughs> hey, well, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But I, I saw it on there, and I watched some videos, and I was like, this looks so cool. Yeah, I, I've a, been wanting to get this, this one. It's a platformer. It's a platformer, but it's golf. Golf, and so you're golfing. And you're trying to get, trying to hit the ball through these platforms. Um, I've just heard it's very, very difficult. No, it doesn't look like it has a timer, so I'm, I think I was wrong on no, that. No, I, I wouldn't think so. But um, I, I, st- I'm going to get it. I'm going to get yeah. it. Like it's probably when I'm kind of past my phase with Cult of, Cult of the Lamb. I'm probably going to grab this, even if it's difficult. I want to just try it out. Um, yeah, imagine it's kind of like worms meets golf. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, like stick golf I was just ex- thinking games, that exact yeah. same thing. But you can see how this, like, yeah, you yeah. can see how difficult this looks, though. I mean, it could be very, very difficult. That looks I mean, tough. Well, it depends um, if you're the kind of yeah. person like me who will like to play one level over and over again until you can master it. Yeah, and then move to the next one. This it's perfect. That's probably what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to buy this, and we'll maybe discuss it in future episodes. I'm, I think Cody was going to buy it eventually, so oh, maybe yeah. maybe we can talk about it soon. Yeah, I might have to get that one. Yep, it's um, good. So that's Curse to Golf, and this one is SD Gundam Battle Arena. So I'm going to be I'm going to cut you off right there for a quick second because yeah. just the name of that alone sounds yeah. like so much everyday, over the top Japanese boring stuff to me. I would never no. think to play yeah. this. So I'm going to tell you right now. I downloaded the demo. There's a free demo, okay. which was fantastic. I enjoyed playing it. The gameplay is solid. You're basically just a mech in a city, but you're you're um, chibied. You're like a chibi mech giant. Okay. Imagine a giant mech, but you're kind of chibied. Like which a is, giant small. A small mech. A giant small <laughs> mech. But see how they look kind of chibi or Lego-ish or whatever? They're yep. kind of squished. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're just going through cities, and you're destroying the, your enemies. And you have all these weapons, and weapons are mapped to different buttons. I I loved the gameplay on this, and I was almost ready to pull the trigger. There is a fatal flaw in this game, oh, which no. is why uh, I will not. I just, I said I'm not buying it. This is this is sloppy. Whoever 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 sloppy. brought this whoever brought this to America didn't do it right. Like it. So let me tell you what it is. Didn't do it right for didn't America, right. or just didn't do it right? No, didn't do it right for America. They, they, they. Uh, I was going to say a bad word right there. Hey, stop myself. You should be proud of me. I well done, myself. Eric. They, um, <laughs> yeah, they hosed us here in America, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, so the, in Japan, this would be perfect, and I'm going to tell you why. Perfect. While you're battling in this game, while you're going through the town and you're battling, and and, and the gameplay is beautiful, and I love it. While you're doing that, these anime characters are talking to each other. <laughs> and you have to know what they're saying to go through the game most of the time, okay? okay. It's not just idle chit-chat. It's so important mid, in the game. battle you have to be reading to the side at the same time. Yeah. But they're talking in Japanese, even in the American version. Yeah, but you really? got you got subtitles. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Tim. Read it. Uh, okay, okay, Tim. Okay, Tim. You can read. Man of you many got, talents You got your readers time. on. <laughs> you think you can read while you're playing? Ma. So I'm playing like in heated combat, and the, like the, 
all they gave you was subtitles. <laughs> like, how can yeah. you read subtitles while you're in the heat of no, battle? I get it. In, in this game, that. in this game, you're in the heat of battle all the time. Uh-huh. So, I can't read what they're saying. And <laughs> they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're talking Japanese, which is great. <laughs> They're, my they're Big Mac and fries, please. So, <laughs> when this was brought over, they should have actually dubbed in English. You know, was, got English actors and dubbed in the words. Yeah. And this would be an excellent game, and it would be a bit of purchase for me because it's great. Even if it was like just the the American translators that like were sitting there in the studio, you yeah, know, or sitting there going like, "I've never done voiceover work. Whatever, we just need voices." Yeah, like, we just need voices. Yeah, all they needed to do was run through the game, read the subtitles, mm-hmm. then get put the subtitles the subtitle. in, <laughs> put that voice over and get rid of the subtitles. Yep. Direct hit. Sub yep. weapons have a set number of uses that recover over time. Plus, See, yeah, there you go. Plus, even if... Take this opportunity to defend. Guarding reduces your damage you take. Uh-huh. We could do it. Let's do it now. Let's, let's get it done. <laughs> well, let's send it to them. Say, yeah. here, for, for version 1.02... Exactly. From the Pixel Guiding team, yeah, comes voice yeah. acting that would be awesome. You can only you just have to pay us some beer. We're easy. Exactly, I would do it, uh, but it, it it honestly turned me off so much. I was like, no, no purchase. That would kill me. That would yep. kill me. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So anyway, that's the save your money. Every American here, every Japanese, go buy this game. There you go. Every Japanese listener, go buy this game immediately. But any American, or Japanese, uh, yeah, yeah, or speaker, British, or British. if you're American people. or British, go and buy a ham and pineapple pizza. Exactly. Ooh, we didn't have one of those tonight. <laughs> I, I think it's delicious. That. I don't care what you think about whether it belongs or not. It's delicious. Yep. Uh, Tim, want to go over this one because we all got down on some of this. I think. Yes. Excellent. I didn't see what it was. Oh, okay, yeah, Knights and Slimes. Knights yeah. and Slimes. I've got to be honest with you, I didn't play this a huge amount. I, I had a couple of games on it, and what I tried was absolutely amazing. Um, but I think you actually completed this, didn't you, Cody? With one character. With one character. Although I can't, I can't pretend that I noticed any difference between the characters. Okay. Other than the looks. I mean, they look different, but I don't know if they have any, there's no different abilities, I don't believe. I think so. So part of me <laughs> wants to like, complete the game with every character. Mm-hmm. But if there's no difference, why would I do it? I don't know. Anyways, it was a blast, so I would do it just because it's fun to play. But yeah, Knights and Slime, Sl- Knights and Slimes is a game that came out on the Commodore 64 this month, I believe. Yep, yep. Um, it was by Monty. Is it Monty Boyd? I think it was. Yeah, there we right. go. Monty yep, Boyd. It's there on yep. the screen. Yep, Monty Boyd. Yep, yep. Did the whole shoot match. He did the code, the graphics, music, and, and the just, sound effects. Yep awesome and you look at this thing and it just looks quality i don't know how you can explain just the way the artwork looks it looks like a you it know. looks like a a proper upfront if you want to do the comparison go ahead uh, like an nes quality mm-hmm. platformer i would say so yeah yeah so that's yeah. Totally right yeah but even the screens on, at the beginning look better to me. They almost look like a Genesis uh, yeah. splash screen. But exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, the little uh, title screen looks fantastic. And just so highly polished, all the little things in this game. You, um, are, you are right there. I was just about to say polished. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I just found it like, like he, didn't, he left no to- stone unstirred. It's just it, it's perfect. Yeah. So, so basically, it's a single screen platformer. Which yep. I love. Single screen platformers on the Commodore are like my jam. When no scrolling going on there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need to be scrolling. But no, no. You 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 play a screen. You clear it. You go to the next screen, and it's got a couple things going for you. You're a little character. Um, and there are several characters. Five, I think. Is there four or five? I oh, think. there's more than that, isn't there? Yeah. It? I think there's like I think seven, you can eight. Unlock more. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, but basically, the concept of the game is kind of like Bubble Bobble in the fact that if you like drop through the bottom of the screen through holes, you come down the top again. Um, and basically, there's little platforms. You run around with your pointy sword in front of you. And if you land on top of an enemy or poke it with your sword, the front of your, your character sprite, then the enemy uh, Splats. Gets, gets yeah damaged, I guess. And everything, for the most part, are slimes. There are some non-slime characters, but and they break into two smaller units. So a big one will break into two mediums. The mediums can break into two t- smalls. And then once you destroy the smalls, then that those smalls are off the, off the game map. And uh, the catch is if two blobs of the same size touch, they become they the can next recombine size up again. Yeah. So you're running around poking these things, uh, trying to make sure they don't touch. Uh, which becomes a, st- a strategy all by itself. Uh, stepping on them, poking them, doing whatever you've got to do. There's also stars spr- uh, sprinkled throughout the levels, which you don't absolutely need. But um, getting the stars powers up your special later on in the game, which we can talk more about. And they also get you points, because when you beat the levels, not only can you beat the levels, but you can beat the levels with extra points for not getting hit, not letting any slimes That's um, right. get rejoined, yep. and collecting all the stars yep um there's more to talk about tim so what did i miss i don't think you've missed an awful lot to be honest i mean you've got power-ups there's power-ups definitely Um, power-ups so you've got different ones with this like a freeze everything on the screen and then you can go around and splat it um there's a one that it turns into a lightning bolt so as soon as you hit that lightning bolt it goes horizontally across the screen um and then enemies that are in the way of that lightning bolt get do they get frozen or just get splatted straight away i can't remember um yeah they get hit yeah so i broke break into two and then and then is there an extra life one as well, I think? Or does it re- uh, bring back some of your life? In some, the- sometimes if you destroy an enemy, an, an extra heart will show up and you can get some more life back. Yeah. Yep. 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 But yep. I want to talk about the one of the coolest things of the game, mm-hmm. the XP. Cause experience. As you go through the game, you gain experience, which carries over from game to game. So when you die or whatever, whatever character you picked will gain in experience... And you carry that through to future games. So um, you don't go into it with it completely empty-handed when you're playing a character and moving into different different games. Yeah, so it adds that like roguelike experience exactly. building thing. And that's per character, So which is why I beat it with one character so far, but I can go back and find yep. other characters to beat it with. But when you... I'm sorry, the, to finish the XP talk, the more XP you get, you unlock permanent... Um, a power ups, power ups yep. that are like double jumps. I know that was the yep. first one. Well, the first one I got that was made the game completely different because you mm-hmm. can now double jump. Um, I won't give away any of the other. There's two more upgrades yeah. you can and do. You don't have and, to get those. They're away worth, uh, yeah, learning as you play. But it, every time you get one, it kind of changes what you can do in the game, and you have to use those really to beat it. Correct. Um, and then the the slimes, depending on what the color they are, react differently, and you kind of have to learn that. So it's a game that you kind of play over and over until you actually master it by learning all the, the enemies and what they do and how they work. So this, and then this there's even a big old boss at the very end, which is really cool, and I won't give it away, but it's pretty cool. So this game, I think, would have been worthy of a Zap Gold Medal back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is just like, game. you know, a 98% game. Just yep. awesome. So you can get this game from uh, Monty's Itch page, and just like anything, I think, 
is it like a free to download and then you can just two, two <laughs> 99 is it uh, 299 yeah. um but t- for me this is like a you know 10 10 pound donation every time you know this is this is just awesome what just i did is i went back game. and bought all his other games yeah some of which asked for money and some didn't yeah. so but i went yeah. and, and paid money for all of them and, yeah um this is going to be like probably uh, i got i have to give it the test of time but I think this will rise up into my probably top five or ten Commodore 64 games of all time. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah, this yep. came out an unfortunate time for me when I was just trying to get everything sorted for this trip and everything. But as soon as I get back home, this is a game I am definitely going to be playing more. Yep. Knights and Slimes. Yep. Knights and Slimes. Every year there's a, like two Commodore games that just rise to the top. And you're like, man. I'm at the point now where if I go back six years, I've got like 12 amazing games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. So this is a little retro, since we are a retro gaming thing, I went and played some retro games. And uh, would have thought? Good for you. Yep. And so the first one I did was one I never played before. On I've the, heard great things about this game. Yeah. On Sega CD. Sega CD. And um, first of all, the Sega CD is a library that remains untapped for me I, I i haven't really dove into a lot of sega cd games. we might need to get the new uh, genesis mini 2 whoa whoa hey, oh, yeah yep. which has a bunch yep. of sega cd games on yeah but this i and i don't know why i picked this i picked it at random popful it's called popful mail i never heard of it before started playing it and it has this really <laughs> weird movie <laughs> it did. that tim and i watched this like it like it like at uh, my house we watched this whole i didn't watch it when i played this i kind of yeah, no you, you gotta sit and watch cut these scene. things because i hate cut scenes so brilliant. I, blew, I, blew, I blew through it but it, we went through it and it's weird i mean it's not it's, 3do fmv weird no but no weird. but it's no. but it's proper clear animation that's the difference this is cell drawn yeah. animation uh, could almost been done in deluxe paint on the amiga it's very yeah, cool you're right yeah um, so I'm glad you heard of this, Cody, because I had never heard of it before. And I'm glad things. you also mm. heard that you heard great things because look at the, look at the art on this game. It is beautiful. It is a platformer where you're a, a girl character and you have a sword and it has RPG elements. Female lead. You mean you yep, could have chosen, we this? chosen yep. this one? Yep. This yep. is, uh, I hate to say this cause you know, it's a Metroidvania because you do yep. find stuff and have to go back. And, and to get to certain areas that you couldn't get to before. But you are a girl, you're going through these levels, you're doing little quests, and you find enhanced weapons, you, you can buy and sell goods in stores. Um, it just looks like a solid game, and I never heard of it before. Excellent sound and music. Do you save? Is it kind of like yep. a side-scrolling RPG? Yep. Yep. Side-scrolling yep. RPG. You can save any time, which is always a key thing for me. If I want to play something on real hardware, if it saves at any point, I'm I'm in. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I love it. That's the only reason I use save states, it, like on the Mister or whatever, is when I can't save when I want. So this one I played very, very briefly when yep. I got first got my Mega CD. Okay. And this one was recommended to me by Vicky um, Pixel Vixen. Yeah. She said, you got to give this one a try. Yep. I have yet to add that to my arsenal. Sega CD. Yep. Oh. It's on my short list. It's on my short list. So anyway, Pop Full Mail, I've been playing it. I've, I'm, I don't know. On my save that I did, um, on my Mr., I think I'm maybe... 
Hard to say, maybe 25% through it, so I haven't gotten very far, but I'm, I'm continuing on. Well, I'm spoiling the credits for you right now. There it is. That's the end. Oh! It only takes five hours and six minutes to beat if you know what you're doing. Okay, good. Perfect. <laughs> Eric literally looked away. It was great. I did look that away, shows, so I didn't see it. That shows me that he really wants to beat that game, so that's yep. great. That's perfect. So anyway, I crossed out Missile Command on my mister because it was a new core that came out. It supports trackball, but it really supports... Um, controllers really well they did a smart way to yeah. make the mister map to controllers you can switch to different um your missile silos really fast and easy um beautiful version of that on the mister but we talked about it last episode a little yep. bit so I, I i crossed it out because i don't want to go harp <laughs> on it but it's great missile command perfect Okay, so myself and my good friend Gary, uh, we went over to a local town, probably around about 25, 20, 30 minutes, something like that from where we live, a town called Bridgewater. Funny sounding name. That is. Yeah. Wouldn't it be like Water Bridge? No, it's Bridgewater. No, Bridgewater, okay. <laughs> um, the water is just riddled with bridges. It is, it is. Uh, so we've been trying to get over to the uh insanity games arcade over there for quite a while sounds cool yep um so we uh finally got in uh, gary's brand new lovely mustang (laughs) how american is that america (laughs) um and we drove over to the arcade uh, we went into the arcade and um, we spent probably around about, I don't know, an hour or so in there. It's not massive. Um, they've got a, a downstairs and they've got, um, I don't know, probably about 20, 30 machines. They've got a crazy taxi. Crazy taxi. Which is it. great fun. I Let's make it. that crazy Crazy money. money. Uh, yeah, they've got a num- number of different arcades there. We played a few games. Um, I think we did... We do Sega Rally as well. <laughs> I know Daytona. Daytona. Um, yeah, we did Sega Rally and a couple of other bits. Uh, Star Wars. They have a nice sit-down Star Wars, which Ooh. doesn't work. Oh, really? Get oh, your no. Star Wars working. That's the second time. Why? Is still... the seat broken? Nope. Nope. <laughs> did you try to sit down and you hit the floor? No, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I remember the one in the old sack that I used to go to had a sit-down. Yeah. Star Wars Arcade, and the the only it worked great. The only problem is if you sit in it, it smelled like vomit inside. I don't know yeah. why. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> that, I that, that seat I, is so uncomfortable. I still well. remember it, and this <laughs> happened in the eighties. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to play this. Side. <laughs> I've never actually seen a sit down Star Wars. Wow. So. Yeah, no, it's great only fun. Pictures, uh, only pictures. Um, yeah, so we went into the arcade, and a recent addition is they've now got an upstairs in the arcade, mm. um, and you can go up the stairs and it's pretty creepy up the stairs um and you come out into this nice big wide open area and they've got some sofas and they've got consoles all oh, sat cool. out um so they've got dreamcast saturn you just sit there n64 and, and you can just sit and chill um play some games they, they had beer uh no oh they're not they're not licensed to sell beer yet so they'll they'll get there. I think they'll get there. Yeah, but England doesn't like have alcohol laws. They, oh, just, no. they do. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll call this a shandy. It's beer. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah, they got some nice um, consoles set up there. They've got a Dreamcast mm. and they've got a Sega Saturn. And one of my favorite things on the Sega Saturn is Sega Ages. Mm. So you've got Afterburner. You like to play the genesis Outrun. stuff on the sega no Saturn. no no these are proper arcade versions 
None of that Genesis conversion. Okay, These are okay, the proper okay. arcade versions, arcade versions, and they've got Outrun. So Gary and I sat there. We played Outrun for a little while, um, and then we went and grabbed some lunch. And then one of the other reasons why is that Insanity uh, video games who have owned the arcade, they also have their own retro shop. Cool. Um, oh, so we went into the big. shop, and it was a big disappointment. I was oh. going to say, so is it really good stuff at really high prices, or no stuff because the prices are reasonable, so it's all gone? Uh, it's just no stuff. Just no stuff. <laughs> no stuff. High all prices, their, no stuff. All their stuff was gone. I think they maybe they cleared it out over COVID or something. I don't know. Um, but Gary said it wasn't a patch on the last time he went, and he went sort of like late 2019. I've- I bet you they decided after trying to do the storefront thing for a while, they're like, let's just also sell on eBay. Yeah. And, and then all the stuff went. Cleared it off. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so whilst we were driving through the wonderful smelly streets of Stridge, uh, Bridgewater. Smell um, like a Star Wars sit down cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw another little shop and he said, oh, I've not been in that one. Um, but I think they do sell some stuff in there. So I said, okay, well, uh, well, uh, well if we got time, we'll pop in there. So, when we went in and wasn't really expecting much and then we walked in and then there was it was one of those shops do you remember like i said that shop in edinburgh yeah where they've just got piled high I saw pictures of it and i got super jealous i'm like i don't even care if i can't buy anything in here like just i just want to sit there and, and blowing the dust off the games yep. looking at the tombs yep. from the past yes but, oh, that yeah. would be awesome hasn't been touched by human hands in 20 years well this place was that times 10 oh. <laughs> where you actually had some room to peruse the shelves and look at stuff awesome um and there was i don't know it kind of goes back quite a way and they've got loads of different stuff and they've got some display shelves at the front um and then uh we kind of like went round one side and then i was sort of looking over the other side and i saw this big load of 8-bit games massive shelves of just 8-bit games so i walked wow. around and when he says 8-bit i still don't know if we're talking about like video games or like computers sorry sorry computer stuff oh yeah yes yeah. and well to be fair there was <laughs> master system and nes and that sort of stuff to be fair um and it it was just like a whole great big one so like you've got your cabinets here you've got like those yep. I- ikea cabinets and like one whole unit there of pretty much atari stuff Hmm. atari 8-bit stuff Hmm. so he had like cassette games um there was at the top i think there was a new inbox sealed version of missile command Hmm. um and then just as you go down the shelves this is the one thing that really kind of like twink pulls on my heartstrings (laughs) is there was some atari 8-bit disc games in the little fold wallets and there was like i don't know 10 or 15 games and you look at them and there's like every single one of them you just want to buy because of the packaging and all that sort of stuff so they're still there they're still there which means they're yeah they but they weren't bad but they were just like because i wanted the whole lot i could have bought one of them but they were about anywhere between 15 and 25 pounds so they weren't mega expensive but i just wanted to pick up the whole lot um so anyway so what eventually i did get i did buy some stuff from there cool um so i bought a uh let's try and find the photos i bought a copy of road blasters in the box yeah on the atari links links i don't have a links yet that's another i don't either and i tell you what this version i can remember playing it back in the day but only vaguely 
and I got that out the other day and I played it and man that is such a brilliant version if you like road blasters on the links it did you know the arcade version was released in 1988 yep <laughs> i know a lot of arcade knowledge right now as far as years released we'll get to that later yep but road Ro- blasters was really really good um and I also bought, I don't know if you remember a while back, um, I bought a place, a big lot of PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Yep. And within there was a copy of V-Rally, which V-Rally. was literally the reason why I bought the PlayStation, because I got it for like £30 or something like that with a big pile of games. And I opened it up and there was no disc in there. I do remember that. Yes. Yep. And you, yep. were disapp- you were gutted. I was disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. I, it took me an extra second to catch it. But I um so this one was uh what was it two pound oh no sorry yeah 2.99 i paid for that um and that had the disc with it road blasters was a bit of a spicy meatball Uh Uh Um, i think it was about 18 pounds but even that that was that was still pretty good and it was fully boxed the box was a little bit bro you know a little bit squashed and stuff but uh yeah fuzzy yeah i am gonna be going back there Without any you. doubt. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Wait for us else. to Let's get there. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I was thinking about flying out on the uh, funeral for... Uh, <laughs> Queen Lizzie? No. Queen Lizzie's funeral? Yeah. I want to pay my respects. <laughs> Bad time to fly, guys. Bad time to fly. Yep. So, uh, yeah, cool. that, that was really cool. And we had a jamming time at that arcade, I can tell you. That we did. And that would be a great segue, except I'm going to put that... To the bottom of our list Boo. as well. Move it down. Cut down here. <laughs> scroll down here. Paste down here. Oh man, he's got a whole like list of Tim's visit. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's we're gonna get to Tim's visit. So what I can go on and talk about um how turboy that Rory Zero was. Does that make sense? No. Is that a good segue? No. <laughs> nope. No, no. Just get on with it, Kyle. All right, I'll get on with it. <laughs> couple games i've been playing we talked about turbo golf racing we talked about this on the show before it was a game that was just coming out yeah and it's basically um i always forget the name of that oh rocket league i almost said i almost forget that game that's kind of like rocket league oh yeah it's called the rocket league um but it's rocket league but with a soccer ball that you knock into a golf hole therefore it's golf racing but fast so turbo golf racing yeah and i've played a good amount of it and i'm having a pretty good time with it it's actually it's actually pretty darn fun pretty good game yeah okay yeah but it is funny because i'll i'll play games where i come in first and i'll play other games where i feel like i'm doing really well and all other seven people beat me it's like me on mario kart there's no idea yeah kind of, kind of <laughs> yeah we're like there's a lot of i guess either luck involved or else just the slightest wrong move will send you so up far That's of course it. yep um but i'm having a good time with that Wanted to play uh, a modern golf game that looked good, uh, especially because I'm I'm supposed to be playing a fancy course coming up here, and I want to try to play it on the actual golf game so I get to know it. So when I actually see it in person, I'll be like, "Wow, I'm playing this course, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I decided to download the free one that's on Xbox Gold as well, which is Rory McIlroy Golf. And what the reason I like this one? The last couple I've tried have weird like golf mechanics, like the feel of golf, where you like pull back and then push forward real quick and you just have to learn it after playing for hours and hours until you get the feel for it i'm like no i want the three click system i want the neo turf master Master experience and like every other game before then you know like (laughs) hundreds of games leaderboard leaderboard leaderboard. exactly yeah Yeah, it works so roy mackerel mackerel golf has that and great graphics and 
announcers that say pretty cool stuff and sound pretty authentic until you've done it for like the eighth, ninth, tenth time. Yep. And then you start laughing because they're like, ooh, that shot looks way off and it's really close to the hole. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what just happened there? Yeah. Um, but pretty impressive golf game. The only interesting game I have to point out, I tried Kentucky Route Zero. And this is a game that, before you begin, this is a game I've, I've looked at so many times and was close to pulling the trigger, but I didn't know anything about it. So, like, I've I've never bought it. So tell me about it, because I'm interested. I have a feeling this is a game that you have to be the right person for. Okay. Many Uh-oh. of our listeners might be the right right people for I'm this. not, probably. I'm not the right person, am I? No. Yeah. I had to think thought. about that. I never am. I had to think yeah. about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking of the word Kentucky in there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not this whole audience either. Oh, so, so the reason <laughs> I, I looked into it is I, anything like like Americana, like, yeah. I don't know what's it, like, Roots, Hillbilly, Americana stuff. Like, I love it. Like, like a Far Cry 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Far Just, Cry from a good game. Nope, great game. <laughs> I love it too. And so I love it. And I I'm with Cody it. on this. Loved it. I love I'm, I'm going to shut up and drink some beer. <laughs> you do it. So if we're driving across Route 66 and stopping at old gas stations with, yep. you know, gas stations with blinking neon signs and there's something strange going on, we go around back and meet Cletus and his skinny dog. And like, I love all that stuff. Like, drink and shine. And drink and shine. <laughs> yep, someone's run and shine. So Kentucky Route Zero is all that. However... The gameplay itself is like, okay, what kind of game is this, right? Because right. nowadays, you, you look at an advertisement for a game, you don't know what it is, because they show you story, they don't show you gameplay. Yep. It really is like a text adventure. Okay. Like a modern day, so it's weird, it's like people, like kids nowadays, I can't th- see getting super into it, because it's nothing like anything else, but it's not like point and click. It's literally like, you go to a scene, you kind of click on somebody, you could have a few responses you can click, and you kind of move on find something, click on a few responses, and then go back to the map and go to another location. Right. So it's kind of like there's no way to get it wrong, but you kind of just play through almost like a um, choose-your-own-adventure with no way to die. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes sense, right? No, that's right. All you can do is, ha- is miss something and have to come back later. Um, a little too slow pace for me. I was, I, was, I was just playing a game, and I can't remember the name of it, or I bring it up that was exactly like what you're talking about. Like you could pick a, a like a from the branch tree, but it you don't. There's no wrong answers. Yeah, you just keep progressing the story. Yep, sounds like a complete snooze fest to me. <laughs> I love the vibe. Yeah, it's a lot of story, but I was digging the story. But then I got to the point where I'm like, all right, I can't figure out which location to go to to go find the right thing to click on and progress. And, and I, I stopped. And, and I remember the reason I've been very close to clicking buy on this was the art style too. Yeah. It's great, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let me here. Let me pull a little so. uh I mean, I remember seeing the art style was really cool, and and uh, there's just something that didn't click with me when I watched the gameplay videos on this. So I never bought it. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it. Is you don't see much gameplay in because there's really not a ton of gameplay. It's kind of okay. Interactive fiction, I guess, more than anything else. Um, I'm trying to pull up some some video here so Tim can get on board with what we're talking about. There we go. Yep. So, so like, yeah, it's like kind you're of stuff. going down a little wow. raft through a river, and it's kind of dark. And I mean, the ambiance, the atmosphere is there. That immediately reminds me of the kind of like the art style of flashback. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like yeah. super simple yeah. shit. You don't see any expressions, but that actually helps because you're almost reading a novel, mm-hmm. and your mind fills in the blanks and the personalities yep. of the people. Yep. But you know, story, story, reading, reading, yeah, reading. 
clicking on things, password, typing, typing. Um, I mean, the game really is a lot of reading. It's very text-heavy. So there you go. Yeah, it's kind of like a text adventure for the for the modern era. See, and I think the graphic style looks really great. I like the graphics. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. And yeah. the ambiance and the yeah. whole thing. So. Yeah. If that sounds interesting to you, I think a lot of people... It's got really high reviews, so... Yeah. A lot of people are the right people for this game. Yeah. Yep. So give that a shot. Cool. Uh, I, however, will not. And roller drum. Yep. <laughs> what a what a transition. <laughs> <laughs> and roller drum. So this has a bit of a little little story to it, is that while I was in my... The depths of my COVID infection, I couldn't play games because I was too sick. Like, I did not play games. So... Oh, wait, that's not the one. That's not the one. Hang on. Where's the button? Yeah, I was going to ask you to play that music, like the sad set. Ooh, good call. Eric? Yeah. (laughs) So, while... Yeah, while I was uh, sick from COVID and on my deathbed... Yeah. I understood. I, uh, and, and I really was too sick to play games. I just couldn't focus or whatever. As we are sometimes in life. You know, we get there. We exactly. Get there. Exactly. But when I was starting to come out of the tail end, the positive, the positive part, when I was okay. coming out of the tail okay. end of COVID okay. and I was feeling much better. You want to the- do the record thing? Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do the record um, thing. <laughs> so as I was coming out of the end of it, but I was still in quarantine, so I couldn't come out of my little, locked in my little quarantine room. But I was coming out, I was feeling a lot better. Um, I remembered that Tim had this in his news notes. I remember hearing about this, yeah. yeah. And so Tim was like talking about this game Roller Drome, which looked right up my alley. And I remember listening to him and, and wa- watching things, and I was like, okay, this theme looks really cool. Oh, yep, I'm watching video now. I remember this. So I went and purchased this just on a whim. Just like, I'm just going to buy this game because I want to try something new. I don't want to play my old games. I'm just... It was like a rebirth out of COVID. Like, Ooh. I'm reborn. I'm a new new man. I'm reborn. <laughs> Silver and, um It is awesome. So, Roller Drome is the cell-shaded game, futuristic game, where you are um, this woman that is wearing roller skates. They're not rollerblades. They're roller skates. Quads. Quads, exactly. Like I had when I was a kid. And... This is what I always wanted for Christmas, roller boots. Exactly. He yeah. calls them roller boots, but uh, yeah. we just call them roller skates. Um, but you do tricks, and you can get points doing the tricks, but you can go into what's kind of like a bullet time where it slows down, and you can then aim the guns and weapons that you have, and you can upgrade your weapons and all, and all that good stuff. And you have to clear the level of all the enemies, and they are shooting at you too. And every once in a while, a sniper, you'll see the laser of a sniper looking at you, and you have to roll, like right there. Yep. You have to roll yep. out of the That's way. Um, and when you roll, you know, you dodge that attack, but then you can start, at, you know where he is because the laser, you can follow the laser back to where he is. All the levels are different. You can grind, do tricks. It's not useless to do tricks because when you do tricks, it fills your ammo back up. Yep. And you run out of ammo pretty okay. quick. So, like, you run out of ammo, and then you're just running around going, oh, I can't. I can't do anything and you you basically you can just go do tricks and gain your ammo back um you know what else was there huh. we were listening to the amigos on the way over here and there's some bullet time in there as well isn't there there, there is bullet yeah. time in here yeah. yep absolutely very very cool game and like it got me kind of feeling better like I, I mean I hate to make it all cheesy but it made me feel better out of COVID like playing the new today, game like, guys roller drum Cures uh, COVID. It's the COVID, cure yes. for COVID. Cures COVID. 
Um, love it. It's a great, fantastic game. I'm not that far through it right now, so I still got a lot to go, but it is uh, it is a blast. It is a lot of fun. So It's a blast. It looks like Jet Grind Radio yep. meets Tony Hawk meets Max Payne. Meets Jet Set Radio. That, that's a very, very good ex- description, and the art style is very cel-shaded, Kind of, you know, um, what is that game? Jack Grand Radio. Jack Grand Radio. Jack Grand Radio. Radio. Too. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. I, I enjoy this. Now, this is on. I had to uh, play this on my gaming laptop because it is a PC game. I don't think it's available anywhere else. Steam oh, at really? the moment, I think, isn't it? Yeah. It's Steam only. Yeah. So. But then they've got, well, is it? Uh, yeah, no, this is PlayStation. Oh. The way we're looking at. Yeah, this is PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. So maybe it is PlayStation. Yeah, so yep, good, good, yep, good, good. That's awesome. So it's not on, on the Switch. PlayStation. It's not on Switch. Not on Switch. I would have gotten it on no. Switch because that's no. where I game the most. Yeah, I want to say I've seen it on Xbox and PlayStation. Yep. So cool. Which means Nintendo's going to wait a year and then they're going to release it for for full one million pounds. Exactly. That's what they'll do. <laughs> While it's already eighteen dollars on discount. Yeah. yeah. Roller drum. Uh, get it if you love the old Tony Hawk games. If you love cel shaded stuff, very stylistic. Cody. I mean, not Cody. Tim. Tim, is this part of uh, now or later? Uh, we covered it in the last episode, really, didn't we? Well, did we? It says hunting stuff for Eric. Yeah, which is to do with the jag. With the jag, you are jaguar. Jagger. Jaguar. 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 He's correcting me at every step, like <laughs> this whole time. Because my oh, so Tim went and saw my daughter play volleyball, and yeah, he got to see her dominate. Oh, nice. <laughs> they did. They dominated. They did. They, did. And, awesome. um, they kicked some butt. And uh, the, the cool thing is that they their team is the, the Jaguars. The Jags. Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah that's what we call Go Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> is that what they said? And uh, Jim was like, it's Jaguars. He's yelling <laughs> at the children. My, I can tell yeah, I cry. It's Jaguars. And then my wife was like, I just call them Jags. <laughs> Go, Jags. Go Jags. Go Jags. And that's what we really call them. And, so, yeah. and Tim's like, you mean... Jewags, <laughs> Jaguars, but they uh, they dominated, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, the, just very very quickly, I think we yeah. touched on it the last time. Um, managed to pick up my esteemed colleague. Oh yes, Eric, a, a Can Atari Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Hang on a minute. Oh, yep, that worked. I'm not doing hey, it. I'm just drinking. Okay, so you, you guys continue. Drink away. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to catch up there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Eric's offended. Are you joking? Oh. I'm, right. I'm, I'm lower than you are. And he's got the whole can there. Let's see what you got over no, here. I got nothing. I'm empty. See? Oh. I'm proud of you. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Anyway, yeah, so um, I had a look around on eBay. Been searching for a while for an Atari Jaguar for Eric. Yes. And we managed to score... Score. Beautiful one too. A brand new mint condition. in the box mint condition Atari Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar. Um and we weren't sure really, were we? Because the guy said um that he'd didn't have a cons uh, cartridge for the console. Right. Uh, which was a bit suspect because as far as Sus. I know, they all came packed in with Cyberwolf. Um, so I thought... Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody played Cybermorph and then they threw it out the window. Threw it out the window. Yeah. It gone via the east. So yeah, so we didn't didn't really know. And he claimed that it was like, you know, one of these uh, new in stock that I did a my YouTube video on, um, which was unboxing a pretty much brand new, new in the box Jaguar that I had for 
many 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 years um, and i think this one came from exactly the same lot as i got mine for like, i think it was 29 pounds 99 pence Crazy. or whatever um so yeah he sent that in um and it was not long before my trip over here um so i got it in tested it up and switched it on and it worked first time and it worked like a champ and this thing was pristine is it purr there you go i mean it's great getting consoles in pristine shape but it's better to get controllers in pristine shape yeah that's what you touch that's true yeah that's what yep. you want and Hot this take. controller is like amazing I mean, it was it was perfect it's, it's, it's it was perfect great. so when i got it perfect perfect it was in the box never been touched the controller was still in its poly bag polythene bag with the what do you call them over here the little cable tie or yeah uh, yeah cable twist tie twist tie yeah twist tie on it never been taken off yeah so you know it's literally the first one to do all that and i was really really nervous setting it up i'm thinking you know that we've taken we've taken a punt on this we're going to give it a go um set it all up switched it on and it was like the screen was all sort of like jagged and all that and i'm like oh no this is not going to work and you um, talked about um, when we were doing this at my house right no 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 this is this is with me first oh okay yep, okay, okay, yep. okay um so i'm like oh damn it um so i just literally just took out the because i got the jagged uh the g the jag gd the game jag game drive so i just took it out and i hadn't used this thing for ages so i just whoosh, blew it on it plugged it in switched it on boom came up straight away first time perfect yep. so you were all bummed because it looked awful and then you blew in it fixed it and yep. went great and then went and you're like oh still a jaguar <laughs> still a jaguar, <laughs> still a jaguar. <laughs> the funny thing is when we plugged it in so you keep in mind this is a pal jaguar oh so it went exact slower <laughs> <laughs> slower mm. um, slower detected in console <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, but so when we got to my house we plugged into my PVM and uh, Tim was kind enough to bring a SCART cable and, and SD card uh, cartridge and when we plugged it in yeah it was like wavy and like not working right and my, really? my PVM does PAL and NTSC so we were like yeah, oh, give it a no. second to figure it out, though. We're right? like, oh no, this isn't going to work, and we had to go into the settings in the PVM to do the like composite sync and all that crap. Yeah, it needed the external sync rather yep, than the internal yep. sync. Once we did it, it was beautiful, like perfect, cool. and uh, it it's it's fantastic. So now, oh, and I want to give a shout out. One shout out, like a, like a radio station. I'm going to give a shout out. Oh yeah, <laughs> to uh, Adam at Commodore Chronicles. He was Commodore on Twitter. Chronicles. Adam, because you, as you guys know, because you both went to this to Jaguar SD solution. What what do you call it? What is it called? Um, Jag SD. The Jag, Jag SD. No, sorry, Jag GD game drive. Jag GD is that, is that. hard to find. Like it's out of stock almost all the time. So he listened to our podcast and said, "Hey, which I, came out today, by the today. way. Today, today, today was right on it. So Adam." He listened to it and he said he texted he tweeted me texted tweeted me and said hey they're at Atari age go get one and I That's went awesome. there and I got it today so it's on the way so I'm gonna be in Jaguar heaven so That's awesome I got yeah, it so it's on sweat. I can't believe he already uh, twat you in one day yeah he twatted <laughs> so, it's great are we allowed to say that I don't know I have no idea beep it out anyways <laughs> <laughs> next item here. I Moving on. It's past tense. It makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I so I've talked about this game. Like, how cool is this? Like, I love Game and Watch. Yeah, and I've talked about this game when it came out on a uh, Switch like a couple months ago. Okay, kind of in passing, kind of like it doesn't look that great, but cool that somebody did something like this. And it's called the Pixel Puzzle and Watch Collection. P I C Z L E Pixel Puzzle and Watch Collection on the Nintendo Switch. And it's three like games that look like they could be actual game and watches, but they call them puzzle and watches. Okay. And it's funny because when you first open the program, by the way, you see them in the box and you have to unbox them before you can play them. Oh, so you cool. press unbox here and then they pull, you see somebody like pull the game out and like look in the manual and you can put the man, like it looks like they went, did the whole hog, right? Yeah, yeah but really the cool. only thing you can't do is actually unbox it and smell. There's no smell No, no. Scratch and sniff, not there. Now what I will say is these are really well done. So first of all, you've got Pixel Cross. Let me come back to this one. Uh, let me find uh, Pixel Cross. Here we go. And, so this is, uh, and this a game is called your, Pixel Loops. This is your favorite, is it? Pick Cross. So Pixel Cross is literally a Game & Watch representation. If they were to make a Game & Watch, that is P-Cross, yeah. yeah. And it's brilliant. It's it's 10 by 10 Picross, if you've ever played it. I love it. You'd have to see it to play it, right? But kind of standard. Ooh, Eric's angry. He wants... If you heard that thump, that's Eric slamming his empty mug on the table. <laughs> which, by the way, is a cheap old table my dad had in college. And I <laughs> to this day. But um, Tim's not finished yet. That's no, my point. not finished yet. I've been talking, man. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> Sorry. if they made this into a Game & Watch, just like Nintendo did, and yeah. sold this for 30 oh. to $40, I would buy this in a heartbeat. Absolutely. However, there's three other... Or two other games. There's three games total. The next one is called Pixel Pattern. I really haven't played this one, but it basically gives you these these Tetris shapes. Yeah. And when you press the button, it it fills in the Tetris shapes with blocks. Yeah. And the goal is to figure out how to fill up every block in the screen, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the fewest amount of moves. I haven't gotten into this one. Not huge on it. But this game right... Hold on. Where is it? It's, oh, I guess it's the blue one. Yeah. The blue one here. Pixel Loops. This is a new type of game I've never heard anywhere. I think it's unique to this. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'd be surprised because it's freaking brilliant okay and again you'd kind of have to see it but if you like picross you're it's going to take you a couple hours to learn how to work with this kind of game oh but it's brilliant so basically you have a grid and your line you can put lines on the grid itself and your goal is basically to make one one continuous loop throughout this grid uh it's kind of a mixture between picross and minesweeper I was going to say, it looks a little like Minesweeper to me. I mean, like a very basic version of Minesweeper. Yep. So you yep. get like a, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six by six grid. And there's like numbers in half of the, the, the squares. And those numbers tell you how many of the edges, the four, four edges to make a square, have lines on them. So first of all, zeros mean obviously there's none. Yeah. So you have a button to basically X out those lines. It's not going to be there at all. And then you have a one, of course, which means one of these lines will be covered. Two means two. Three means three. Yep. There are no fours. Uh, Where's the fours? You can't have a four, because if you had a one square covered, fours? that would be the whole loop. Bring on the fours. Um, I don't know how to explain it, except that... You just did. You kind of figure it out as you go, mm-hmm. and you're like, shoot, how do I do... And at first, it's really hard, but once it starts clicking, you feel like a freaking genius. And I can't get enough of it. I love it. Like, right there, they put a line next to a zero. You can't put a line next to a zero. So you're like, shoot, well, then how am I going to get two lines on this, too? Well, maybe you come down here, 
and come up here and then over there. I got two on the two. Now I have to get to this three. So your mind is constantly trying to figure out how to make one loop out of this. And it feels so good when you like get one. <laughs> Man, well, you know what would be amazing is if this game did so well, they could actually make the physical games. I, in my mind, I was thinking, what if they came out with a three pack, a hundred bucks, you get all three in the boxes and you get it like physical yeah. hardware and they're not Nintendo. Yeah. So they don't need to charge $50 for like a Zelda or Mario, yeah. but like twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'd buy all three in a heartbeat, even though I don't like the third game. I like the first two. Yeah, I, I, you got me into Picross. Remember when we we did a segment on it in the past? Oh yeah, I never played one before, and I played it, and I I totally dug it. I, I would I would love it. Yeah, Picross is good too. So but they got to come out with the physical version of these. So this is a game that's seven ninety nine. Uh, I think I got a. I might have paid full price. I think it went on sale for a few bucks. I I absolutely love it. Yeah, if you like Picross or any of this type of game, you have to play it. And at first, you're like, you're, and it does really cool stuff that you wouldn't even think, by the way. So I'm sorry I'm going crazy about this stupid little Switch game, you know, shovelware game. But <laughs> so if you are playing your Switch and like you're laying in bed, like I do, and you lean a little too close to the light, the screen, the the screen like fades out, like you can't quite see it because there's light on it. So you have to kind of like it's like it's a negative, but it's cool because like yeah, because that's a real game watch, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also. If you start a new game, there's nothing on your screen yet, and you put your finger physically on the Switch screen, it'll like light up, like highlight all of the <laughs> stuff like the LCD, finger, like, just the, like an uh, actual LCD, like an LCD screen would do that, like liquid crystal display yeah. L- LCD, yeah, yeah. for it's, you kids out there, yeah, LCD. yeah, so freaking cool. <laughs> so, anyways, and the noises are right. That'll oh, it's cool. That is awesome. Anyways, that's it. Pixel Puzzle and Watch on the Switch. Uh, I need my phone for this. So, Hang Tim, on. what do Stu got next? Stu! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, there is a lovely, wonderful person called Stu Cambridge. Stu Cambridge. Um, who, I've heard of him. Yep. Um, and he did some artwork that uh, one, oh, uh, I mentioned uh, Gary before. Uh, Gary got me this artwork from when he was over at um, RMC... Uh, retro man cave cave, uh on one of his visits over there and Stu cambridge was there and he actually signed this artwork for me um and it's the commodore 16 artwork um here it is so i'll just show you guys there it is there oh that's pretty slick i like it so it's just like a kind of like a side on view of the commodore 16 yeah um and uh Stu very kindly signed it oh i thought i got a picture of Stu's actually when he signed it but um anyway that's not Stu right there the baby no that's Danica oh <laughs> um so yeah Gary very very kindly sent me that and that's now taking pride of place in my loft upstairs on top of my Sony monitor very um, cool that I used to play how the, big is it all my games uh about that big like 10 by 12 something like <laughs> yeah, that yeah something like that yeah like a lot yeah. of people have little tchotchkes on their shelf like little things but he has a giant racing tire in his loft yeah, I'm jealous of the racing tire. Yeah, yeah, I love the racing tire. I see it in the background all the time. I'm it's actually, like this giant, real racing tire is, in the back. That is the yep. Formula One wheel and tire yeah. from Damon Hill uh, when he won the 1994 British Grand Prix. But it's not the actual tire that he won on. It's from the morning warm-up when he crashed. 
Nice. There you go. Hey, whatever. uh, That counts. It didn't pass the x-ray test because it's got a, like a minute hair fracture on it. And you can just see where they've kind of like outlined where it's failed on the wheel. That's cool. Um, That that actually makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like I got Kyle Larson's NASCAR door over here, but you'll notice when we were playing games, we'll talk about more. I don't have a coffee table over there yet. Right. I want to get like a cheap one for the time being, but ultimately I want to get two NASCAR tires, which you can get fairly easily. That's exactly what I want to do with this one. put a piece of glass over the top. Yep. Yep. When I get enough room somewhere in the house, that's exactly what I want to do with my Damon Hill wheel. There we go. Yep. All right. This one, Eric? Yeah. We're like blood brothers. I don't understand. <laughs> so, yes, talk about this one. So, and this is my second, this is part two of my COVID nightmare. So, like, when I was playing Roller Drum, I also decided I wanted to play a game that was based on a board game. Like, uh-huh. I just got this thing. Like, I wanted to play a card game based on a board game. And I remembered that we talked about Star Realms and like we played both played Star Realms. That we did, yes. And um, so I was like, hey, I wonder. I didn't know. I was like, is there a Star Realms version of this game? And I went and they're like, oh, yes, there's a Star Realms version of this oh, game. Yes. And so I went and downloaded it. And guess what? It It's freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh, I played it for about four hours straight in my COVID nightmare quarantine. And I got pretty good at it, but I didn't buy it yet because you can play it for free for a while. You can play the campaign, first two campaigns, I think. Yep, sure. and I got through that finally. Yep. Um, I got through it, so I I may end up buying it. And then if I do, we can play online together, Well, here's the right? thing. You don't buy it. It is okay. free. Okay. But you can keep buying expansions. Okay. That's, so it's like $1.99 for this one, $2.99 for this one. I got you. Okay. If you buy all of it, it ends up being like 100 bucks. Oh, wow. But you can buy pieces you want. Okay, okay. But um, I wanted to let you know, and I knew we had kind of the synergy on this game. This is a game that I kind of want to play live now more because no one in my house wants to play this game. So, no joke. Yeah. And we'll get to this again in a second. I keep saying that because we're pushing yeah, this yeah, all yeah. off. But th- we were planning to go somewhere yes, tomorrow we morning. Yep. Or actually tonight. And we aren't. Long story short. Right. And we have a bunch of board games that we're going to introduce to Tim. Yep. Star Realms is in that box. Beautiful. We are planning. I was planning on because I know this game. The funny thing is, I know how to play it now, and I do think that it so seems good. it seems like it might be a little cumbersome playing the real version versus the computer version. It's actually not. Okay. So, okay. Star okay, Realms yeah. for people listening is a very simple game. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to play a competitive card game, kind of like Magic or Yu Gi Oh or Pokemon. Yep. But we're always worried about like. I don't want to actually like buy a ton of stuff. The like, arms race. Yeah, and I don't, don't want to make decks or the, whatever. The problem with competitive ga- card games is that there's always an arms race and your 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 friend that has the your friend that has the longest or or the friend that has is willing to spend the most money will get the better cards yeah. and then they get very good at the game because they have better cards and then it doesn't get fun anymore. But the beautiful thing about Star Realms is it's all in the game. Yep. So and so basically it's a one deck card building game everyone starts with the same hand and as you play you buy cards add cards do things yep and it's super fun yeah so i agree so i loved it that should be the new thing it should be the new thing funyuns so as tim mentioned right here i'm 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 getting myself a handful of funyuns tim feel free thank you we're at the point in the show where we're we, we were drinking more beer and we're yeah. eating the Funyuns live in the mic. 
Funyuns. I didn't know we were recording. <laughs> oh, I'm I, back. I started, Eric. I'm back. Okay. That's Funyuns great. Mountain Dew. Well, Funyuns and beer in this case. We've reached the point where we're doing what's called free drinking, where we're not going to review the beers, we're just going to drink. So I'm just free, freestyling beer. <laughs> so we all went with the beer we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eric got a nice Bull Mastiff Pilsner, which is from Penn Valley. Did we talk about, we drank that last episode? We did. Okay. We did. There yep. we go. I'm having my weekend vibes, which is my like favorite day-to-day drinking IPA. And Tim, before I put any drink into this, I need to try a sip of your favorite beer because you brought one. Yep, no, that's cool. Just like a little pour and I'll try it. I think you guys have had Pogo before from the the Wild Beer Company. Um, I don't remember in that can. Yeah, no, I don't it was, either. It was different. They okay, have, okay. They have so we have had it because I know we've had it, but that... Candace yeah, that's familiar. that's that's a little bit different. Well, yeah. I have a little splash in my in my cup here. I want to try it. You want me to give you a splash? It. Just a splash in my cup. Look at that one-handed. Awesome. Appreciate it. Straight down the, the middle. Hard that's pour. Right there. That's good. We don't need too much. The hard Woo-hoo. pour there. The British hard pour. The British. Is that a thing now? The British <laughs> hey, hard pour. Hard pour. Right now, d- dunk your funyuns in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very American thing to do, yeah. Tim. You have to do it. You're in America. You got to dunk your funds. America, dunk my funds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Tim, do we need to talk about the Amiga Tsunami video? I think we covered it last nah, time. Nah, we don't need to talk about that. If you guys want to know about it, go see it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, cool. At this point, it's probably like five billion views because Tim, everything Tim touches turns to gold on there. It's cool, baby. Meanwhile, you look at Eric and I, and we're like fifty-four views. <laughs> exactly. And we put like hours and blood, sweat, and tears into it. <laughs> now you'll Tim go- farts in the microphone, and like <laughs> two million views. Anyways, that's why you got me on here, isn't it? That's it. Yep. You're yep. here again. Yep. You you came on to bring legitimacy, and then now you just trump us. Yeah. Pun intended. In everything. <laughs> And uh, we uh, we're down here bowing to your gold tower. Um, let's move on to Tim's visit. Yeah, shall we? Yeah, we should talk about like this, just the things we've done, the things we're uh, doing, we're doing. And, and I'd like to touch a little bit on everything. Yep. We need to focus on the game stuff. Sure, the listeners are not here to hear purely about uh, jet lag. Woof, yep. woof. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So Tim. Mm-hmm. Why were you late? <laughs> yeah. Virgin Atlantic, that's why I was late. All right. They hosed my flight right from the beginning. Um, he's eating Funyuns, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm Funyuns, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going for the Funyuns. So, everything was going swimmingly. Got to the airport. Everything was on time. Brilliant. Got onto the flight. About... 15 minutes on the tarmac and then an announcement comes across the tannoy um loading the baggage and the baggage handlers have found a problem with the door at the back of the plane where they shovel the bags on so i'm sad they broke it while throwing bags they broke into it, it. they exactly. broke it um so i was waiting there for sort of like 20 minutes half an hour three quarters of an hour almost an hour's delay sat on the tarmac and because of all the crap that's going down in England at the moment, um, they cancelled my original flight and moved me to a different flight in LA, uh, which meant I had about an hour and a half, maybe two, almost two hours to get my transfer from um, LA into Sacramento. 
by the time everything had taken place and we had to change our direction going into LAX, um, we finally landed and I had around about 35 minutes to get my bag, to clear immigration, to get from terminal whatever it is sausage egg and chips across onto <laughs> terminal three which sausage was like a, it was like about a mile run so you, you pulled a straight up home alone too yeah i was just like <laughs> full on mad dash and lax is one of the larger airports ever so it's not, not an easy place to navigate well the worst thing is is i wasn't prepared for this i was like running out of running towards the exit and then all of a sudden i just came out into this heat it just hit me. <laughs> yeah. The heat here was ridiculous. It was brutal. And I had my heavy, great big suitcase with me, my carry-on and my personal bag. It was 10 degrees warmer the day before. so. And I was dashing down yep. to Terminal 3. I made it into Terminal 3, had no clue where I was going, got into the, uh, got into the terminal, went through. To be fair, the, the people at security there were amazing and immigration. They were brilliant. So, you know, kudos to them. Um, and I made it through to the boarding gate. And this lady said, you got 29 minutes. You can do it. You can go. Oh, she was rooting, <laughs> oh, she was rooting, she was rooting for me. So I was She's like, like, run, Forrest. <laughs> so I was running, running to the boarding gate. And I got there. And the guy checked my bag on. So my bag was already off onto the plane. And then he said, nah, they bumped you onto the nine o'clock flight. This was three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. So I'm there stuck in the airport yep. in LAX. Didn't have a clue what I was doing, where I was, anything like that. Never been to America before. America. Um, and fantastically, I mean, uh, you know, the, the people and everything like that at Delta in the airport, they were really, really good. Tried to help me out as much as possible. Um, eventually, I managed to get the flight. I think it was what? 11 10 or yep. something like that it took off yep and you and me were texting and calling on the phone like i know i had at least one voice conversation with you yeah and yep. you just sounded like you were fed up like i was done and in between <laughs> you were just tom hanks uh turning in carts for the quarters so yep. you could buy food at the yeah I, I just wanted those crackers and mustard <laughs> um so yep. yeah anyway i got on the plane um, took about 54 minutes for the flight from yep. uh, LA to Sacramento. Kind of walked here. Eric the Trooper um, got got me here. Um, was, what, what did we do? Like 12:30 was it when when you got off? The it plane? was by the time I cut my head almost hit the pillow. I think it was probably about it was 1:30. One yeah, it was about 1:30 like when we got home and got to bed. But yeah. I mean, I know, it was about 12:30. I was stressed out, like deep asleep in my dreams. I could, felt, <laughs> I could feel that you guys were tired. I felt the disturbance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, so we yep. got here, and the day afterwards, I was like, "Hmm, the I'm next, meant, meant to be going to Cody's today. What are we gonna do?" I was like, "The next two days, uh, Tim can't remember, so Eric and I will recall what you did for you." <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just touch on it real quick. But yeah, basically, you guys came up here, mm -hmm. uh, gave you the tour and everything. We ran. You guys were hungry, hungry, hungry. So we ran up to Grass Valley proper. Yep. Got a. I added. We. You never ate it, but we got. I had to get a, a pasty. Yeah. A British pasty because it's supposed to be Cornish City, USA, in Grass Valley. And I wanted to test that theory and see how accurate it was. Never found out because the the pasty I bought never got eaten. 
Tim had no appetite for two days. No. And uh, I ended up eating it today for lunch. So it's How gone. was it? Wait, I didn't hear. I saw it, the pictures. I don't like potatoes. Oh. Well, and it's I, filled I, with potatoes. I, I took one potatoes. look at that pasty, and the first thing I've noticed is that they supplied you with a sachet Sachet. of malt vinegar now what the heck is that all about did you actually it's put that over british apparently no that's not <laughs> no 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 you don't necessarily have anything with a pasty okay malt vinegar tim no Jeez, you don't even know what your own country does do you even do malt vinegar bro <laughs> <laughs> i no. tried it and i do like i like vinegar so yeah. it's fine but. yeah but no normally you could have like ketchup with it or something like that but. Ew, that sounds very un-british but no. okay no. that's too bad i love potatoes i would have i would have loved to eat the potato part you could have the rest <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know what a pasty is it's uh, meat potatoes some vegetables like swede um and that sort of thing and then it's kind of like in a um a short crust pastry case it's and a meat it's, potato and vegetable pie it's, a it's pie. like an empanada basically like yeah, a british yeah. empanada with savory stuff in it yeah mm. and it goes back to the roots of the miners in wales where they would go down and they would have that for their lunch. And because their hands were like literally covered in coal dust and crap, they wanted something to protect the contents of their food inside. So they would kind of have that pastry around the edge so they could eat them inside and not necessarily eat the the pastry. See? That's weird. You're still still eating the outside that has the coal dust on (laughs) it. No, they didn't didn't necessarily eat the outside. They opened it up and the pastry inside protected the the stuff inside. Okay, interesting. See? So when we try to eat like authentic cuisine, we eat like the coal miners do, you know? The best of Britain. Because British food already has a very high pedigree. Yeah. So we're going to eat what the peasants could have forward at the time yeah peasant yeah. food peasant food from england <laughs> means mm, pasty anyways we're not talking video games yet but uh we did go to a board game shop that's in green in grass valley that was cool and eric and i end up like talking about every game on the shelf while tim just like stared Blazed at us over. <laughs> we, yeah. haven't, we haven't played any board games yet that'll happen shortly here but mm-hmm. to this day we have not played them we're going to initiate tim it's funny that like when cody and i go to a board game show we're like we have it, have it, have it, have it, don't have it, have it, have it. Like most games we have. You and I uh, have very similar tastes in board games. Yes, it's kind of crazy. Absolutely. And then we hit Grass Valley Brewing where we bought a lot of the beers here. Again, great place, great people, okay beer. No gluten. No gluten in no there. No gluten, yeah. Um, and then you guys like just went home, like passed out at like 8.30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was way too early for you to be that tired. It was. Eric, but not Tim. I understand you, but Eric, I don't get it. Um... Where do we go the next day? We came back here. Yes. Drove back. Yep. And we, we got some gaming in. We did. We, we did. We played, we played games. a lot of Neo Geo. Neo Geo, which was <laughs> the highlight. I mean, yep. I, I thought it was the highlight. Yep, me too. That is an awesome system. Yeah. And you left off the... I noticed that on your list, you, you listed the games oh, you it. played. You listed... You, but you didn't list the game that I was the high score person in, and I take offense to that. I choose to ignore that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That w- that shall be ever remo- removed from our minds. Exactly. What game, well, I actually don't remember what game it was. It was the bowling was it? one. It was the bowling one. League well, bowling. Yeah, league bowling. That was the first one we played. Yeah. Yep. League yep. bowling on there. And like when I started, I was like, I've never played this. And that, that was, was like, my uh. suggestion. And then I finally was able to get better and better and got the high score on that one. But we had some two, no, one-on-one competitive league bowling. Best, best uh, winner. It's a blast. The next challenger. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. a blast because you really just kind of learn patterns of how the bowler, where he stands and where he throws it and the power. And it's almost a little bit like just bowling version of Neo Turf Masters. 
Well, it's great because Tim played a lot of league bowling. Yeah, I never played Neo Turf Masters, which is what we played next. We're like, you got to play. Yeah, it's like Neo the Turf same. Masters, yeah. which is like arcade golf, and we had a blast doing that. Uh, and then we threw down on some wind jammers, which was mm-hmm. even more of a blast. Yeah. Which I want to be good at, and I'm not. <laughs> but I want to be. Yeah, so I think that's, that's a game you just need to put some time into. Yeah. Windjammers is awesome. For, for people who've never played Windjammers, you're just... It's almost like a volleyball court with two people on each side with a net, and then you're just throwing a Frisbee, yeah. and, you're, and you do little tricks with the Frisbee, and you try to score behind them in certain zones. Yeah. Like a red zone is five points, and the other zones are three points. And you're just trying to score on on each other, and it's it's a blast. But I'm just I suck at it. But then you get to the point where you're so good at catching the disc yeah. and throwing it back, and you just catch it back and forth. Yeah. That's when you learn about the second button, which is like this loft over the Love top. It. Love it. And then that's when you start throwing people for loops. You're like, I'm gonna build it up and it's almost on the other side of the net. They call it like a, this, like jousting of like in tennis. It's like the there's a name to it. I'm it's a volley. Serve and volley. It's a serve and volley, but there's like a little like a net a net hit or something. Yeah, it's that a volley. Is just, it's a volley. Yeah, yeah it's a little yeah. tiny little yep. hit over the yep. net. Well, because somebody's way in the back going, oh, mm-hmm. they're going to yep. slam this this ball and over, t- and you just tap it over, yep. and that's what that is. And yep. Yep. it's brilliant. I mean, it's a fantastic game. I'm just I, I got to practice more. I want to be good at it. And we played some other stuff, but I have to get back after you left, Eric, and Tim was spending mm-hmm. the night here. I'm like, well, we got like an, an hour probably for bed. What do you want to do? And he's like, Neo Joe. Neo Joe. <laughs> like, let's go back to Neo Joe. And we played more Windjammers. More Windjammers. We played against each other for a while. We played the single player game. And it got to like, I think the last person. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We started knocking them off. Good. There's good. these mini games in between where you throw a disc to a dog. There was a mini game where you uh, bowled. Oh, I've bowled. Never yeah. Seen that. yeah. It was like a I've temp, never seen temp that. bowling, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And uh, we had a blast playing that. And then, of course, we threw down on some... Mario Kart, yeah. Uh, well, no, I was going to say, oh, Neo Geo-wise, Tim and I threw down on some uh, Bitmap Bureau. What is it? Uh, Xeno Crisis. Xeno Crisis. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you and I played that... I played a lot of that a, a little ways back on the Neo Geo, but you and I tried that when I was over here last time. Yep. That's brilliant. It's a be- beautiful game. And you can play that one on Genesis, too, if you don't have a Neo Geo. Yep. And I totally said Evercade. And Evercade. And Evercade, yeah. <laughs> but no, C- Cody was Cody was the trooper on that game. I was just dying left right and that that's, yeah. that was my yeah. that's my Neo Geo jam. Yeah. So modern modern release on the Neo Geo. And then like you mentioned, Eric, before you left, mm-hmm. going back in time again, on the Switch. Yep. Played some Mario Kart. And Bunch of Mario Kart. We played Mario Kart and we all did pretty well on that. Um, did we? I thought I sucked. <laughs> uh, I was trying to. I was trying to be kind. Tim wasn't Tim that night. Yeah. No. Uh, but we played. Uh, Mario Kart's always fun, and it's one of the classic couch multiplayer games. Brilliant. So even Brilliant when game. you don't do well on it, you still have fun. So I mean, we. I I honestly don't play that much Mario Kart. So seeing like levels I've never seen before is always a blast. So I, I always have fun playing Mario Kart. And then we decided to mix it up, and it finally, even though Tim owns a copy, yep. finally introduced Tim to some online Killer Queen Black. Yep. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it took quite a while to find another match, which makes me really sad because it's online only. Yeah, and I feel like the community is dying. We played. We actually played. So with sad. I love Mark. that game. We've played with Doug before, Ten Mark, yep. and uh, I feel bad because we didn't play as much as we should have with him on there, um, and we should have played more at the height of popularity. 
But we did find games to get into eventually, and and we realized that we were quickly kind of outclassed by the people yeah. playing online. Very quickly. <laughs> um, we need to bring it back. Yeah. Yep. Starting with Pixel yep. Guide now. Go get Killer Queen Black. Let's play online. Killer Queen Black. Go get it. It's a. It is a fantastic online cooperative. Touching your microphone. Is making it making noises. noise? Okay. <laughs> I was trying to tighten it up to keep it from moving. Um. So anyway, yeah. Killer Queen Black. We played that, and that was fun. A very cool single-screen game, four players. Yep. One player's a queen. The other three are workers. Drones. Yep. Yep, drones. You can... There's, like, three different ways to win victories, and you kind of got to map, figure out which one you want to go for, but you can't let the other team know you're going for that, so you kind of pretend you're going the other way, and it's just, like, this chaos, and then you lose, apparently. That's what we did, at least. Yeah. So yeah. you can collect the berries, get on the snail, and go for the outright... Kill the queen. Kill the queen. Three times. Kill the queen, yep. And do you remember yep. when we played with Doug, we actually were dominating. We would win game after game after game, and then we'd lose a game. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Are you serious? We, we actually won quite a few, but then there was this one team we kept running into, and I they agree. would decimate us. I, I, like, I, oh, they're I, good. I 100% agree, but I mean, we won a lot of games. We didn't win any games that night, did we? No. We, no. we won a couple matches, but no games. Yeah. For so. sure. And then we played a little bubble? That. No, I heard So I heard great things about the game, and I think it's more of an exciting single-player thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we watched Tim play a lot of bubble. Failed. Bubble. <laughs> on the Evercade, which is doing really well, yeah. Yeah. which is an NES, an NES demo slash game. It's a short game um, where you're a bubble, and it's kind of a Metroidvania in a it sense is. where you're yeah. a bubble. And without going into all the details, basically you're just trying to navigate this maze, this puzzle. And uh, once you get to a certain point, you get these checkpoints. And then eventually you'll They're get bells, aren't they? Like uh, we were, we were going, yeah. ring that bell, subscription bells. Yeah, yeah, right. Like and subscribe. subscribe. That's right. Just like the Twinkle <laughs> Star Sprites bells. Yeah. Yep, you hit the bell and it's a checkpoint. Yep. So that you don't have to go back all the way to the beginning. And eventually you get to a point where you get like an upgrade. So now your bubble can go deeper below the water than before or mm-hmm. jump higher jump or whatever. Higher. Yep. And it's kind of a little physics game. And it was super cool. And now I even told the guys after we played or watched Tim play it for a while, I'm like, uh yeah tonight after you guys leave because you're tired i'm gonna beat this game and i did (laughs) (laughs) that was a short game we should say that was on the evercade yep this for this versus evercade versus was where where we were playing it it, and it was on what was the cartridge it was on morph cat that was on the yeah the new morph cat the new morph cat one yeah so now to be fair if you want to download it for free and put it on your nes cartridge you can okay it's not a it's not a pay for play game it's a free game cool um, but I'm glad I bought it on Evercade, and they got a piece of the money, and Evercade did too, because it's a great little platform. That's good. Um, oh, yeah. We went to, yeah, that, so the very next day, I can't remember exactly all what we did, but we ended up eating dinner and getting beer at my favorite brewery. We did. Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker, Moonraker yeah. which we kind of uh, highlighted on that a little bit earlier, but... We did a bit, but yeah, yeah and we even realized that the microbreweries in America, or at least in California... Are a little different than in England. Absolutely, yeah. Like, uh, it's not just a brewery. It's somewhere where you can turn up, sit down, have a beer, have some good food, hang out, um, which you can't really do that in a lot the of outdoor. And- a lot of breweries around here have outdoor seating, so it's very nice when it, the weather's nice. And um, they have canopies, but they're not for rain. They're for the sun, to block yeah. the sun. From yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. And uh, this, this one, Moonraker, had a really cool, awesome food truck. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of breweries around here go for the food truck instead of having a little pub food place inside. Yeah, that yeah. way they don't have to worry about all the food coordinates and everything. They yep. just have a different food yep. truck every day. Yeah, yep. now that's a good idea. And I support that because having a different food truck there different days mm-hmm. has some variety, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, it was the most low-key day I've ever been there. Typically, you've got 50 to 70 people there, and we probably only had like 20 or 30 yeah, but it's for me at that yeah, for me at that time I was pretty low at that you point when we got there. It's still not still not right. Tim. Yep. And uh yeah, that that was kind of like almost the turning point I think at the beginning of the trip is having that food from the taco truck <laughs> and, yeah. and refueling properly. Um and uh yeah, I managed to get an orange crush as well, which I was, <laughs> I was gonna say you weren't trying an orange crush at a brewery. Yeah. You still have not had a beer with us really. <laughs> True. So. I had like two sips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your first, first Moonraker was earlier this episode, right there. Yeah, so. yep, and that yeah, that was good. Darn good. Darn good. Yep. And then Who wants to cover the do? next topic here? This is where we really get back to gaming again. Yeah. <laughs> In multiple ways. That, this is cool. Yep. So this wasn't about gaming. This was about having our trip to San Francisco. Yeah, yep. we got to gaming. We did. Oh, we, we did. did. We did some uh, hard gaming. <laughs> I was thinking about all the walking we did and all yep. the stuff we saw, which was awesome. Yep. Uh, but uh, how how should we frame this visit? So we're not a big fan. I mean, in general, Cody Eric, and, I Eric and I are not big fans of San Francisco. Big and cities in general, yeah. honestly, not not particularly San Francisco. Just yeah. big cities. Just big we're cities. aligned on this. I mean, yep. we. I don't even like to go into Sacramento, and that's not a big city. If you have a huge building that holds eight hundred people and put eight parking spots around it, yep. I pull my hair out and go, "You're crazy." Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And, and normally I am completely yep. and one hundred percent on board with that. If I can avoid to going yep. into any big cities in England, I am one hundred percent with that. So I can understand that, but. We, Cody and I both agreed also that it was important for you to go see San Francisco. Yeah. So we were totally willing to go to San Francisco, yeah. and we did. And the Cody, city. The city. Yeah, Cody was kind enough to drive because when I drive, you will just hear me swearing the whole time because I hate <laughs> driving in San Francisco. As do I, but... Yeah. Cody drove, and he was he did an Cody was job. fantastic. We found an early parking lot that was uh, kind of... I picked the parking lot, I guess, because I'd parked there before, but it was far away from everything we wanted to go we to. We got a lot of walking in. We got a lot of walking fine. in, yeah. which was yeah. fine. It was got, by the piers. We got our steps in. <laughs> and we, we we walked down the piers, and we saw all the pier stuff. And then Cody pointed out an arcade there, which I... Listen, I've been to San Francisco many times. I had never known this was there. I, so go ahead. Take, some take over I there. completely forgot about it. Yeah. But as soon as we got near Boudin... Yeah, which is the sour- sourdough, famous San Francisco sourdough. And, uh, yeah, and disclaimer: this place is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, we had lunch there and it was great. Yep. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yep. talking about Boudin right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's where we went first. So yeah, cover Boudin. Oh, we did go there yep. first. I yep. forgot. We yep. went there first, and yep. we went to Boudin, and that's it's a place where they make sourdough bread, and you can go tour it and see them making the sourdough bread. And I thought that was pretty cool. No, it's the place for sourdough bread, it is though, isn't it? It's the place Correct. for sourdough. Yeah. Um, but we. Uh, we went there and we just had sandwiches and a quick little beer. We had Anchor Steam. I think we all had three had yeah, Anchor Steam. Yep. San Francisco beer. Anchor yep. Steam beer, which is made in San Francisco, and it was a great beer. Um, and we ate a sandwich, and it was fantastic. Toured the thing, and then we went to the arcade, and I will let Cody talk about that. Yeah, so when I was walking up there, it like clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, crap, guys. The music, what do they call it? Museum de Mécanique. Mécanique, that's yeah, right. It's very yeah. French. 
is like right there, and I completely forgot about. It. I'm like, that's like the highlight of San Francisco for me. Like, yeah. that's my favorite place in all of San Francisco. We got to go. And when you were walking up to that, it was like there's a museum of mechanique or something like that. I'm thinking that that's just gonna be weird. That's, I'm not really gonna want to go there, but yeah, let, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we we got in there and we had a quick look before we went to lunch, didn't we? Yeah, we were had too a, hungry, but we had to take a look. Yeah, and we had to take a look, and there was like asteroids and a couple of other bits and like Tetris and whatever. And yeah, we're going in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it had, it had more like '80s arcades than I remember, which is yep, fine. Yep. But the, basically, the concept of this museum, which has been there for a long, long time, actually. First of all, it, it's always been known for having um, laughing. What's her name? Laughing Sal at the yeah, front. Yeah. Which is just this. So freaky. it's got all these freaky old like wood and glass amusements that you'd put like pennies and nickels into back in the I don't know twenties yeah. through. Well, through today, but 20s through, like, 50s, primarily. Like, that, like old stuff, right? And Laughing Sal was this big woman that you put a quarter in and watch her laugh hysterically. Like, this little me- mechanic, creepy... Freaky. Freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky is a good term for a lot of stuff. Yeah, in the museum. a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, they, of course, they have, like, a lot of the 80s stuff mixed throughout there. But, like, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll put some more of this stuff on Twitter. But, we, for example, you got a, our, one of my favorites, just because it's so dark and to the point, is it says French execution. Yep. <laughs> and you just see a little castle with some some, um, some uh, drapes. Yeah. yeah, you just put a quarter in. Put a quarter in, and then this thing just... It takes like 10, 15 seconds where you're standing there, and you're just like, what's it doing? What's it doing? Then all of a sudden, the door opens up. Go on, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens up. You see a dude with, a, with a, like a handle, and a guy with his head in the stocks. The, the executioner pulls the handle, and the guy's head gets cut off. Yep. That's it. And that's then the door closed. <laughs> that was your quarter. I hope you enjoyed seeing some little you know, guy. Some wooden toy wooden get his die. head locked So off. nowadays you put a quarter in, and I'm sure back in the day when that was made, because these are original things that were made in, like, whatever, the 20s, oh, yeah. 30s, 40s, whatever. These things were probably a penny yeah. or, a, oh, or yeah. even maybe a nickel. But, yeah. you know, they're a quarter now, which is fine. You put a quarter in there, but they're just they're these little carved wooden... Yeah, hey, like hand-built amusements. Hand-built yeah. amusements, and yeah. the craftsmanship is really cool, but they are creepy, Yeah, and they are weird, and they're quick. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you put a penny in there back in the day, and you lost your penny, and after about 15 seconds... No, you enjoyed it. You enjoyed it, I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah. A lot of the, uh, the like, creepy peep show things where you put your eyes yeah. in and see what the uh, belly, dancer, yeah. belly dancer does <laughs> when she's not working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the love indicators. Yep. Where yep. Tim, I, I got a I video was like, of Tim. Meh, medium. Yep. There's all the you know, <laughs> spicy, hot, whatever. And Tim pulls the handle and looks at the camera and it goes, meh, mild. Yeah, it's mild exactly. I was like, oh, no. That's yeah, a- so we'll, we'll try and put some of these up on YouTube. I'll try and do a tea time yeah. with Tim. With, oh, be awesome. Uh, Cody's Cake and a lot of videos of this. So I'll, I'll try and edit those favorite, together. Like, I think our favorite. It was, was legit fun. Yeah. was legit fun was a golfing one. Yep. Yep. Where you put your quarter in and a little like uh, ball cues up and you press a little button and the cue drops down to the golfer and there's two there was two controls levers one mm-hmm. spun the golfer around so you could do your angle yep. and the other one was how hard you hit the ball yep and yep. in the playing field was a three holes that had like, like this tin yeah it was made out of like almost tin it was proper, yeah, proper pewter. like tin or something like that, and it would. You could tell this thing had been hand beaten, hand hammered into that into that shape. So I mean, the craftsmanship uh, on the stuff was off the off the charts. But 
you hit the ball and you knocked it into a hole. Now there's no scoring in this game. So yeah. I mean, there you is made no your own rules. Yeah. You made your yeah. own rules, and like there was one that was further away, one closer, one closer. So you could say like what we did in the game show, like one's one point, one's three point, one's five point, and yeah. you could just make your own rules up, and then you just try to hit the ball in these in in this course, and you get three balls, and then your quarter's gone, and that's fine. But this game was like uh, this game was genuinely awesome. Like, yeah, so much fun to play. And the best Brilliant. the best part for me was when the ball spits out to your golfer. Yeah, half the time it wouldn't even go to It'd your go golfer. Behind it would go to the other side. And you spend yeah. more time just trying to get the ball to the front of your golfer than you would playing the yeah, game. That was more skill getting that ball into your club to hit the ball than actually actually hitting the ball. As I found out, very <laughs> janky. I, I sucked at that bit, but that's very, absolutely is. very janky, but so cool. And and what. I think that game was the one that was made in, like, 28? Or? 1928, yeah. Yep. I thought that was a right. picture yep. of it. Yeah, yep. 28. So yep. that's amazing. And I would love to have that in my house. Yeah. I mean, it's big it's and bulky, huge, but if I had but... a giant house, I would love to have that in the no, foyer. That was super cool. The, the foyer. Ooh, foyer. foyer. I'd, I'd have that in the foyer for people to play. <laughs> it was amazing. And they had this full-on, um, like, automated band with a big old bass drum mm-hmm. and a, a calliope and everything that played music. Yep. We played a bunch of old Wedgehead pinball machines, the original electromechanic ones. Yep, those yep. are fun. They're yep. really unique, and I'm not going to get The one that where yep. the balls jumped left and right in the these holes. The ones they had were not just the standard ones you always saw. They were kind. Of, they had a unique feature that I've never seen before. Yeah. So that one, yeah, like, they the hit it in the left the left. Uh, the left lane, it jumped pop hole. to the right. It would yeah. pop it over to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, before it hit to you. So the further left you went, the more points you would get. Yeah, but the, 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 the actual mechanics on that, to get that to jump from one to the other precisely like that precisely. was Precisely, and it never failed. It never, never glitched. It, no. was, it was precise. No. Yep. No. Got a picture of Tim uh, with Moon Patrol. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one of the old funny one like like the execution thing was just a little play the opium den the opium oh yeah den, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like what's going on the opium den and it was just like people tweaking out it's just this, madness like, wouldn't it? there'd be these monsters coming out of windows and like hands <laughs> there, was, and there stuff. was some proper stuff going down in the opium den wouldn't yeah. there? but we're making it sound much more that the thing is you're make we're making it sound much more um elaborate than it was like yeah. it's really just simple and legitimately like creepy like this is almost too accurate yeah like <laughs> yep um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through here. One of our favorites was the one that the machine. The, I had to put a quarter in because the machine right on it had a plaque that said, "If you're easily offended, don't play yeah. this machine." <laughs> yeah, and I didn't understand what was going on. You guys were laughing. This, God, this was, was my riding. sense of humor. Bang on. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, let me set it up, Tim, and you can explain it because apparently I didn't get it. It's called "Song of the Prairie." Yep, and you see a bunch of cowboys around the uh, campfire in like Arizona around the campfire. Yep. Just hanging out with a covered wagon, and you put a quarter in. Yep. And I, uh, to me, it sounded like the speaker was broken because I only heard little noises every once in a but, while. But what did the sign say, though? That's the most important part. Yeah, of it this. said if you're easily offended, do not yeah, play this machine. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So what was was I wrong? Was the speaker not broken? No, the speaker wasn't broken. It was playing yep. fart noises. <laughs> it was just these little cowboys barely moving and just. <laughs> And they were round a campfire, which is exactly the same as they did on Blazing Saddles. That's right. <laughs> Although this came out way before Blazing way before. Saddles. Yeah, so yeah. I so think Blazing Saddles Blade was gone must from, have been f- must have been from this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm just looking really quick at some of the cool stuff we saw. Um, looks like there's some driving games. 
This was cool. There's a game there I've heard of, but I've never seen in the flesh. I don't know how many they made called Death Race. Yep. There's two uh, yeah. wheels, kind of like an off-road almost, but this must have been the mid-70s. But the controller on that Yorg one was boned, wasn't it? You it could, was, yeah. but it was still cool to see. Yep. And literally, you're these little you know, five-pixel cars on the screen with a gas pedal and a real gas pedal on the steering wheel, and you're driving around just trying to hit zombies and run yep. over them. And yep. one of the wheels didn't work. Yeah, Do you remember what, that? Yeah, Cody's wheel did not work. Stop the but, negative stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I also saw Tim play the original Star Wars game and just rock it. Yeah, he was rocking it. But he was playing better than I've ever seen anyone oh, I play. I love that He game. blew up the Death Star like three times. Yep, yep. yep. And I used the Force on the first one. And apart, that, and from, it, apart from that controller was not 100% and I fired when... It sh- I didn't actually fire, and that stopped me from getting the use of the force bonus on the first level. I was oh, wow, not though. happy. Oh, wow. Well, the screen was gorgeous. I've never seen one of those machines it not have any proper, warble to it. it yeah, was it's solid. proper aligned. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's it had good. original Space Invaders with like the, fl- the flat front, which yep. is cool. Yep. Cody played Galaga. He did. Cody played Galaga on my dime. Which Tenmark, <laughs> yeah. Tenmark's going to be like so happy that you played that. And if you watch that video of me playing it, I'm literally playing it, and you guys like walk off and do something else, and I'm like looking around the machine, what, what are you guys up to? What are you doing? <laughs> um, again, Galaga's a fine game. It yeah, is. It is. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and this one I was excited about more for you, but I was I think I might have been more excited than you. Mm-hmm. Sprint 2. Yep. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, what, 1976? Yep. Do you know Black what and the, white uh, racing game with two wheels, kind of like Death Race, but where you're actually racing a track. Do you know the reason why I like that so much is there's a story for me, kind of like you guys, where you go down to like your local convenience store and they'd have like arcade machines in mm-hmm. there. Well, that was literally the only one really? in my local area, and it was a video rental store, so they used to rent VCR tapes. And I go in there. And they had like uh, films like the original series of Star Trek Next Generation, Firefox on video, yeah. uh, Clint Eastwood, Any Which Way You Can, and all that sort of right, stuff. Right, all, right. The, all the old Warner Brother films. Yep. And then that right next to all the films, they had a Sprint 2 machine in that same thing. And a slush puppy machine, you know, like slushy drinks and yep. all that sort of stuff. And I used to go down there, rent a video, go in there, have a couple of games on Sprint 2. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Played my first Robotron. Yeah. Coin detected in pocket. Coin detected. <laughs> with double sticks, because you can't emulate that. Well, with a lot of work, you can. Yeah, you can. Twin yeah. stick. Yep. So that was a lot of fun. It had an LED flat screen, though. It wasn't the original. Right. Yeah. CRT, which is yeah, a bummer. It's a, it's a re- remake. Yep. Um, ooh. Back to the electromechanical amusements drunkard's dream drunkard's dream <laughs> apparently people who get drunk see dragons and skeletons come out of the floor that yeah. was one of the trippiest ones of all i think wasn't yeah it? it really <laughs> should have been called like yeah peyote dream or yeah, something but it's exactly. called drunkard's dream yeah uh here's us playing golf i'm going through my pictures so i don't forget anything oh write em cowboy which was funny because write em cowboy was just this like floppy marionette doll on a horse and it was super boring. It just kind of flopped around. Yeah, but the, but they had a chunk of the machine cut out with a window in it, so you could watch the mechanism. Watch the mech, and we were underneath. watching the mech more than the actual attraction. There's at the so top. much more going on underneath <laughs> yep. than there is actually flopping the yep. marionette around. But I will say that the rider, his face was pretty creepy. Yeah, pretty a lot of creepy faces. Creepy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of creepy yeah. faces, creepy. including the horrible monster we saw. Yeah, what me? Tim Tim saw the horrible monster. <laughs> Oh, whoa! Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> was that 25 cents well spent, Tim? Yeah. It's a me! <laughs> you put a quarter in, uh, looked in the hole, and exposed who the freakish scary monster was, and it was a, 
a slightly distorted mirror spinning yeah, of it, himself. It was it's, a it was a 1920s version of a selfie. It's yourself. <laughs> That's the point. Yourself we, is the monster. We never even put money into this, and I kind of regret it. But these two creepy oh, characters, oh, yeah, they, they just took bad. pictures of them. They, they were really bad. Creepy. I didn't want well, to go anywhere near that one. <laughs> uh, they did have uh, a pole position. They had a Tetris arcade, mm-hmm. which we've seen a bunch over here for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one of my favorites to see, honestly, was it's not the original Pong, but it's like a Pong ripoff arcade complete yeah. with like the wood grain cabinet and the whole thing. And what was unique about that one is a four-player Pong as four well. Four-player Pong, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and then I played my first game, uh, our actual arcade battle zone game, yep. which was cool yep. to, to play for the first time. Yeah, I took some pics of that and put it on Twitter. Yep. It got very hard, very quick. Yeah. 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 But battle zone is really cool. The original one is very good game. Very cool. And like I said, there's a really good version on the Vic 20 of that, isn't there? Yep. Yeah. What cool. else at the museum did we not mention? I, I can think of a couple more. Uh, what else did we play? Um, oh, we saw a spy hunter. Original yeah. Spy Hunter Cab. Yeah. Didn't play that one. Saw that one. Um, baseball. That was fun. Like where baseball, where you get them into the single, double, triple. Oh, yes. So yeah, a, you were um, playing that one, yeah. weren't you? What do they call it? A pitching. Yep. Not a pitching putt. A pitching. Pitching bat. Pitching bat. Yep. Yep. That was so, fun. I thought that was fun. There's a couple really different neat. versions yeah. they had there. Yeah. I played yeah. the oldest one I could find, which had like a pistol grip. Yep. And it was firing like foam balls, wasn't it? And you were just like knocking it out. Yeah. They had like this ramp that came right towards the batter and you just had to time it. So if you hit, squeezed it at the right time, your bat swung. Yeah. It was like a chrome rod, wasn't it? That would swing and you'd hit it. Physically hit this foam ball and it would shoot out and you try to get it into uh, the back panel where there were slots. Yeah. Single, yeah. double, single, triple double home run. Home run. That was just fun to... And it would actually keep score, which I yeah. thought found yeah. pretty cool. It yeah. would, would say, okay, you got two points, you got three points, you got one point, and you, your base your base runners would run, not run, but light up. And yep. then it was very... I thought it was a neat game. It was. Yeah. And there was a lot of um, shooting gallery games that actually shot kind uh, of air pressure pellets. Like, like BBs. yeah, BB, BB shots, wasn't they? Little ball bearings, yeah. They were very inaccurate, and I got very frustrated. Yeah. But it was still cool. And it yeah. was brutal, wouldn't it? Though, if you didn't have that <laughs> big thick glass on there, they'd be coming through at you. That's true. That's true. They're they're moving. They're yep. moving. Yeah. So that was the museum de mechanique. Yep. Which I could have spent honestly three times as much time as we yep. did. I yeah. 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 Definitely. We yep. we could have spent all day there. Definitely. Gotcha. Gotcha. It was a shame we had to go out and do other things, but hey, other yep. things such as what, Tim. Uh, well, we had a walk around. Uh, we got a really good coffee. Walk around is a is a. Is a <laughs> That doesn't do up for what we said. I mean, yep. we did we so many steps. <laughs> yeah, we, we went from there over to, what was it, Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli Square. Ghirardelli Square. Yeah. Where Eric's gotten you some well, Ghirardelli chocolate, not from the square specifically, yep. but yep. we've gotten you some, some Ghirardelli chocolate. We before. had excellent coffee there. It was. Brilliant coffee. Yep. And uh, you saw the hills of San Francisco. Yep. We yep. We walked up the hills of San Francisco. By Lombard, right? And by up, you meant up. Oh, like up, up. up. Yeah. Beastie Boys video. <laughs> yeah. Up, like Hills yeah. of San Francisco. Yeah. And then we went, I don't know where what the name of that place was, but we went down through the... Uh, Eric just said it, Lombard Street. That was Lombard Street. Street. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. We went down through down. there. And then we went sort of like uh, back out towards Chinatown. Through Chinatown, through, yeah. Through Chinatown. Through, through uh, Little Italy. Little Italy. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Yep. Don't yep. forget that. Yeah, We yep. didn't pop in anywhere because we weren't hungry for lasagna at the no, time. But. No, no, no. Um, and then uh, we walked 
kind of quickly through Chinatown because Cody and I were kind of like I, meandering I through. I and Eric was like, I want to get through this because you just did not like the smell of Chinatown. The, well, the smell of some of those shops with the fish in it was not... I, I'm not a seafood guy and I fish, don't like... mushrooms, mushrooms and fish. Fish, yeah. I did not like the yep. smell of that. Yep. Um, we got out of the market district and ended yep. up in the kind of tchotchke part of Chinatown. Yep, yep. Or well, the janky it. shops, as I call them. <laughs> so I and I, I love that. I love like, that. You get it. So here's the thing about Chinatown. I'll just you know, there's no surprises here. They sell stuff that you can't buy anywhere else mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. lots of different respects. Yep. Uh, as a kid, I went there and I always went to multiple shops and said, "Hey, you got fireworks? Like I want the good stuff, right?" So you didn't know this, Eric or Tim, but. That's specifically in California, but also in much of the United States, you can't buy good fireworks. No. Which is what I don't understand, because you got 4th of July and all that sort of stuff, and I thought you'd have an abundance Golden of that stuff. Golden Hills of California are yep. very flammable, too. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, we get what we call California safe and sane fireworks, and you can only buy them for seven days right before 4th of July. Yep. And they're the ones you put on the ground, you light, they make like two or three feet of sparks and they go out. They're not aeri- they're not aerial in any way. They if, don't if, go boom. Bama. If a firework gets off the ground six inches, it's illegal. Yep. Like it cannot, yep. it can jump around a little bit, but it can't, it can't go in the air. Yep. 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 So that being said, as a high schooler, I'm like, I'm going to go to Chinatown. I want to go buy the good stuff. And I'd ask and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like they knew that like, no, I'm not selling you this stuff. Yep. The first story we went in, yep. big old display in the back, like yep. firecrackers, M80s, whiz bangs, big yep. popper, like yep. all this, I'm just making up words now, but like yeah. stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, holy smokes, like when did this change? <laughs> right. And um, I got very excited, but at the same time, I've also moved to a spot where I would never, ever light, like in my own right mind, I could not light this stuff off. Not like, in your, not where you live. No, we're literally, no. right now, there's a fire going on that's almost 70,000 acres right now, yep. just yep. a few miles from me here yeah. so not gonna happen but there's a little part of me it's like i need to i need to I need a little something some. i need to be a little risky <laughs> i want to get something so i bought some myself some chinatown pop pops yeah yeah which are basically I, the little poppers you throw on the ground yeah but they're more like bang bang much bigger <laughs> yeah. now here's the fun story i haven't told you guys i've been keeping yeah. it to myself yeah oh so I've, I've had a few of these before i've uh i got them through other nefarious means but, the, yeah, they're basically like firecrackers that you can throw on the ground. They pop like a firecracker. They're loud. Yeah. Uh, and then when you throw them on the ground, like, they spit the sand and stuff inside of them to the point where it, like, hurts your legs. Yeah. So you kind of, like, want to wear long pants when you pop. Yeah. Um, a couple days ago, I had left – I put them in my room because I bought a few things for my girls, gave my girls the stuff. I'm like, oh, that's right. I still have the poppers in my room. This doesn't sound like it's going to end well. Threw, <laughs> threw the bag away, put the poppers in my pocket to bring them over here. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Forgot about them. Ended up, like, taking care of my donkeys, taking out the trash, whatever. Did you pop-pop your wiener? A few. <laughs> <laughs> Quick that sound out. clip, that one. <laughs> oh, no. What one do I hit? I don't know. That. Do I hit this? How about... Mm, I don't, I don't know what else to hit. No. Oh, that's just like <laughs> that's a sad, yeah. That's a sad song. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Anyways. Moving on. Hey, guys. You know how I like... I don't know if you noticed, but like... I like to drum on my legs. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I was on the porch. Good two minutes into my drum solo. Yeah. Just rocking out of a solid <laughs> drum solo. Bam! Bam! It popped and your... And I just like... <laughs> myself. He's like, oh! <laughs> 
Whoa! You're going to have to beat that one. Oh, <laughs> you just said the P word, bro. You just said the P uh-huh. word. Well, Cody. I'll finish my story and I'll go back and okay. beep that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I quickly looked in my pocket and smoke was coming out of my pocket. Oh, wow. Uh, dig in there. The box, the cardboard box that they were in. First of all, they're in a bag inside the box. Sawdust. Sawdust in the yeah. bag with all these things. Yeah. Yeah. The box had blown out multiple sides. Oh. You're lucky it didn't blow the other pop pops. Yep. Or my, or it would my, be like, bam, 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 and so I separated them out, and I and there's just sawdust in my pocket, and the cardboard box was oh popped out goodness. in different areas. And it was, I'm fine. Lesson learned. Told my wife, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I bought some, yeah, some of my illegal fireworks. Um, <laughs> I almost just just, I left in my pocket, and I did a drum solo. Oh, uh, yes, wife, so I almost <laughs> blew my junk off. <laughs> I'm ready. Anyway, so. <laughs> that was China, that was Chinatown. That was San Francisco. Yeah. I think we had a great time. We had uh, fun. Made sure we drove over the Golden Gate Bridge for Tim. We yep. did. Thank you. And yep. then yep. forgot unexpected benefit. You got to see uh, Sears Point Raceway or Infineon or Laguna or not, Sonoma. Sonoma, if you yep. want to call it that. Yeah. Yep. Which I've been to multiple times, and I love the racetrack, but hate the traffic. Anyways, yep. yeah, that was cool. Uh, and then I dropped uh, Tim off, for, and he's been with you for three days, Eric. And I'm sure you guys did nothing fun without me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we did. We did just kind of chill most of the time. We I did, mind, mind you. We did. We did have a drive round in a few different areas, didn't we? Yep. So we drove to. I, I just wanted to take them on the local retro stores, and really, only close by is only. There's only three stores. I've been to like one of them. Yeah, so I, I, I do want to start off with the low-hanging fruit. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you like that phrase. I like that phrase. Fruit. The corporate phrase, the low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. Um, so we went to um, Fair Game, which you've been to before, right? Yep. And um, for the first time ever, I saw a Neo Geo console there. For sale. For sale. I know it's not the first time you've seen one, because you saw one like days before. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You're out. No, no, for sale here locally. I mean, I've seen them online that you can buy. With the joystick and all that, but it was what was it seven ninety nine seven hundred ninety nine dollars seven hundred ninety nine dollars going right that's a spicy right. meatball though so like I we didn't uh, we of course didn't purchase that it's a spicy meatball until you find out next year they're fifteen hundred they next <coughs> year they're yeah we twenty two hundred we that's both right. agreed if that was about five hundred we would have both been seriously considering oh I, that. yeah I, yeah I mean yeah. I told Tim that if I had about five hundred in my PayPal account I would have just done it yeah. There you go. Um, but I didn't, so we didn't purchase it. But it's the first time I've ever seen one locally. But anyway, um, yeah, we looked around. There was there was a lot there, and then we went to Computer Booter, and we saw a lot of really cool stuff. Had some good conversations, but we didn't buy anything there really. Yeah. Um, and then, you, uh, uh, well, you did, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. There, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to yeah. reveal what yeah. I bought there because I bought a power supply for a thing that I found at. Our local Elk Grove store, which we don't really find a lot of stuff we don't already have. They, they're a good shop, but if you collectors for the like average us, person, but for exactly know, for collectors col- of our quality, <laughs> for collectors of our quality, there's not uh. a lot there we ever find, and there wasn't on display. No, and to be fair, what was the guy's name there? Jason. J- Jason. He's a really nice guy. Super nice guy. We had a very yeah. cool conversation yeah. with him about yeah. a lot of stuff, and then we were just chatting, and there was no one else in the store, and we were just chatting up a storm. In fact, when we went in there. We looked around, didn't really see much, but we chatted with him for probably 20 minutes. And then I asked the question that I always asked him. First of all, did you recognize Tim from his voice on Pixel Guide Dan? He didn't recognize him, but I introduced him as Tim from the Pixel Guide Show. So, 
Oh, and, and by the way, at one the other retro gaming store, yeah. I, I did drop off our, our cards. I wanted Good to let job. you know that. Good I job. always try to do yeah. that. Good job. You get your uh, you Thank get you. your bonus check this month. So. So, you know, we were chatting. We were there for probably a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then all of a sudden I asked the question you have to ask at Legacy. Okay. I said. What's behind the counter? What's behind the counter, man? I said, do you have anything in the back that would be of interest to me? And he knows us. And, and he's he, like, knows he knows us. what that means. He's like, oh, you mean like dirty old stuff no one yep. wants? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. So he showed us three things. And I'm going to tell you the first two. He showed us the Tommy. There was a Tommy. I want it. Standalone want it. game that has a little reticle. And I'd never seen one before. Full I have to be red, honest. Like I pirate I Reticle. Yeah. This was yes. yellow. It was a yellow oh, was reticle. A yellow? Yeah. This yeah. one was, had a yellow reticle. Yeah. But it glow- when you turn it on, I think it goes red. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That might yeah. happen. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't see that. But yeah, you should. I'll go grab it for you if you want to. Yeah, I had, the, to had the controller and everything with it, so yep. it's all yes. good. Yeah. Yes. And then he showed us like a PS2 controller that was for some Nintendo machine. I don't know. Maybe you. No, can... it wasn't an. It it was Tell basically it was a PS2 controller that at some stage Nintendo had bought up a whole bunch of PS2s and they were using them to play PS2 games to obviously get ideas and stuff for games. And it had Nintendo of America stickers on them to show that, you know, they'd use these, the ironical aspect of it that Nintendo (laughs) were using PlayStation hardware to, to do some of their Q and A. And he was kind because he, I mean, he was very kind to show us that because he was like, Hey, this probably would be the thing you want to talk about on the show. Yeah, I wasn't really interested in it, yeah. so I saw it. and I was like, okay. Then he brought the thing. He brought the thing out. Into that, the thing. Then he brought the thing that I did buy. I was gonna say whatever the thing is. Eric has it in a bag. In a bag here. What's in the bag? Tell me what's in the bag. What's in the bag? Just just to say, <laughs> if Eric wasn't gonna buy this, I would have bought this in a heartbeat. Yep. So he brings uh, out this filthy thing. I'm scared. <laughs> he brings out this filthy, dirty thing, and you'll agree. It was and then he brought dirty. out the console, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, and now I know. Um, filthy, dirty. So, so right, right, out, right out of the thing, you're wondering, hey, does this really work? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So he brings it out, and I we looked at it, and... I, I I identified it straight away, didn't yep. I? He yep. identified it straight away. I t- yep. It took me a little longer to realize it. Then I remembered I did see these online. And then we kind of started negotiating because he's like, yeah, I didn't really test this. Because the power supply I have is kind of clunky or is, what would you say, dodgy? Yeah. And dodgy power supply. Eric and I were kind of like on the same page here. This, yep. this is going to be like, I don't know, 400 maybe 350 something like yeah. that. You guys are yeah. killing me right now. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we <laughs> looked at it. Shut your mouth and tell me what. So then we pull this out and we clean this up so it's not dirty anymore. Yeah. I'm getting ready to be like angry at you. So oh JVC so that Seriously? is so, so this that is, is essentially it's a Genesis and a Mega yeah, CD or Sega is. CD all in one. Basically, the generic term for that is kind of like the Wonder Mega, yeah. which was yep. JVC. So it's a JVC XI, which has, um, as those guys said, Genesis and Mega CD built into it, or Sega CD that was here. I'm gonna, I want to smell it. Go ahead. It smells mostly of uh, yeah. cleaner at the moment. We it? haven't done it. We <laughs> haven't like much. <laughs> we have so not. You, you did well. Yeah, yeah, we haven't done a deep clean on it yet. No. But so when we got this, Tim and I were excited, but but the power supply was clunky so that's uh, we kind of did this out of order we went Jeez. to we went to fair game and we went to fair game 
And uh, it was fair game, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it was computer booter. Computer booter. Yeah. And yeah. I did some research on this the day before. So the day before we went to Legacy, and then the day after we went to fair game. And I found out that this takes the... I ordered one online that was for this. Uh, but it was good. it's going to take a week to get here. So I, I, that's no good for me. But I did order it. I can't it. wait. I don't. I couldn't wait. So, like, when I got to computer, I had done research, and this takes a G- Genesis two or three power supply as well, not there the Genesis go. one, which I already had. So we we bought it. It was twelve bucks. So then we got it. We got it home, and Tim and I were so excited. We were giddy. We were like, "Well, let's test this let's out." This, we hadn't plugged this. it in yet. <laughs> we were we were using the multimeter. We tested all the things out, and then we plugged it in, and I put my EverDrive into the cartridge port, and guess what? Works perfectly. Beautiful. So Beautiful. that part worked That's great. That's not the hard part, though. Remember I was telling yeah. you that half of this worked. Yeah. Okay. And so we were like, okay, that worked. We played some games. Worked brilliantly. We were getting a quite a high-pitched buzz from it, though, weren't we? Yes. We were getting a very high buzz from the whole, yeah. from the whole yeah. thing. Like a yeah. ter- Terminator 2 or Men in Black style yep. like alien phaser. Yep. Like, yep. charge up. Yep. Oh, yep. and so I, I jumped ahead. We we I had a variable uh, power supply that yes. we tried on this, and yep. that's what was causing the a high pitch on oh, this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's when we bought the other one, and once we brought that back, we were like, "Oh, we're in good shape because no more buzz. Like gotcha. no more. It was perfect." So then we try this. I burned a disc because you can just burn Sega CDs, and we we open this up, we put it in, put it down, didn't work. So, but the logic worked. We got the screen that shows the that it's like chucking for disc, and it's like playing the yeah. And uh, we we burnt off. Was it Popful Mail? We I think burnt it was. off Popful Mail, and it showed that it had four tracks on there, so we could play the audio, couldn't we? I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But no game. No game. That's right. That is right. So we were like, oh man, what a bummer. This kind of doesn't work. So. We opened this up. I think Tim opened it up. We put a disc on it, and we held the button with our finger, like the little door thing. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't really quite work, but every couple of boots, it would work. It would work. So we were like, okay, the logic is working. All this computer things are working. So we were, like, cleaning it. We cleaned the lens. We did all sorts of stuff. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. This little thing on the top of the door that pushes the disc down, you can see it right here. We were like, I tried to spin it. I tried to spin that, and like it was crusty. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So I took some alcohol with a Q-tip and went under it, and then we took some WD-40. Got all spinny. Greased yeah. it up. Spin it up. Made sure it spun right. Closed it. Worked perfectly. Now, awesome. Popful Mail like still crashed with the CPU error. It was really weird. So I was like, well, we can't rely on that. Let's burn another ROM. We yeah. did Sonic CD. Yep. Sonic CD worked perfectly. Awesome. Tim played it all the way. No, like, no, no. no, 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 oh, wow. no. You're forgetting no. one important point. Sonic CD came up, but it said format your memory. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And that, so it's got an inbuilt memory. So we went into the menu, formatted the memory on it, rebooted Sonic How do you CD. format the memory on it? It's just like a, a little memory. Little menu. Yeah, yeah. Little just menu. menu in the option, uh, option in the menu. Um, Booted Sonic CD, that went fine. Yep. And then we used the previous CDs that we thought were Popful no Mail, good. which we thought were no good. And, and then it booted up fine. We so, just needed Sonic to show you the way. Yep. 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 So that anyway, the coolest thing ever. JVC XI, I mean, I 
I was like, this is amazing. And I'm, I'm legit jealous. Not only because, yeah, because that's <laughs> not the most common device in the world. Yeah. Also, because I don't even own a Sonic era, a Sonic CD. A CD. A CD. I think a CD. Yet, CD. So. CD. Yep. And I know it's rare we talk about prices on here, but I think I'm going to because when you look at the broken ones on eBay, like Jason yeah. was telling us this, and it was true because I looked when we got home. Broken ones go for about two fifty, three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Working ones go for five to seven hundred dollars. Jeez. He sold this uh, this to us for one hundred fifty. Good dude. Yep. Good Very dude. good dude. And to his to I mean, he's like as long as you go tell that stupid Cody guy to come buy my exactly. little tiger thing. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yep. So yeah. so yes, and he, I will. He is a good dude, great dude. But he to to our credit, it, you got it working. We got it. Working. He didn't test this. Yep. He didn't, didn't do time. anything busy. with it. Yep. Busy yep. Dirt yep. was all over it. It was crusty. It looked like it wasn't going to work, frankly. And the power supply, literally when you shook it, like the, you could hear things bouncing around Chunks. in the transformer. Chunks. So we were like, I, we never even used that. We threw that out. But So 150 bucks that got this thing. And we, we've done our, Tim and I did some cleanup. We got it working. And now I'm going to do a deep clean on it. And I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. it. I'm going to play it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, did you bring the power supply? You know what? I think I did. Yep. Wait. I think I... I think Worst I was, case scenario, I've got power supply. But if, it, if you've three. got a Genesis 2 power supply, yep. that's all you need. I don't think I brought the power supply. Yep. So unless there's anything I'm missing, I think we need to fast forward now. Yep. Okay. Coin up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Which was last night. Yep. Okay. Yep. I met you guys at Coin Up. You had already been there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Got some beers, got some pizza. Coin Up is a barcade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, a very cool I, barcade. Yeah, smaller than you thought, but yeah. When we fir- when I first went, there was more arcades, less pinball. That's right. But my theory is that pinball is really hot right now, and yep. people who play pinball will go in there and put twenty bucks into one machine. Yep. Um, so they got rid of some of the arcade machines, put more tables in, and the entire back wall is pinball. Yep. yep. And I love pinball. Yep. Suited us down to the and, ground, and to their—I mean—to what you're saying, there were a lot of people in there, but they were mainly sitting, eating, drinking. So the tables they put in there to help customers was generating a lot more business than those arcade machines probably would have done. Yeah, I would yeah. say the money makers were obviously number one, food and beer. Yep. Number two, pinball. Yep. Distant third was the video the, arcades. Yeah, and the four player Pac Man. Four player Pac-Man is always hot. That yeah. is a great game. Yeah. I, I yeah. forgot we didn't play that. We, we didn't. We didn't give that a go. The problem with yeah. the four player Pac-Man, as good as it is, everyone steals the ball tops. Yeah. On the joystick. Yeah. So there's usually only like one or two, and the other two are missing. You have to play with just that like jagged, jagged. Yeah. That's stick. no good. Yeah. That's yeah. no good. And one thing they did have there was. Um, junior pac-man and that seemed to be real jacked up that was so quick but the joystick was amazing on that you could it would actually keep up there was no lag or anything like that it was just so it was quick. solid yeah yeah yeah, yeah they so. had all the classics they had um actually i didn't see joust this time they don't really have joust but i saw frogger i saw joust. tron i saw galaga i saw street Pac-Man, fighter two fighter a couple of uh we played some hydro thunder some yep. two-player yeah. two racing games yeah yep. Um, Space Duel, which had the messed up screen. Never played yep. that before, but actually, we we actually had fun with the extra challenge of ha- uh, about a third Half. of the screen. Yeah, it was not yeah. having video. Yeah, or like it didn't work. Right. Almost. Yep. Yeah, we called them black holes. Um, Tim and I arrived a little bit before you did, and we played Street Fighter too. 
which I was all like, like, you yeah, look at me, I'm the best Street Fighter Two player. You were, but amongst the three of us, by yeah. far. Well, yeah. I mean, when I play the people I know, but then like for Tim, like I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to play someone I don't know. And I played Zangief, and he played Vega, and he whooped my butt. Like he was whooping <laughs> my butt with Vega. Um, so we had fun with it, though. I, yeah, I, yeah. I love Street Fighter. Even when I lose, I love Street Fighter Two. Yeah. But it's a good game. Yeah. But ultimately, for whatever reason, you guys gave in to the Cody pressure. Or you legitimately wanted to no, play pinball. No, I wanted I to, play to legit play pinball. That was yeah. my, that's my jam. So <laughs> yep. when I'm there, yep. I want to nope. play some pinball. There's nothing I, like I real wanted pinball. to play pinball, and I wanted to see you play some pinball. <laughs> well, and I only played like the last three games. Yep. Like I was relearning pinball because I haven't yep. played in a while. Yep. Uh, and I got there eventually, but um, yeah, no, it was, we played a lot. There's a lot of new Stern games there. Yep. A couple of new spooky pinball games. Like, yep. um, yeah. was it Morty and... Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, God- Godzilla. Godzilla was amazing. Yeah, that was great. Because that actually had like that proper uh, vibration and everything like that through the table. Yeah, that God- was really you could cool. Feel Godzilla stomping yeah, as he's stomping. walking through the city. There's yeah. Mecha Godzilla you could shoot. A lot of cool magnets. Yep. yep. Like your ball, you would shoot a, a shot like really fast and hard where you couldn't even see it. And somehow it just, Mecha Godzilla would catch it in a, on Suck his chest. That ball. And, like, yep. 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 That's yep. good. Yep. Good yep. stuff. Tackle Mark. sneeze. Oh, go ahead. <coughs> like that. Awesome. <clears throat> play Attack of Mars. Play Family Guy. Simpsons. Simpsons. We had to go on Simpsons. Play uh, Adam's Star Family. Wars. I had to go on the Star Wars. Which Star Wars, was, yep. That was, that was okay, but it was like a buck ago, and it was like... Bah. Saw the new games about a buck ago, but <laughs> yeah. two bucks for three plays, yeah. which worked for the three yeah. of us. Yeah, so. yeah. And we had many beers. Yeah, we, and did. we had a pizza. We had some good beer. That first beer I had, which was a real shame that they ran out of that, but that was free. Yeah, um, you got that, it free. That was it a didn't real nice. That was you a got good, a good three quarter glass out of it. That so was a and good they gave sour. it to him for free. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. I was a little bummed because the best the best way to play pinball, mm-hmm. honestly, is when you only have a couple machines, like one or two, and you just sit there and put and you like twenty zone bucks in, in on it. that. Yeah, and we just like yeah. play and we're like as, almost as a team, like we're trying to get high score, but at the same time we're like, how do we get? Yeah. This multi-ball. Yeah. How do we do this feature? And yeah. You dig in, you learn the yep. game. We were really just kind of flipping around, like figuring out as we go in the next game. Yep. Uh, the most we did was attack on attack from Mars. Mars attacks, yeah. Which broke eventually. Yep. You yep. just did a, a very, um, yeah. a pinball no-no. Attack. All right. Attack from Mars is the name it's of the game. attack from Mars. I do that all the time. I say Mars attacks. Because yeah. that was the movie. That's the movie. Yeah. 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 And everyone's like, it's attack from Mars. In fact, if you go on pin side, they just they shorten everything. So attack from Mars is AFM. Yeah, <laughs> not M A. It's A F M. Anyways, yep. Um, which is a great game, and the re- lots of reasons it's great. Um, Attack from Mars and Medieval Madness are two games. We didn't have Medieval Madness there. That um, oh, what are they called? The Groundlings. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the Groundlings? It's a comedy group out of I think L A. That a lot of uh, improvs, priv- improv people start. Yep. There. So for example, in like Medieval Madness which is a very popular game, just like Attack from Mars, same era, but with medievals. Uh, Tina Fey is one of the girls who does the call-outs. Yeah. So there's a lot of people there that have become big comedians and things. But um, what's great about Attack from Mars is there's a lot to do on there, but if you're a newbie, kind of like when we were just trying the game to begin with and we were learning where the locks were, when in doubt, just hit this spaceship in the middle. And yeah. Big stuff blows up and it's exciting. Things and you happen. can still get some decent scores out. Yep. Yeah. Very, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Very beginner-friendly and also good for pros. Yeah. So. yeah. Unfortunately, it broke. Like, when we were playing it, like, this little sensor broke, and it 
it would go down this hole and then it would you'd have to wait a good 15 seconds for it to pop back out yeah Yep, which it's funny because we just talked about that like a week or two or a month or two ago about the ball search. Yeah, yeah, and so yep. we we got to experience it in full force right yep. then. Like, yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, when no triggers get hit for a long period of time, it just all everything pops and it goes. Uh, the ball stuck somewhere. Figure it out. Yep. So that was coin up. It was. It was, it was a good night. Brilliant night. And then unfortunately, it got cut off by the fact that the parking garage closed at ten. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we did uh, that. Yeah, did that. And we did that. Yep. We're caught up to today. I think we we're going to do the arcade thing right now, right? The arcade tournament. We are on the very last item of this show. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, three hours and seven minutes into it. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be a long show. It is time for us to decide indefinitely <laughs> <laughs> the top 50 arcade games of all time. 50, Eric. I saw you make that face. 50. 50. It's going to be a grueling night. Let's do it. <laughs> so I don't, have a, I don't have a bump for this. Okay. So I'm going to make some noises, and then you guys say, like, top 50 arcade games of all time, something like that. Okay, okay. Yep. Top, top 50, 50 arcade games of, of all time. time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. Uh, so I have in front of me somewhere. I'm actually gonna have to kind of get off mic to do this. Somewhere on your computer, you have this. I press the button that says "Run this tournament." Woo-hoo. Let's see if this works. It's literally live to tape here. Tournament. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game arcade. Stuff. Uh, stuff. Double Double elimination. Double elimination. Yeah. Double uh, elimination. You can say that after like six minutes. I'm going to do free, beers. not paid. <laughs> uh, start time. Gosh darn it, like now. I don't wow. Know. This it's, might not work. It's clicky, 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 isn't it? Enable, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm just going to save and continue. Like, let's go. Yep. Let's Press go. the buttons. Let's do it. Did, did, you, the buttons. did you click and subscribe? Did you like and subscribe? I did not like and subscribe. Is that going to be an issue? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to need to move my mic over here. Yeah, so you can read it. So whilst, Coast, whilst Cody's doing that, I'll put out a little advert for the Pixel Guiden YouTube channel. Don't forget to go to YouTube forward slash Pixel Guiden and like and subscribe <laughs> and watch our lovely videos, mostly produced by me. Exactly. Click here to like. Click, click. Click here to subscribe. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right, y'all. I have no idea. I've never used this. I probably should have practiced this beforehand. Ah, we'll wing it like we normally do. But we have top 50 games. And now I, I narrowed this down. Mm-hmm. 1986 and before, the classic era of arcade games. Yep. I almost picked 1985. I thought you went 87 You before. said 87 nope. and before. That's nope. what you said. Before 87. Before 87. That's right. 86 okay. and before. All right. Okay. okay. All right. I don't All know right. if that's true or not, but that's what I did. Okay. okay. There's. So I chose the, this era because for whatever reason in 86 it was kind of like starting to change 87 all kinds of new gameplay showed up like the brawlers and like things like like there's new games new but types like, of 86 games, yeah. and before was like refining this classic era of video games okay so that's where i that's where i, I cut the line um i still don't know how this website's gonna work anyways we've got a few rounds here when we first initiate a discussion about a game We'll go into a little bit of depth, talk about it, our experiences quickly, our feel of the game quickly, pick a winner, and it's a double a double elimination bracket I've got here. Okay. So once we get all the games listed, <laughs> it's going to be quick. 
And we have three of us, so that's perfect. So we can't have ties. Perfect. perfect. Hadouken! Hadouken! <laughs> we can't have ties, which is great for this kind of thing. There you go. There it's going to be definitive one way or another. It will be definitive as long as this bracket works, which I have no idea. But we're live, so... Gentlemen, it's gonna work. There ain't no ties on this podcast. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be moving along here pretty soon. But this ain't England. We don't have ties. There's only winners. <laughs> it ain't gonna be nil. I'll tell you that. Just winners on Pixel Guide. Now I will say, yeah. I, t- I went to a, li- a few lists that showed top fifty arcade games, classic okay. arcade games. Yep. Took off like ten that I thought were kind of meh, janky, janky. I'll be honest, janky. Don't worry, Doug. There is Galaga still in there. <laughs> and then we added 10 of our own that should be in the top yeah. 50 because we love them. Mm-hmm. One of us loves them. One of us yep. loves them. And so the other ones won't know what they are and they'll get voted out quickly. All right. <laughs> Round one. Yeah. Fight. Moon Patrol versus Arkanoid. Which is the Ooh. better game? Ooh. Spicy. That's a spicy meatball. That's tight. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Arkanoid. Yeah, we should each talk about it a little bit, so well, go okay. ahead. Yeah. You, you, t- a little bit. Give Why us Arkanoid? a little talk. Arkanoid has more longevity, and simply, the graphics are better. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. The graphics are simple. They're just a ball and a bat. Yeah, okay. but it, but the, if you look at the actual overall graphics of the game, it's better. More, it's kind of like closer to the, sort of like the mid-generation 8-bits with the bas-relief graphics and colorful and that sort of okay. stuff. Okay. So, Eric. may I make a suggestion about the format of this? Sure, please do. Start with a new person every time, because that way it ends with one person, because they might be influenced by the other ones. What do you think, listeners? Heard loud and clear, yes. I think Eric is awesome, and everything he says is great. Tim is the voice of the listeners. Yeah. So, anyway, so Tim, that's great. So, you went first. Who's Who do you want to go that's next? That's great, Tim. Pat on the back. Do well want, done. Do you want to go next? Like, do you want to, we're going to go. Whatever. Okay, sure. so I'll go next. Um... I love Arkanoid. I play it. It's one of those games I play whenever I boot up a new system. I like test it with Arkanoid because I like it. But Moon Patrol, I think, is a better game. It's deeper. I love jumping, shooting things in there. It's a classic game. The music is catchy. I'm going to pick Moon Patrol. Interesting. So I get to be the tiebreaker. You get here. to be the tiebreaker. Yep. What are the controls on Moon, on Moon Patrol? Fire, which fires up just and buttons, forward, right. yeah. and then jump. Yep, left Ooh, and no. right and jump. No, no, there's a joystick because it's slow down, speed up. Ooh, that's weird. Slow Eric, down, that's weird. Speed up. I'm no, just it's cool. You, I'm just the silky, it smooth, buttery controls of Arkanoid. It is. Where you get to be this bat, and it's super hard to replicate that at home. The arcade is the yeah, legit experience. Exactly. Well, most home things supported the paddle. Yeah, but you don't always have the paddle. That's, that's true. Thing. Was the arcade has the the spinner, doesn't it? That's right. Yep. The arcade has the spinner. Moon Patrol, slow down, speed up, jump, and fire. Yep. So, I'm sorry. Arkanoid wins. hey oh, Fair enough. We got, we got Arkanoid. I accept the decision of the masses. <laughs> Eric, you get to start. Okay. Yep. And then I'll me start. and then Tim gets the final decision. Okay. Galaxian. Okay. Or Berserk. Galaxian is a fantastic early shooter, which I really enjoy that one. Not as good as Galaga, but it's pretty good. Um, Berserk's one of my favorite of all time. Coin I, detected in pocket, or is that that's Robotron? Robotron. No, that's Berserk. Oh, is that Berserk? Berserk. No, that's Berserk. Yeah. Yeah. Coin detected in pocket. Um, fight like a chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> the chicken has entered the room. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna pick Berserk. I love Berserk, so I'm picking Berserk. So you're next. Tim, right? I'll listen to what you have to say, but the answer is Berserk. 
Berserk is a fun game. I love it. It is like, it's, well, I won't, I can't say that. It's a fun game. It It's top-down, shooty, fun, whereas Galaxian has historical value. Um, the historical value in it is it's awesome. Okay. That's fair. It is awesome. But Berserk is awesomer. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Tim disagrees, so you're I, a Galaxian I, fan. I, I'm a Galaxian's fan. Yep, I'm Galaxian all the way. Unfortunately, Berserk won that one. Yep, it did. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. You and must start. accept the vote. I accept the vote. I accept the majority rule. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to this next one, and you guys already know. As soon as I say the name of these two games, you guys will know where my vote is. So I'm going to start with Do- Donkey Kong Junior. Okay. Which is a game that's like Donkey Kong, but like more Junior. Junior. It's very Junior. <laughs> yep. Donkey Kong Junior is a very specific game where you pretty much have to learn exactly what to do and do exactly what you're supposed to do. There's not a lot of room for exploration. Exactly. Do what you're going to do. There ain't no yeah. wiggle room in Donkey Kong Junior. Which is I, which I don't enjoy in the game. It's a cute game, great sound, great visuals. I like it. Yep. But the other game it's up against in this particular bracket is Ladybug. Oh, oh yeah. well, there's no competition, is there? I <laughs> I love this might be our, this might be our first unanimous. That's, that's, that's home and gone. <laughs> the Ladybug is a Pac-Man clone? Pac-Man improvement? Yep. Uh, where you're playing more or less Pac-Man, but there's like parts of the maze that are turnstiles, so you yep. can use them strategically to block off characters from being able to get to you. Okay. Lots of different ways to get points. Cody, enough already. Let's just go Ladybug. I love myself some Ladybug. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. is great. Yep. Great game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great game, but ain't no lady. There must be one winner, there like is, in Highlander. There, there is only one. There can only be one. <laughs> All right, Tim. You got the next one here. Tempest. Ooh, this might be hard. Tempest mm. or Time Pilot. Oh, oh now I'm going to be controversial here Ooh. because I never really got on with Time Pilot. I'm this, sorry, guys. This, this is easy. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. This is easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I know I'm not going to win this one because you guys are going to go time pilot, but I'm going to be going tempest all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, Eric. What's your What's your take on these two games? Little backstory. Get a little, get a little flavor in there. A little bit. Uh, time pilot. I grew up with that. Played it everywhere. There was a laundromat close by that had it. I play. I went. I would go in there to not do laundry just to play time pilot. <laughs> Tempest is a game I still have not ha- clocked a lot of hours playing. Like, I've, I've played it here and there and there and there. I played on Jaguar. Jaguar? No, Jaguar. <laughs> 2000. Today, I played it today, and I enjoyed my play- the, the, the playing of it. It's Time Pilot. Time Pilot's the best game. I, I love it. I've, I've always loved Time Pilot. Time I'm going to be the tiebreaker. So Tempest is cool. It's got the rotary knob. Yep. It's got the very cool vector graphics. And if this was most any other game, it would be the winner for me. Yep. Um, I do think in the later levels, it gets to the point where it's so hard to figure out how you're going to... Like, it's hard to figure out when, once the enemies get up to the top surface and they walk across, like, the vectors. I don't know how to explain it better than that. Like, how you kill them without dying. Um, so maybe it, maybe some of it's lack of experience. But Time Play, I can play all day long, over and over and over again. When I die, I know why I died. I know how I can get better. I just need to get better. Yep. And love, um, love grabbing the parachute dudes. I mean, I love, love this. Is a tough one for me. Yeah, this is it a is. really tough one. Yeah, I get it. I love Pilot, Time Pilot, and Tempest is a game I like very much, and I want to love. I just not figured out how to love it yet. It's unfortunate it had a matchup against it's, Time it's Pilot. It's a stupid category. That's what it is. <laughs> there but we go. There we go. It's decided. Time Pilot. Time Pilot's the win. All That's right. Elevator the one. action. 
This is to Eric first, right? Elevator, sure, sure. Elevator action. No, I think it's your turn, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably your turn. Yeah, it's your it? turn. Yep. 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 Okay. Elevator action versus track and field. <sighs> this one's a weird one. I don't. I've not, never clocked a lot of hours between the two. I've played I, both. I honestly have almost no opinion on these two. Um, agreed. I, I, elevator action. Uh, so here's what I'm going to go with. Elevator action is a game that I've played mm-hmm. and tried to figure out, and I just can't wrap my head around it. It's like it, it's like you have to figure out the, what's wrong with the game to figure out how to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where track and field makes sense, yeah. it's just kind of straightforward. Yeah. But just, I can play it. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of like. So I'm leaning slam. towards track and field. What do you guys think? I am exactly the same as you. I never really got on with uh, Elevator Action, I must admit. I know it's a good game, everyone loves it, and that sort of stuff, yada, yada, yada. But for so me, you two pick Elevator Action? I've heard everyone no, loves I mean, it. I'm sorry, Track and track Field. And field. I, think, I think I picked Track and Field, but you can change my mind. But I heard everyone loves Elevator Action, but I've never met someone who has. So I've played both. Track and Field was at a local 7-Eleven. Elevator Action was at a local pizza place. I like elevator action better. I'm voting elevator action. Going in and out of the doors, like trying to go down, the, mu- the music is really slick on there. Um, you got the feeling that you were like the spy in the thing, and when you passed the first building, I mean, there was, a very satis- there was some satisfaction to that. Um, I still remember playing elevator action and, and loving the music. I, 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 it's close. I mean, I, I, I enjoy tra- good track and field, but... I didn't play that as much as Elevator Action because I thought Elevator Action was a better game. I'm picking Elevator Action. Okay, so I'm on the fence. Yep. So I put myself in a situation where I get to be the decision maker. Didn't intend to. Sorry. What are the controls on Elevator Action? Oh, Elevator Action. Well, there's joystick, multiple multiple directions because you can go up and down the elevators. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can go left and right on the floors. Remember, if you shoot the lights, the little lights fall down, so you have a fire button. Um, when dudes come out of the door, you can shoot the dudes. So there's a fire joystick button. Joystick and one button. Yep. D- joystick and one button. I think there might be a jump, too. Is there a way where all the kids at the local arcade found cool little hacks in real life, physical hacks, in order to get better at the game? No. No. Elevators. Tim, and did they do that in track and field? Did they like use a pencil and rock it back and forth? Oh well, yeah, I guess you could do that. that so sort of the game almost became a puzzle to solve in real physical media. Mm. Track and field. Track and field. Right. <laughs> Track and field sounds cooler. The people have spoken. They have. I'll be honest. Both of them don't yeah. entertain me. No. Right. Sorry. Elevator Action was never one I loved in no, arcade, no, but no. I, I played it. I played more hyper sports than track and field. Okay. Okay. Here's an interesting. Oh, I get to start now, right? Because even though I. No, no, no. Tim starts. Yep. Punch Out, the arcade game, not the NES game. Punch Out. Yep. <laughs> Foreshadowing versus Xevious. Yeah. Mm. I probably got to go with Xevious. Mainly because I played that more than Punch Out. I didn't really see many Punch-Out! arcade machines, personally. Played more of the Nintendo one, right? Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Xavius, I can remember, specifically in the arcade at, in a place called Weymouth. 
um, in Alexandra Palace, in Alexandra Gardens. And I can remember feeding Xavius plenty of um, coins back at the time. Um, yeah, so for me, Xavius. Xavius. Also Xavius, even though it doesn't matter at this point, but... I remember seeing Punch Out with the wireframe guy. Yes, mm-hmm. but I played at Danny S. Punch Out first. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and it was different. Yeah. Yep, it was. It wasn't different. even close. Same here. The guy was bigger. He was wireframe, which was cool because you could actually see through him. Thank you, Nintendo, for that. It's fair, yeah. But it was not a rhythm, uh, memory-based game. It was like mashing buttons and more of a mashing buttons game, which is exactly my experience. And Xevious. It's just good everywhere you go. Like it's the. I mean, I don't it, love Zevius either. It's not brilliant, but I know what it is. But yeah, yeah. you know what it is. Yeah. I like it. I like Zevius. Yeah. I think it's, it's a yeah. great game. Yeah. So yeah, Zevius is it. Yeah. All right. Something's okay. happening here. Hold on. What happened here? Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. Can I edit those? I can edit the. Hold on. Getting the winner of that round sorted. To be fair, yeah, yeah. So the, the bracket I'm using is like a sports bracket, so it's asking me questions that have nothing to do with video games. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh. Here we go. This one goes to Eric. Eric. Okay, I'm ready. So so first of all, before I ask this question, yeah. make sure we're on the same page. I'm just going to ask you, see if you're on the same wavelength as me. Okay. Are we talking about, like, historical value of games, or are we talking about, like, are these games, like, if we want to go play them right now? Yes. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Oh, combination. Yeah. Yep. I go with right now. Yeah, but the thing is, is maybe some of these games you don't have that nostalgia value with because right. you may may not have played those in the arcade originally. Which is why I'm treating them right now, so I don't have yeah. any nostalgia for the ones I've played as a kid versus the earlier ones. Yep. Okay. Think, no, that's fair enough. I'm taking it. Yeah, yep. I think it's a combination. Yep. Whatever cool. way you want to take it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You do you, bro. Pong. Okay. Pong. The original Pong. Pong, the arcade. There's only one Pong arcade. There's Atari Pong. Yep. Okay. Versus Burger Time. Okay. So you know the original Atari Pong was only a two-player game. It didn't play. You couldn't play against the computer. So you had to have someone come with come up with you to play that game, that original one. It's interesting. Atari. Interesting. Burger Time was one player. Cool. Burger Time was one player. Yeah. So I mean, you could walk up there, put a quarter, and have some fun. Couldn't do that with Pong. Had to have a friend with you. Hmm. I yeah. love I love Pong. I mean, don't get me wrong. Do you really though? Do you love Pong? I grew I grew up with the Telstar consoles that were just Pong. It was really just Pong. Eric, we're gonna play either Mario Kart or Pong right now. Are yeah. you gonna play Pong? No, we're gonna play Mario Kart. <laughs> so you gotta let me finish though. Oh I'm sorry, sorry. So Pong Can I finish? I, I love the I, I I a lot of people will say what you're saying about Pong. It's just you know, it's it's antiquated. I like Pong. It's fun, especially if you have two players. It's burger time's burger time. It's a better game. It's a deeper game. It's it's a more fun game. Burger time. That's it. That's the answer. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna defer my answer to and, and this is Pixel Guide, and if you don't pick Burger Time, you're a commie. Exactly. This is Burger Time. Yeah. Burger Time is the answer to everything when you're on the Pixel Garden podcast. <laughs> so what okay. so I don't so, agree with that logic, but So Cody, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Are you gonna jump in bed with Putin or are you gonna vote for Burger Time? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna hear what you're gonna do here. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there are cool versions of Pong. Absolutely. Original Pong is hey, not Eric, cool anymore. I love Burger Time. I'm <laughs> Cody Hoffman. I'm very. I'm always very uh, vocal about the fact that I want to play games now, not then. Correct. Yep. Pong is not a fun game now. No. 
Every once in a while, I'll pull, I'll pull it up and just be like, cool, remember this? This is like how it started. Beep, cool. Beep, Anyways. Beep. Yeah. Burger time. <laughs> yep. Burger time. Which is a game about making burgers by running over the top of them and throwing pepper in. Yeah. Dropping um, the buns down. Throw in pepper in the path of eggs and sausage. Living human eggs. What do they call it? I forgot. Anthropomorphic eggs. Yeah. I, I've played enough Burger Time recently. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to know more about Burger Time, you go on YouTube forward slash pixel guide and watch my YouTube series on Burger Time. Tim. Yes. It's Pol- you, though, isn't it? Pole position. No, I, I, I seceded my vote, I think. Okay. Pole position. Time Pilot 84. Now, for other games on this list, I've got rid of variables. Yeah. Like, I put 1942 in, but not 1943. Mm-hmm. But I know one of us has a soft spot for Time Pilot 84 specifically. We yeah. have to include it. I'm going to go pole position. Pole position. Simply because I never really played Time Pilot 84 other than after Eric mentioned it. And I gave it a quick go. And... Time pilot, kind of, um, but pole position is two things for me. It's the nostalgia, and personally, I think it's the better game. Yeah, I get what you guys are saying. I mean, I, I understand. I feel like I'm going to lose this one, but I fell in love with Time Pilot '84 one summer. It, it has a lock-on mechanic, which I don't. I think a lot of people don't understand. They don't get it when they play it. Uh, people that I mentioned, like I know Amigo Aaron, when he was talking about Time Pilot '84 and the Amigos. He was just saying he just didn't get it. He doesn't like it. But I think if you spend a little time with it and you learn the lock-on mechanic for the missiles, it is a it is an action-packed, super fun game. And I I mean I was this was this in my whole life this is the high score king. This is the game where I I wanted to get the high score on my main cabinet, and my neighbor would come over and beat it, and then I'd beat him, and then we'd go back and forth. Who was like a third your age? No, no, yeah, absolutely. No, nope. I agree. His name's Wilson Parker. <laughs> he listens occasionally. Wilson. Uh, he's, uh, he was he was in high school at the time. Um, my vote will will be Time Pilot eighty four because I love it and I always have. You guys have only talked about Time Pilot. What's pole position? Discuss pole position. I need to hear some. I need. Yeah. I'm trying to make my decision over here. Prepare to qualify. Prepare to qualify. Now, I didn't play the arcade one a lot. I played the Atari 5200 one, which was very close to the arcade. Yep. Like, it was yep. a beautiful version. So, I have to admit, I didn't play it in the arcade a ton. So, I did play it in the arcade with the wheel, with the wheel, like in the, in the pedal. So, it was very, very cool. Um, but it's a kind of a very one dimensional racing game. Like, there isn't a whole lot going on on the game. Like you, the tracks are the same. It's it's a very linear racing game. Tim's turning red over here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, I think you would agree. I with can me. see your point and I can yeah. understand what you're saying, but you're wrong. Right. <laughs> I'm putting a very difficult position here. Yeah, you I've do. You never understood pole position, mm-hmm. and I've wanted to figure out time pilot eighty four, and I've never understood that either. Okay. So at this point, if I were to close my eyes and blah, 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 which one do I want to try to get into right now? It's Time Pilot 84. Mm-hmm. Yep. Honestly, because of Eric's passion for it, and Eric and I have a lot of games we love together. Like, we have very few ones we don't agree with. And Pole Position, I think, started something. Mm-hmm. But going back to it, it's not going to be enough compared to what I've played now to, for me to want to play it today. Yeah. If, it, if we're going on what I would pick up and play out of those two right now, I've got to put my hand on my heart and say pole position but i also want to play some more of time yeah. pilot time pilot 84 
Excellent. I do have a feeling that if I sat down with the, a person who wanted to play Time Flyer and I showed them what to do, like, yeah. you got to do this and you got to do this. There's two buttons here. There's a lock on. I get fire it. Button. I get it. Yeah. I think I could convince you that it's a fantastic game. Yeah, but Eric, yeah. Pole Position isn't Outrun. No. Which I want you to compare to. Sure. Outrun. Robotron. Oh. <gasps> Was it 84? 2084. 2084. Thank you. This is going to be tough. This one's going to be tough for me because I love both of these games. I do. I love both of them. <laughs> what Outrun? Yeah, Outrun versus Robotron. I don't think either of you guys liked Outrun. In the past, you guys have both dissed that game. The the, the home versions of Outrun blow blow chunks. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the home versions of this, but the uh, the arcade version of Outrun is fantastic. Well, okay, I well, love the arcade version. We're talking about arcade games. Am I not? Am I right? Absolutely. What am I crazy? Yeah, the originals. We're talking about arcade games, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> what am I crazy? Um, so Outrun, I love in the arcade. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful game. Um, but Robotron twenty eighty four, it's the original twin stick shooter. I mean you. The only thing, the only problem with twenty with Robotron is that by level three, it's hard as nails. Oh, so we well, we just played. I just played just my played first time in yeah. a physical arcade. Yeah, we got to like five or six. No, but but can't you agree? By three, it's like oh, oh it fills up a lot of this stuff. This is getting yeah. rough. Yeah, it does. It is. This but is I getting feel rough. Like if I put twenty bucks into that and sat there, yeah, I could get to seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Which listen, I've played much more of the main cabinet I have at home of Robotron, and I've configured the twin sticks. To oh, do. that's cool! I haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, it's easy to do in the controls. I mean, it's it's got two sticks, and you can configure to do it. And I've played a ton of it, and so I've gotten pretty good at it. Um, but Outrun, I mean, is Outrun. It's a classic, and it's a beautiful racing game, and it's a lot of fun. The music is fantastic. I, I have to go with Robotron twenty eighty four, the original twin stick shooter, and I love twin stick shooters you know that i'll buy i'll buy one on the switch whenever it comes up like I, i'm in so i'm going for robotron 2084 tim is so ready to talk <laughs> i'm ready to finished i'm finished. finished i'm finished how can you go against outrun i'm sorry if it was any other game i'm tim. sorry but outrun is just the game in the arcade if i see it even if there's if there was an outrun and a Star Wars sit-down cab next to each other, it would be outrun every time. I respect that. I respect your decision. Yep. Yep. But you're wrong. <laughs> I allowed him to go out of order because I knew what he was going to yeah. say. I respect his decision. <laughs> I respect it too, but I'm going to say Robotron. Oh, whoa! Whoa! Oh, no! <laughs> I will say one of my greatest memories of all time is walking into the arcade in downtown Sacramento. And back in the day, Walking down into the cellar where this arcade was, stinky, and you could hear Robotron above all the rest. Yeah. Like William's sound effects? Yeah. William, Williams has some They're kind simple of... simple and visceral and like they bore into your skull in a good way. Yeah. I mean, Albert's in there with the music and like... Yeah, the, that's, that's, but, good, that's good, but it ain't no magical sound, sh- sound shower. I'm sorry, but it's just... I don't, so to, to pontificate, or yeah. not pontificate, too... Elaborate. Elaborate, thank you. Um, Robotron is quick and visceral and action and everything, and gameplay is king. Outrun, uh, it's got all the graphics and the audio and everything, but the gameplay itself, to me, I can't, and I don't enjoy. Yeah, but you're saying there's visceral and uh, all the emotive elements on it. You sit, yeah. you go in a sit-down Outrun, 
proper sit down oh, outrun. I mean, yeah. And you're you're like all over the place. You're in in this in I the sea. I played one sit down outrun before, and it was awesome. Amazing, was awesome. amazing. Well, I'll have to try it and see if it changes. But the gameplay to me in outrun is secondary to graphics and sound. Yeah. And ultimately, I want to play good gameplay. That's just me. I will tell you, for one quarter, if this if there's an outrun next to a Robotron, I'm pay- playing the Robotron. You might have to come back to this one for the time being, right now, yep. today. Okay, okay. Yep. Okay. And that was actually Eric's first start, so I get to start on this one, which okay. is Rampage. Okay, that's cool, cool, cool. Versus Sprint 2. Oh. Sprint, Sprint 2 is Tim's addition to oh, this I list. love Sprint 2 as and well. And I knew nothing about it, and I was about to poo-poo it. But we got to go play it in San Francisco at... Uh, Museum Mechanique. Are we back to Silence of the Lambs again? <laughs> Mechanique. <laughs> um, so Rampage, which is a game I saw all over as a kid. Mm-hmm. Bowling alleys. Every bowling alley had a Rampage. Yep. Rampage is a confusing game. It is. It's yep. kind of weird. Yep. Controls never felt like they do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. You don't fully understand it if you're a kid playing Rampage. Yeah. You don't fully understand Rampage. I don't think any kid ever did. You you destroy <laughs> buildings. You try yep. to save damsels. You Grab try people, to you eat them. Attack uh, uh, tanks and, and helicopters and things. And it's cool and it's visceral and it's fun. Sprint is a black and white mm-hmm. 1976 yep. game. Yep. Where. The, the wheels don't even work like you think they should because the just wheel, got a yank the more on those you turn wheels. the wheel the more yep. it'll turn but no the wheels in this game dictate where you're pointed yep so if you turn it 90 degrees you're now pointed down if you turn it another 30 degrees you're pointed like what is that south east yeah and yep. if you turn it back so it's like it's yeah. not correct no but once you wrap your head around it it's not the controls racing. of like off-road or something no, like no, where you not. whip the wheel no. around and get around corners it's yep. not like that at all Yep. And I found that out when we were at the arcade. I was like, yeah. what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like, it's a black and white game. It's super simple. You'd think it's it's boring, but I would. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't say I love it. I enjoyed that game a lot. Yeah. yeah. I knew what I was doing after I played once. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep playing because we only, we only had so much time. Yep. I could play that. And there's so many different tracks. Yep. yep. And it's player on player and also a couple of computer players. Yep. yep. I think it's great. And you've got the I'd oil slicks in there, the smoke and all that sort of stuff. It's yeah, just brilliant. So, so that's Tim's choice, too. That's my choice. Jo- disagreed everything I said. Uh, yeah, so you just yep. said Sprint 2. Sprint, sprint two. 2. And Cody, you said Sprint 2. I said Sprint 2. Eric? It doesn't really matter what I say, but I'm not a big fan of Rampage. I'm going to pick Sprint 2. Yeah. Because I'm like with you. Once I figured <laughs> out the controls, I was like, I want to play this more, but we were moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, glad we got to play that there because yeah, that was that was interesting because I think I've always thought Rampage more suited the home computer market rather than arcade because think, you get more chance of playing it and that. to understand the game to understand Maybe. it, just sitting down and yeah. chilling out with it. So yeah. that being said, Tim, this is one that before we put this list together, I'd never played. Mm-hmm. It's an Eric game. He threw it out there, oh. and. I have since played it, and I think this can be a tough one. Okay, I don't know where you're. I don't know where you land on it. All right, Frogger, of which classic. I've got a 3D case little yep. art piece over here. Just yep. that classic, yep. classic, yep. Yep. George Costanza classic. Oh yeah, versus the game that never made it to America, Satan's Hollow. Ooh, I, I mean, it's not a not a difficult decision for me. I I have my answer. But I want to hear what you have to say. I'll go and first. I get to go last. Sure. I'll go first. 
Is um, it me to go or Eric it's to go? Tim's turn to oh, go. Oh, me to go. Okay. I've got to be very honest on this and say I'd never heard of Satan's Hollow. Mm-hmm. Nor until, have I until a week ago. Until till you threw that out and yep. then you, I've heard, I you, take it back. I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, and then you put that on your main cab up there. And I thought that was a really unique game. Deep, deeper than most shooters will ever be. Like, yeah, I mean, from that era. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I'll be honest, I did get a chance to play it. I watched you play it. I watched you have a quick go on it. Mm-hmm. Frogger, everyone knows Frogger. Everyone, you, knows. you, you know what to do. It's simple, simplistic game. It's a classic. It's a stone cold classic game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if someone put from the point of view that you're making two games together, which am I going to play? going to go satan's hollow wow wow eric yeah i love frogger so i mean don't get me wrong i love it i, I oh, still play to this day a lot. <laughs> but i i'm gonna pick satan's hollow because wow. it, it's a deep one thing i love about satan's hollow is that every, every time i tell someone to play the game and try it out it's a much deeper shooter than most people will give it credit for yeah the strategy to it you got to build the bridge you got to know when to not cross the bridge and gain points it's a point game, and I, I, Satan's Hollow is it. So. so it's decided. I need to give my point of view. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I did not want to see this matchup. Yeah. I love Frogger. Yeah, it's me like too. It's one of my top five classic games. Me too. Yep. And my pick is Frogger. Yeah. That being said, I just played Satan's Hollow. When I first played it, it seemed like a cheap knockoff yeah, I can. Galaga, I, I understand. Yep. Throw it, throw it into the Mega Library kind of game. Yep. As I learn more and more about it, I want to dig into it and more and the more and more. It doesn't take change the fact that it's not polished. It's got a, it's a rough edges game. Yeah, Frogger is polished. Yeah, um, and it just works and it does what you want to do. Satan's Hall is a game you want to dig into. It's like a home arcade. But if I just went to the arcade. Maybe a bit too much? Exactly. I was just about to make that point. I think that if you're going to put a quarter in a game, you're more likely going to want to put a quarter in Frogger because you know what you're going to get. Whereas Satan Hollow is is something that more suited to like playing at home on a micro or something like that. So but you're changing your... No, I'm not, not changing my view. No, not changing Satan's my view. Satan's if, if, yeah. if I had a quarter in my hand right. and I wanted to go Satan's Hollow right Poor now. Frogger. All right, all right. Okay. So, Eric, this one goes to you. Yep. Two games with the letter P. Okay. Paperboy. Yep. Ooh, nice. Popeye. Oy. That's a tough one. Popeye or Paperboy? No, no competition for me, but anyway. I think it's I'm, funny you say that, and I have no idea where your mind is going. I think I know what he's going to say, and I think I'm going to say the opposite. Okay. I love okay. Paperboy. I love the handlebars. love the arcade machine, throwing the thing. But man, I played a ton of Popeye in the arcade. Um, I love the simplicity of it and grabbing the little hearts coming down. I pick him Popeye. I'm picking Popeye. Need to go? Yep. If you want to. Okay. Yep. Tim's ready to go. Simple. It's, Simple. Yeah. Paperboy. So I get to be the decider. Yep. Paperboy. <laughs> I'm a hot take. Okay. Paperboy, yeah, is a very ugly sounding, ugly looking game with horrible <laughs> hit detection. Uh, ugly sounding. I hate 
Paperboy. Okay. okay. I do not like this game. I you are welcome to your opinion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And then the well, paper, and you press yeah, the button, but, and four seconds later, it throws it through some guy's window, and you go, shoot, and the guy comes after, and then all of a sudden, there's a, a, a tire in the middle. You didn't have time to see the tire, but he crashed on the tire, and there's a bonus stage, a great dirt bike. I just wanted to get to the bonus stage, because that was fun. Yeah. yeah. The rest yeah. of it was garbage. That's my opinion. I'm sticking That's to interesting. It. I didn't know you had such a loathing for... I've never enjoyed that. Now, I started with the NES version. Yeah, I have since played the arcade version, and I don't like it any better. Yeah, but have you played the real arcade with, version with the, handlebars. with the handlebars and all that? I have not stuff? played with the handlebars. Right, okay. okay. So we're, 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 we're not comparing apples with apples here, are we? We are, we are not. However, I enjoy Popeye. Okay. I it's do. a game where you pop up, single-screen yep. game. I love single-screen arcade games. Yep. Uh, it takes a little bit. It's a little deep. Yeah, it's absolutely. not just like do this. It's like no, avoid this, do this, grab this. You trying to grab a spinach and, and the like, kitches, yeah. kisses and the. Um, it's simple. Yeah, it's simple enough I'll, to play. I'll be up front. It's not going to make it way up the list here, and if it's up to me. Yeah, but it's not Paperboy. I, I mean, I played Paperboy in the arcade a lot with the handlebars, with all the whole thing, and I enjoyed it. I, I don't think I have the loathing that you have for it. Um, I, I just. It it didn't it just didn't sit well with me. I mean it didn't it wasn't one of my favorites. I didn't want to so mad right now. I didn't <laughs> want to put it is. So anyway, I, I my I'm I'm squarely behind Popeye as well. Popeye gets the win. <clears throat> and the next one goes to Well, I guess it goes to me because I let you guys battle it out again. Yep. Oh, another one I don't want to see, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, bummer. These are like Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're both ones I think we added to the list. Both are, as a team, we added to the top okay. 50. Okay. Bubble Bobble kicks. And bum because I recently enjoyed, like, felt played kicks. And I more enjoyed the concept of the game than the game itself. Because I played other versions of Kicks that came later that I really enjoyed that had more rules and more things going on. But Bubble Bobble's amazing. Bubble Bobble, you're these little dinosaurs, Bub and Bob, and you're, you can't, you have to, it's a single screen platformer game. You play through 100 levels, beat the big boss, you win. You impl- and it's like a co-op game. You can't play it really by yourself. You can, but you can't. My best times have been playing with someone yeah, else. You gotta play yeah. with somebody else. And, yeah. and it's not just going around on a single platform. You can bounce on the bubbles. And that's part of the puzzle of the levels. Yeah, you kind you of have to, to learn the areas. physics of how the bubbles work, how they yep. capture enemies, how you push them, when they pop. Yep. You can get extra for extra lives. Bubble Bobble is amazing. Right in the water streams down. and Yep. 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 But like- Kicks is a game where, just real quick... Yep. You've got a square. You've got this thing in the middle that's kind of moving around. I can't describe it. Like a it. line a bunch of that's lines. a rotating line. Kind it's of. a bad guy, and you try to basically cut off little sections of the box. It's a painter game, isn't it? Yeah, trap yeah. painting. Yeah, trap trying to cover it. And it's a fun in. game. I've, I've enjoyed kicks. Yep. So. You know my do we, do we all disagree on one? Yep. Bubble Bubble. Yeah, bubble. it's Bubble Bubble. Yeah. Sorry, kids. It, it will always be Bubble Bubble. Always be Bubble Bubble. <laughs> well, there we go. I guess we're done with this segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Segment's over. No, I mean, it, there are games that could be Bubble Bubble. In the arcade. Like, <laughs> like Commando Uh-oh. or Battlezone. Oh, okay. Ooh, two, two military-based games. Yep, yeah. yep. They both have their merits. Of course. Battlezone is an utter Stone Cold classic. It is. Mm-hmm. And fun. 
Loved it. Probably there'll probably be more people out there that probably will prefer Battlezone than Commando. Are you one of them? Battlezone being a vector-based, like yep. first-person uh, it, tank. One of the simulator. very first first-person games. I mean, there were other ones like like there was uh, some mouse in a maze chasing cheese or something. But and the ant attack on the ZX Spectrum. But as far as arcade games, one of the first first person where you really felt like you were the first person like shooter mm-hmm. you know what i mean what, what about from, what about I, sea wolf sea wolf before he said one of them he said, said one, one of them, them. Yeah. Not, yeah. not the only yeah. not yeah. the only i played this game battle zone for my first time on the arcade machine yep. in san francisco a couple days yeah. ago so yeah i want to make sure to play it especially since we're going to talk about it so wireframe had the um very much like a vectrix which was which to me, brought a little nostalgia for my Vectrix. Yeah. Because the bottom half is green, and they literally put a, a piece of red clear plastic over the top to make the score look red. Yep, they did. But it's really just white vector-based graphics underneath. Yep. So is this my decision first? You are first. I, I just simply got to go with, if the two machines are side-by-side, what am I going to put the That's pretty in? much what you, what you... That really boils down to yeah. the decision. Yeah, and Commando is a top-down, uh, vertically-scrolling running gun. Yep. I'm yeah. going to go Commando. As much as I love Battlezone and I appreciate it as an all-time classic and all that sort of stuff, if I'm going to say, what am I going to put my quarter in? It's going to be Commando. Yeah, I love same exact thing. I love Battlezone, but it's Commando. Battlezone is a tech demo. Commando is a game. Chosen. Okay. That's my opinion. Yep. Now, this one's going to be very... Actually... Maybe I'll break... I need to break protocol for this one. Raise your hand if you've played Inferno. I have, yeah. Okay, no, we're going to stay... We're going to stick then. Okay, Eric, you got first take. Inferno versus Tron. Oh. Two games I've never really played all that much. I've played both of them in the arcade. I was never a huge fan of Tron. So... And I played a ton of Inferno. One of my favorite games... Um, I know it's not popular, and I know people will probably be scratching their heads thinking, I've never you seen it. You need to go into the history of this game. Yeah, yeah so, do. Uh, and I'll keep it brief. Um, there was a local convenience store near my house called Bing's Market, and I would go in there, and they would always have two arcade machines there that were swapped out routinely. But for a while, there was a game called Inferno. Later in life, just recently, a few years ago, I learned there were only 40 of them in the United States. Forty. Wow. So that's why I don't think anyone's going to know. It's a Williams game, though, just like Robotron. So it's going to have it had big sound, big graphics. Um, it was a dual stick game with buttons on the top of each stick that you would fire, so you could rotate your guy. It was a maze game, like it was a like kind of a there was a maze. It's hard to explain, but it's a maze. You were in hell, like an inferno, mm-hmm. and you were shooting demons. You're trying to get out of hell, and but it was basically a maze game where you went up and down. You could control the direction. And then the other controlled the direction your guy faced. So running and then change the face. Kind of like Robotron on an isometric, kind isometric of, 3D kind maze. Of, kind of, but you could rotate your guy instead of just firing in a different direction. Um, my friend and I, Jesse, just played that game to death until it just disappeared one day out of there. And I never saw it again. But I, I remember Aww. it. We put Aww. a lot of quarters in there. Um, I'm going to pick it. I have to pick Inferno because I didn't like Tron that much. Not the arcade version. I remember when Inferno was still in the arcades <laughs> before it disappeared. 
Exactly. Never to be seen again. I get second pick. Okay. I saw a video of your Inferno. You showed yep. it to me. Yep. It looks super cool. It I does. feel like it was way undermarketed and it should have been a great game. 100%. Tron is like four games in one. Yeah. And you got to learn each game individually mm-hmm. and become somehow good at them. And none of the games are just like, here's the task. It's like, so here's the task. But remember, like, depending on what your angle is, like your bullet moves in a slightly different way and it's pixel perfect and it's weird. Yeah. And I never got a handle of it, and I would never put another quarter in Tron unless it was the only game at the arcade. I feel 100% like you do. And I never gelled with Tron. Perno! But what do you think, Tim? Do you <clears throat> like Tron? I'm ambivalent to either, to be honest with you. I've got no real opinion on either. Okay. There we go. That's it. I got first talk on this next one. Okay. This one? Uh, I, actually, I don't think this will be controversial. I think at this point, at this day and age... Nostalgia aside, most people are going to agree with me on this. Missile Command versus Dragon's Lair. Very different games. Very different. Yeah, this is a weird one. This is a weird one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So I'm going to cut it down. So Missile Command is a game where you're shooting missiles and trying to intercept, like, missiles incoming. Yeah, the ultimate ultimate trackball game, too. With a trackball. Yeah, you're trying to stop Armageddon, basically. Versus a Laserdisc game, which is beautiful full animation with amazing sound and everything, but the imp- game is just like inputs at the right time. So, gameplay versus no gameplay. It's a video game podcast, it's a, it's right? A, it's a choose-your-own-adventure game. Also, working Dragon's machine Life. versus never-working machine. Very yeah. rarely working machine, yeah. Missile Command. Missile Command. And Missile Command. And, 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 and one, one common thread between the two is they were both cultural phenomenons. You remember Missile, Missile oh, Command yeah. came out, it was like the Cold War, and everyone was like... I did not. I can't remember that because I wasn't alive. But right, but you're like, like saving, yeah. you're saving this, these cities from nuclear Armageddon, and it was like very culturally relevant yep dragon's lair was like a phenomenon like everyone's like oh my god it's a cartoon look at that i felt like i was dirk the daring right but i i I, i'm going to pick missile Missile command yeah all the way tim yes joust yes rainbow islands oh that's a spicy meatball that's a tough one i don't like this one um Gotta play it. The play has started. Teams are competing. You gotta help them figure it out. I love both these and play them often. Tim's gonna think. I'm gonna let Tim do his... Oh, you want me to go? I'm just gonna say, let's describe Joust and describe... Yeah, so Joust is brilliant. You're... It's a platform, single screen platform, but you can go off of side of each edges. You're a warrior flying on an ostrich. As you do. As As you you do. do. You have a button that flaps... You flap to fly. Flappy Bird, the battle game. It's yep. the original Flappy Bird. Yep. When you <laughs> collide with an enemy, if your joust stick is higher than theirs, you win. It's yep. that simple. Yep. Um, but you don't just win. They turn into an egg. They turn into an egg. Not all and the then, time. Not all the time. But yeah, when they yeah. turn into an egg, and then you got to go chase the egg. And if you get the egg, that's great. If you don't, they hatch. They then another ostrich flies off the screen yep. and grabs him, and you fly off. Yep. There is a kind of... To, to motivate you to finish the level, there is a pterodactyl that comes on the screen. And the cool thing in the attract screen, it says, unbeatable pterodactyl? With a question mark. Stab him in the nose like five times. If you stab him in the mouth, like right in the mouth, you can defeat him. And, and the first time my wife saw me do that, she, was, she didn't know you could do that. She was like, how, 
Huh? How huh? did you beat that? Because huh? Joust is, is a favorite of hers. Yeah. yeah, and don't forget the hands that come out the lava the on hands either come out side of the lava and grab you. <laughs> and the coolest thing is they don't just pull you down. If an enemy flies too close to that lava, yep. they'll grab they'll the enemy pull and pull them, them down, down as too. well. So yep. you guys are very excited about this game. How could any game compete? Well, well Rainbow Island. You get Rainbow Islands. It's just an amazing game. It really is a sequel to Bubble Bobble. Yep. Yep. It is, but it plays different. It plays completely different. It plays different. But I mean, um, and I love Rainbow Islands. I mean, you're a little cherubic character, like fat cheeks and little character, and you have an Bob umbrella. And Bob, but you're back to being human. You're back to being human. Yeah. But you know what? I'll stop you there. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is if we're taking this on what we're doing, we're comparing arcade games. Mm-hmm. We're not comparing home console, home computer versions. Correct. And it's very rare that you'll actually see an rainbow islands arcade machine to actually play it okay that's true so very very true there's there was an abundance of joust very few rainbow islands another williams game right yeah yeah so what's your choice tim what game would you play today if i had both of them sitting behind me right if they were in the arcade if i saw the two together in the arcade I think I would choose Rainbow Islands because of the rarity and the novelty aspect of it. If it was down to the game... Which it is. I think I'd have to go with Joust. So are you picking Joust? I'm picking Joust. Eric? I love Rainbow Islands. I mean, with the the umbrella and the little collect-em-ups with the vegetables. It's Joust. But it's Joust. It's Joust. Three for Joust. I also agree. Yeah. It's it's such a horrible category that one because I love 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 Rainbow yep. Islands, but yeah. no, another cool thing is that another cool thing about Joust is the multiplayer aspect. Yeah, and we we played some. Yeah, because you can play <laughs> two player, but you can play either yeah, as a team co-op or you can play against each other. Yeah. All exactly. right. Yep. We're gonna start speeding up here. Okay. Okay. We have not gone through all the games. However, round one was the lower seeded games. Yeah. Meaning the top forty and the ten that we chose at the bottom. Yeah. So this one goes to t- Eric first. Okay. Arkanoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asteroids. Arkanoid or Asteroids. So as we've discussed the games, are we now just going to go quick decisions? Well, we haven't talked about Asteroids yet. So if you want to mention anything about Asteroids, okay. please do. But yep. A lot of people know Asteroids. It's a top-down space shoot in one of the original yep. games. Yep. All buttons, Vector-based. no joystick. You yep. rotate left, you rotate right, you um, fire, you have a... Um, Hyperspace button, so that you can just show up in somewhere else if you're in a real pickle. It's a vector. I like it. If you're in a vector, it's a vector-based game, so it's very unique, very, uh, you know, you don't see that every day. Um, I have a history with Asteroids. I played it a lot in the arcade. Um, I, I pick Asteroids. Absolutely. Asteroids is my choice. This is a tough one. This is a tough one for me. I think they're all going to be tough from this point. Yeah, yeah. I love Arkanoid. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for vector graphics. And as they're both kind of like the main starting point for their genre. Yep. I think they both got better with age with, with other games that copied them. But if I was going to play one of these, I think I'm going to pick Asteroids. Mm-hmm. Tim? Yep. I'm on board with that. Asteroids it is. Asteroids yep. it is. Um... Oh, interesting. Hey, guys, I missed one, and I apologize. So we have to go back to round one for one I did not get. Okay, Okay. that's fine. And this is going to be very interesting, and I get the first pick. Yeah. 
Which will be very funny because I don't love either of these games. Hmm. Spy Hunter and Gorf. Ooh. Spy Hunter does the Peter Gunn theme. Sounds like it should be really cool. Boring gameplay. I never cared for it. Gorf, it's a shooter. It's like four shooters in one. It's like, let's do some Galaga. Let's do some Space Invaders. Let's do some Phoenix. And it just kind of mixes them all together. Yep. If I had to play one, I'm going to pick Gorf. If there were two machines in front of me and I had to pick one, it'd be Spy Hunter. Love it. Tim. I'm exactly the same as Eric. Spy Hunter it is. Spy Hunter. Yep. And I love Gorf. Yep. Spy Hunter, yep. I think, is better, funner, more cool. game. Got more I longevity. I don't love either. So. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that brings me to mine. Okay. Uh, Spy Hunter, which I've already decided I don't care for, mm-hmm. and Berserk. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> Berserk is like Robotron, but not twin stick. It's like single stick and a button. Not quite as elegant as Robotron or fast, but with more going on. And you got the smiley guy with his name again. Otto. 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 Evil Otto. Yep. Yep. I don't think there's any Who mocks you as you play. What did you say? I don't think there's any competition on this one. I don't think so. No. no. I'm going berserk. 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 Yeah. All right. We're going to start moving here. Yep. Tim, you got first one here. 1942, Ladybug. 1942 being a Capcom shooter, one of the original, like, more modern shmups. Ooh, that's a tough choice. Uh, With you the, got the loop-de-loops, one of the first one of the first games, if not the first game, to use, like, a bomb. Yeah. Yep. With the annoying whistle sound. I think I'm probably going to be controversial, and I think I know I'm going to lose this one out, but I'm going to go 1942. I'm because it's controversial for most people. I, I love that game, and I've played that way more than I've played Ladybug, so I'm going 1942. I've played way more 1942 and really enjoyed it over Ladybug. I love Ladybug, but I have to pick 1942. I played the crap single, out of that singles, not, not even a single tier, like four tiers from this eye. Yeah, I know. I know. 1942 is boring. You guys are killing me. All right. <laughs> Ladybug's the right choice, but 1942 <laughs> takes it. Okay. I almost accidentally put it on Ladybug, but there you go, 1942. I might keep that in mind when we get to your favorites. <laughs> Oh, come on, now you're making this a battle. <laughs> he Try was to... like, Ooh. <laughs> Eric Centipede, mm-hmm. Time Pilot. Oh, boy. Classic. Centipede's a classic. Everyone knows Centipede. Yep. Um, left, right, you go up and down. Little... I'll do the sound effects in the yeah. background. The little rows of dudes can go behind you, so you have to be cognizant of where you are on the screen at all times. You shoot up, you can shoot through the mushrooms. Yep, but if you if the centipede hit a mushroom, then yep. it will bounce back, and then it can come yep. down a lot quicker. And if you've got uh, the mushrooms in a line, then the centipede yep. can just bounce between those and come straight back and if down. If you hit the you. centipede, he splits in half, and then you have, now you have two things to contend with. Really great game. Love that one. Time Pilot wins. I like Time Pilot a lot better. But no trackball, Eric. Centipede's got a trackball. I never felt the trackball worked with Centipede, I'll be honest. Really? I, I, I enjoy it. If I see it in the arcade and I see the trackball, I get kind of giddy. I get a little giddy. Time Pilot. Yeah, Time Pilot. Did we even give, let Tim have a word? Nope. There's no point. Time Pilot. <laughs> time pilot. Centipede is, is okay. Yeah, but it it's is not, okay. It's no Time Pilot. Uh, Sorry. Good, so you agree. Okay, good. My turn. Yeah. Track and field. Space Invaders. Space Invaders was so revolutionary that I don't love it anymore. 
don't know if I ever loved it. Yeah, I don't know if I, I ever loved it. I created a whole shmup genre. But track and field is just like tapping A and B back and forth. That's all it is. I'm I'm split on this. I really don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an odd two to put together, really. It is an isn't odd it? two. And yeah. they're so different and so even from their time eras are different. Time eras, yeah. Yeah. But I will say is that Space Invaders, when I finally clear that entire first wave, the next wave is identical. That bores me, track and field. Yep. I'm gonna I'm we're gonna keep this simple. Track and field. Tim? Just just for posterity? Just for the record. I'd probably just go antagonistic and go track and field. You would. <laughs> All right, Tim, he gets first picks here. Okay. Two games you like. Okay. If not love. Mm-hmm. Xevious. Star Wars. <gasps> Star Wars the Arcade. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> Vector-based, really cool controls. We watched him crush cool the Cool voice. Day. There's literally almost, there's not many things that will crush that. Star Wars. Eric, Moving Donkey on. Kong. Donkey, the original Donkey Kong. Original Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Okay. Burger Time. <laughs> we all know these. We don't need to talk about them. Mm-hmm. We know Donkey Kong. We know Donkey Kong. We know Burger Time. We know Burger Time. Donkey Kong. I'm picking Donkey Kong. Goes to me next. Yep. Burger Time. Yes. <laughs> oh, so you like yep, Burger Time? Yep, 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 yep. Good. <laughs> I, I, I'm not unhappy with the decision. If I, I it, either way. Do you know what? If you'd have asked me that a year ago, I would have probably gone Donkey Kong. You played so much. I've played a lot of Burger Burger Time now, and (laughs) I have Donkey Kong. My issue, the only difference, I love both of them, or I should say, I I enjoy both of them. I don't love either one. I enjoy both of them. Donkey Kong is like there's one way to do it. Burger Time is yeah, and there's lots of different levels, freeform, randomized, and yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) Eric, yeah, I don't even know if I need to ask. Time Pilot '84 or any other game. I mean, I'm sorry, Gauntlet. Ooh. I have a lot of great memories of Gauntlet. You must I, have had friends. I had friends, and we played the four-player <laughs> Gauntlet. So should we explain Gauntlet? Because we haven't covered that Do one. Do it, or, Tim, please. Or, okay. So Gauntlet is uh, a, what would you call it? A maze game, dungeon crawler, yeah. that sort of thing. Top-down. Top-down. Multiplayer. Yep. Multiplayer. exclusively. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know about that. I played it single-player myself in the arcade. You would. Yeah, I would, because Billy No Mates. Um, Billy No Mates. Yeah, you can play as uh, the warrior, uh, Valkyrie. Uh, Steal people's food. Yep. Yeah. And the generators, I mean, you could blow up the generators. They generate the bad yep. dudes. So it's, it's essentially, it's like a, a maze game. You, the f- you first start out in your first maze. You've got like ghosts. You've got the, uh, you can shoot the ghosts, but you've got to get the generator um, to actually stop them reproducing. Uh, you've got to get round the core, round the maze, collect the key uh, to open the, open the gates in the maze to get another, um, key to get out and then get through the exit um, and then basically it carries on like that you've got food that you can collect treasure uh, potions um, so basically, yeah. basically you're saying it's too complicated 
it's not too complicated <laughs> at all no no because you could the other thing that you can do is you can keep feeding this you can keep feeding quarters or 10 pences as we had into the game to buy more health and just keep going in the game and and that's where it comes in like two three four players you're all feeding your quarters in you're all going in and having at it um and tim what does eric decide so other than Street Fighter 2, this the Gauntlet ate more quarters than any other game in my life. Huh. And uh, I played a lot with friends, loved it. I'm going to pick Gauntlet. I'm I know surprised. That, I'm yeah, surprised. I'm going to pick Gauntlet. I've never enjoyed a game of Gauntlet. Time Pilot, 84. Tim? Time oh. 84 is out. All right. <clears throat> I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> um... <laughs> So that goes to me, Dig Dug, Robotron. Dig Dug is a weird classic. And you blow, it's like vertically digging. You're trying to say Dig Dug blows? Blows up enemies <laughs> and pops them, but then randomly they decide they can just walk through the dirt without digging. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird game. It is weird, but a lot of weird games are good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's Robotron. Tim? I'm going to go Dig Dug. Ooh, tiebreaker for me, and I played a lot of both of these. Got to be Robotron. All right. Got to be Robotron. My man. Twin stick shooters are the best. Uh, Perfect. This one goes to Tim. Okay. Satan's Hollow, which you've raved about before. Yeah. Sprint 2. Oh. <laughs> Sprint 2. Satan's Hollow. Gosh darn it. Put it in my lap. <laughs> yep. If I played it right now, it's going to be Satan's Hollow. Okay. All right. Eric. Yeah. Popeye. Mm-hmm. Did you choose that last time? I did. You did. Yeah. yeah. You did. Yeah. I did. I love Popeye. But will you choose it over Galaga? Oh, man. Ooh. Doug's on the edge of his seat here. <laughs> Dude, just thinking about Galaga makes me think of uh, grape-flavored Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. Like buying Hubba Bubba grape-flavored, chewing it, playing Galaga. Chewing that gum. Chewing that gum. Um, of course, it's a shooter, which I have apparently love become infamous for saying <laughs> it was an okay game and not the amazing game everyone right. thinks it is. Yep. Primarily, in my opinion, I'm guessing in my opinion, because if you miss like one ship, your score is shot. That's the main thing that drives me nuts. It's kind of you have to play a perfect game, and if you miss one, why even try? Just and if you double, if you double your fighter, then you're it takes one of your lives away to double the fighter. I actually like that though. Yeah, I like that about it. It's kind of a risk reward kind of thing. Yeah, I love both of these games, but I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Galaga. Played a lot in the arcade. It goes, so. it goes to me, Galaga. Yep, go ahead, Galaga. What? I got like more than Popeye. Yep. Okay. Yep. There we go. Tim agrees? Absolutely. I would have gone Gallagher anyway. Now Doug's right. going to be like, yes, Gallagher. Now this one actually is more hard for me than maybe you guys think. Okay. Bubble Bobble, the original Mario Bros. arcade game. Oh, this is easy. Yeah. I just recently played both of them. Yeah. This one shouldn't be as shouldn't be hard for me. I, I'm going to go Bubble Bobble. The original Mario Bros. is brilliant, and I love it, and it's underrated, and it should be a top classic I don't think a lot of people considered it that, but it should be. But bubble bubble. Bubble Tim? bubble. Yep, bubble oh, bubble. Sorry. Bubble bubble. <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, no, you're just good. We're yeah. on the same wavelength on that one. 
Uh, Tim. Yes. Commando. Mm-hmm. Ms. Pac-Man. Results may surprise you. I think that one's pretty easy, actually. Go ahead. I think it's Miss Pac-Man. Am I next? You are. I think it's Miss Pac-Man. Three for three, Miss Pac-Man. Correct answer. Yeah. Yep. Commando's good, but Commando's good, but Miss Pac-Man was so much better than Pac-Man. Oh yeah. That I that I I, I liked it a lot more. So. Eric, your favorite nostalgic Inferno. Okay. Versus. Cubert. Cubert. That was him cussing. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm totally accepting that Inferno is going to drop out here because no one's really played it at any minute now. But I was never a big fan of Cubert. Uh-huh. Never a big fan. Um, I just didn't like the isometric aspect of it. Um, I'm going to go with Inferno. I want to agree with you. However, most of the Cuberts I've played were on a home console. Same so here. the left, right, up, and down don't match. And it, you have to hold that, and I hate that. The actual arcade is correct, though. And it makes sense. And Cubert is brilliant. I've played them both. You've got to play it in the arcade, in my opinion. I'm not calling you out. I'm just no, saying no, for I me. Understand. I understand. The arcade game itself makes it work. And I love, I actually love it. I yeah. only recently fell in love with it. Cubert. And I, like I said, I expect Inferno is going to drop out of this any minute. So what are you going to do, Tim? I got the power. hate Cuba. Ah, uh, I had a feeling that Sorry, might be the guys. Case. I, I, you pick Inferno? Uh, yep. I Are just you? never got on with Cuba. Wow. Well, I'm surprised Inferno is getting so far in this yep. competition. Yep. It's, it's but a Inferno, dark horse. I wish people would go at least watch a video of Inferno being played. It, it didn't deserve what it got in life. Yeah. It's a br- it's beautiful game. So anyway, go ahead. To me, Missile Command, Pac-Man. Oh, this is easy for me. Missile Command for me. Missile Command for Missile me. Command. All right, look at that, Pac-Man. Many people might have thought it was number one, but no. when it comes to actually like playing, playing the game today, it, no, Miss nope. Pac-Man all the way over that one. I don't want to memorize patterns, and that's what Pac-Man's all about. Yawn City. Tim. Yes. Joust. Oh. Defender. <sighs> oh, this. There's no competition. No competition. For Tim, there is. Yeah. Mm. I, like, I always think of that guy. That he's like the the rent is too dang high. Like with Defender, it's too dang hard. Like yeah. it's it's hard to get anywhere in Defender. It's a. I love the game. I love the graphics. I love the sound. It's it's where it's too hard. So I wouldn't say necessarily that the game. Well, maybe it is too hard. The buttons don't make any flipping sense on that. Yeah, well, that's what makes yeah. it hard. There's a button that flips you from left to right to right yeah. to left, and yeah. that is dumb. Yeah. Joust. Yeah, Joust is it. All right. We have made it. Let's see here. All right. So we got a, we got a speed round. Okay. Speed round, guys. Yep, because we have already talked about all these games. Right? Yep. Why did that not work? There we go. That worked. Speed round. Because we have to go through the loser's round to get the actual final thing. Um... Starting with Eric, Defender, Moon Patrol, Moon Patrol, uh, Moon Patrol. We don't even need Tim's score. Cody, oops, uh, Galaxian Gorf, 
I'm going Gorf just because the difference of play. Tim? Galaxian. Galaxian or Gorf? Uh, it's Galaxian. Okay. Boom. Saving. Uh, Tim, Pac-Man, Galaxian. Galaxian. Sided. Uh, Eric, Qbert, Donkey Kong Jr. Donkey Kong Jr. Qbert. I know where this is going, though. Did we vote? Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, I know I know he's going to go. He hates Qbert. <laughs> That's right. He's skewing our numbers. <laughs> uh, Tim, Commando, Tempest. Tempest. Commando. Tempest. There we go. Boom, look at that. We're just burning through these yeah. now. Yep. Uh, Eric, Mario Bros. Elevator Action. <laughs> I like the inhale of <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to go Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Just curious, Tim. I'm not going to say. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that answer. Well, you can say on this one. Oh, I guess I go next. Popeye or Punch Out? I'm going Popeye. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Popeye. Yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. Pong, Sprint 2. Sprint 2. Sprint 2. Sprint 2. Bye, Pong. Eric, Dig Dug, pull position. Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Sorry, Tim. Fine. <laughs> Although I know you didn't agree with it. No, I, I, I've got no problem with that. Cody, outrun Time Pilot 84 or Time Pilot 84? Outrun? Time Pilot 84. <laughs> SOB. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, poor Outrun. Oh, no. Outrun's gone. That's uh, not going to be popular. Tim, Rampage <laughs> no. Frogger. Uh, Frogger. Frogger. Yep. Eric. Donkey Kong Frogger. Frogger. Cody Frogger. Done. Cody. Yep. Xevious uh, Paperboy Xevious. Xevious. <laughs> you were going to do Paperboy, weren't you? Come on. Yeah. We need answers. There we go. There we go. Tim. Space Invaders kicks. Kicks. Eric kicks. Cody kicks. Three in a row. Agreed. Uh, Eric, I think. Centipede Battle Zone. Centipede. I'll go with Centipede. Tim, just for curious. Yeah, I'll go with that. Right. Ooh, we have to come back to that one. Loser of 23. Wow, this is quite the... um, Where's the loser of 23? Why didn't I get that one? Oh, here it is. Hold on. This game is... Um, there you go. Weird specifics here. All right. Uh, was that on Tim? Tron, Ladybug. Eric? Ladybug. Cody, Ladybug. Eric, Spy Hunter, Dragon's Lair. Spy Hunter. I'll do Spy Hunter as well. Tim? Great. Cody... Arkanoid Rainbow Islands. Rainbow Islands. Rainbow Islands. Cool. Tim, you got the next one, which okay. is a legit one. Okay. Asteroids Berserk. That one is rough. <laughs> I'm going to go Asteroids. I'm going to go Berserk. Gosh darn it, you guys. Um, if I was going to play one, it's going to be Berserk. Coin detected in pocket. In pocket. Ripoff detected in pocket. Uh, Eric, 1942. Maybe we won't even let this get to Tim. Time pilot. Uh, It's time pilot. Time pilot. (laughs) 
getting late. What would you gone to there, Tim? Uh, I would have gone not time pilot. Really? <laughs> really? Okay. Um, Cody? Yeah. Track and field Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. We're unanimous there. Um, Tim? Gauntlet Burger Time. <gasps> that one's tough. Uh, it's not so tough for me. Yeah, I think I'm going to go burger time. Same. Agreed. All right, we've got to get back to Sorry, the uh, second place bracket here. Eric, Robotron, Satan's Hollow. Oh, man, that's the Sophie's <laughs> Choice. That, that really is, good, is the Sophie's one. Choice. Um, Satan's Hollow or Robotron? I'm going to do Robotron 2084. Ooh, I'm going Satan's Hollow. Okay. You're the tiebreaker, Tim. Come on, buddy. Who hasn't even played Satan's Hollow? I know, but I'm not the biggest fan of Robotron. All valid. I'm going to go Satan's Hollow, sorry. All right. Eric's, all work- Eric's all- pick is working up, even though he didn't pick it. He picked it. Yep. Um, Cody. Galaga. <laughs> bubble, 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 bubble. Bubble, bubble. Bubble, bubble. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, Doug. Yep. Uh, Tim, Miss Pac-Man, Inferno. Miss Pac-Man. I'm going to say Miss Pac-Man. This is where Inferno drops out. Yep. That's yep. okay. I, I, I'm, it's, proud, it's, I'm proud of her. It has done well. I'm proud it's of her. She well. got far. She yep. got far. Yep. Eric, Missile Command Joust. 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 Mm. All right. Let's keep going down here. Cody, Moon Patrol, Galaxian. I, don't, I really don't like Moon Patrol. Galaxian for me. Moon Patrol. Galaxian. Fair enough. I keep we keep going out of order, but that's fine. That's we're fine because we're just speed out. round. It's fine. Yeah. We all by this thing, I think we know. Tim, Donkey Kong Junior, Tempest. Tempest. I'm gonna say Tempest. Tempest. See, these are almost unanimous for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Uh, Eric Popeye, Mario Bros. Popeye. Woo! Mario Bros. I'm gonna go Mario Bros. Yes. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you unloved game as much as it's great uh cody sprint two or dig dug i wanted to go dig dug on this one okay fair enough tim was the sprint two for the record yep it did well it got through tim time pilot 84 frogger frogger time pilot 84 frogger oh time <laughs> 84 is out that's all right <laughs> Uh, Eric, Zevius or Kicks? Zevius. Kicks. Zevius. Oh, I'm not a big fan of Zevius, but no, hey. It's getting through, though, isn't it? It's getting through. It's getting through. Yeah. It's getting through. Uh, is that to me? Sure. Just go ahead. Santa Peter, Ladybug, Ladybug. 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 Uh, Tim, Spy Hunter, Rainbow Islands. Rainbow Islands. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick Rainbow Islands. Rainbow Islands. Right, back to the leader bracket. Eric. Uh, Eric. Yeah. Berserk. This one's going to kill you. Yeah. Time pilot. Oh, that is a... That is no Eric competition. Picks. That there, is a really. shot to the nutskies. Come on, Eric. You know you want to... Call. Berserk or time pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say time pilot. Time pilot is correct. I agree. Tim? Yep. 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 Brilliant game. Uh, Cody, Star Wars, Burger Time. Star Wars. Um, Tim? Tim? Me, Star Wars. Star Wars. No competition. Yep. 
Love you, burger time. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> uh, Eric, bubble bubble. I already know the answer. Bubble bubble. Satan's hollow. Bubble bubble. Bubble bubble. Bubble bubble. bubble, bubble. I agree, Tim. Bubble bubble bubble. Bubble bubble. Um, Cody, Miss Pac Man or Joust? If I was going to play one right now, it's going to be Joust. Tim? Do you want to? Why don't you take, take your vote, man? I know what mine is. Yeah, I think it's going to be Joust. Joust. Sorry, Miss Pac-Man, You're, you you rule, but yeah. We're getting down to it, guys. Yep. Uh, although we got another speed round here. Eric, Gauntlet, Galaxian. Gauntlet. Um, I'm going to go Galaxian. I'm going to go Gauntlet. Okay. Uh, Cody, Track and Field, Tempest. 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 1942 and Mario Brothers, Tim. 1942. 1942. Ah, I almost said a bad word. Mario Bros. is so much better. You guys <laughs> Sorry, guys. So flipping wrong. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, uh, no. It's so much better. 1942 is an awful game. Um, go ahead and listen to our show information if you want to give any feedback. <laughs> Was that... I think it's Eric? Sure. Asteroid Stig Dug. Ooh. That is tough. Yeah. Um... I'm going to go with Asteroids. Yep, me same. too. Yep. Same, same. I love Dig Dug. Yep. But not today. It's not Asteroids. Cody, Missile Command, Frogger. I'm going Frogger. Tim? Oh, um, for me, I think Missile Command. I think Missile Command. Ooh. I think Missile Command. Sorry, Frogger. Oh, man. All right. I like my characters. Uh, Eric, Inferno, and Xevious. Inferno. I'm going to go Inferno. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Inferno. Okay. All right. I thought you really liked it. It's good, but it's... It is, yeah. Cody. Oh, Cody. Oh, no. Cody. What is this? That's me. Yeah, what is this? Ladybug or Galaga? <sighs> oh, well, my Well, there's no competition there, is there, for Cody? Ladybug. <laughs> Tim? Tim, why don't you go out? Oh, this is going to be brutal. I can't look at Cody for this yeah. one. <laughs> oh, Really? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's Galaga. Tim Rip it off Galaga. like a band-aid. Sorry, Doug, but I'm going to go Ladybug. Oh! oh, oh wow. <laughs> I will. I, I, think I need if, Eric's opinion, though. I think I would, if their machines were in front of me, I think I would pick Galaga. Okay, okay. Well, you and Doug go have your little powwow. <laughs> I like Ladybug. Love oh. you, Doug! <laughs> Robotron, this is to Tim. Robotron, Rainbow Islands. Rainbow Islands. Robotron. Ah, oh, this is unsuspectingly hard. I never got a grasp on Rainbow Islands. It's a little... How do you explain it? British? British, really? <laughs> it's a Japanese it's game. It's a Japanese game. I yeah. know, but Japanese it, it game feels through like a, it feels through. It feels Amiga-y like... Well, because there was a, a darn a, good version on the Amiga, that's, that's all. You spit a rainbow out at a weird angle, and you can, like, walk up it or jump up it, but if you jump too far, then it, like, disappears, and then, like, it's just... Uh, I'm going to go Robotron. Oh! Going Robotron. And back to the top. Mm-hmm. All right. Getting down to it, gents. Um, Tim, right? That's me. Tempest Gauntlet. Hold on a second. Is that right? 
Wow, so, Tim's gotten quiet. Is that right? Is that that's the right choice? Is it yeah, Tempest, Tempest or Gauntlet? Gauntlet? Yeah. Tempest. Tempest. Yes. Agreed. Sorry, Gauntlet. I love you. <laughs> uh, Eric, nineteen forty-two asteroids. Asteroids. Can't believe we're having this conversation. Yeah, asteroids. there's no no win, no competition there. Uh, Cody, Missile Command, Inferno, Missile Command. Yep. Uh, Tim, Robotron, Ladybug. Ladybug's the winner. I'm glad that came down to me. That was fun. That's fun for me. I love Ladybug. Uh, Eric, oh, yeah. no, sorry, Tim, 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 Tim. Okay. Satan's Hollow, Tempest. Say Satan's Hollow. I'm gonna go shoot. I'm gonna go Tempest on this one. Uh, Eric, Miss Pac Man, Asteroids. Asteroids. That's my final answer. Miss Pac Man. Tim? Tim. Sorry, Asteroids. It's just here to apologize to every game. <laughs> no, These are all good. <laughs> um, so if you went last that means me Berserk Missile Command and I'm going Berserk he's not going to answer again <laughs> when he doesn't have to he pleads the fifth <laughs> uh, Tim Burger Time Ladybug Burger Time I'm Ladybug so Eric it's up to you I'm going to pick Ladybug thought that was the case yeah. I had to go in there with Burger Time. I knew I wasn't going to stand. Uh, ooh, this gets creative. Um, so, Tim goes first. I'm sorry. I'm getting... Time Pilot, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Eric's going to cry. I think I have to deviate. I'm Time I'm Pilot, go... so whatever you pick, Eric. I'm going to go Star Wars. Oh my gosh. Time I am out of here. Bye. <laughs> what you wanted, right? You went to Star Wars. Oh, sorry. I thought you went for. Yeah, I thought you went for Time Pilot. I he did, but I was Diebreaker and I went with Star Wars. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Okay. Star Wars won. All right. Uh, Eric, Bubble Bobble Joust. Oh, that's my Sophie's story of the night. Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. Incoherent noise. <laughs> so I went a little out of order here, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Cody, Star Wars Bubble Bobble. Mm-hmm. For me, it's Bubble Bobble. It's, for me, it's Bubble Bobble. Tim doesn't give him a choice. <laughs> All right, let's get back down to the loser's bracket. Tim, Tempest, Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. Eric. You like your characters? Tempest. Oh. Tempest. <laughs> I prefer Tempest. Um, Eric, I think. I don't know. Berserk Ladybug. Berserk. And I'm Ladybug. Tim, your choice. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Ladybug. Oh, man. Getting up there. All right, we got to finish the losers bracket. Um, me, time pilot Tempest. 
And I'm going time pilot. Time pilot. It's not going to talk. <laughs> uh, let's just. I'm just going to throw it around at this point. Tim, joust or ladybug? Joust. That's a tough one. That's a toss-up for me. But I might have picked Ladybug, honestly, but Joust it is. Um, make sure we're not here yet. No, we're not yet. All right. Eric, Time Pilot Joust. Oh, man. Time Pilot or Joust? I am going to pick Joust. Time Pilot. Tim? I'm going Joust. Oh, my goodness gracious. <sighs> there's that double checking up here alright comes down to me on this one I think Star Wars or Joust uh, so are you going first I'm going first but I Go don't ahead. know what to say yet do you want me to do my vote sure Star Wars do you want me to do my vote apparently Joust I had a feeling that might be the case. Joust. Oh. Joust. You're all wrong. <laughs> Even though Ladybug should be up there, not Star Wars and Joust. But. All right, guys, it comes down to this. This is it. Okay. All right, I'm ready. I, would, I wouldn't have guessed it that the top two games of all time are either Bubble Bubble or Joust. Uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Those are two yeah. of my very favorite games. Two very games. good games. So I'm going to say one, two, three, and then we're going to say the name. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Bubble, bubble, bubble. bubble. Yep. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it is saving, in a perfect world, it is now creating the top 50 arcade games unequivocally Undoubtedly, indubitably, <laughs> of all time. According to Pixel Gaiden, <laughs> of course, and which is theory, the definitive And list. in theory, it would give me, like, a list. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have to pay, like, $20 to buy the premium version for my list. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to do that. So I'm going to pause it, and we're going to come back with the list, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let me announce to you the top 50 arcade games of all time, according to the one and only Pixel Guidance! Yeah. 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 Tim Drew and Eric Nelson. <laughs> barely in, in the this. house. <laughs> barely up. Barely, barely awake anymore in the house. Yeah. We have tabulated calculated for days to bring you guys the unequivocal that's not even a word but top 50 arcade games classic arcade games of all time yeah pre-87 mm-hmm. meaning also 86 and before 86 before number 50 the worst of the best rampage mm-hmm. that was right. followed by number 49 gorf number 48 T-Ron. Tron. Otherwise known as Tron. <laughs> Number 47, Space Invaders. Criminally <laughs> underrepresented. Number 46, Qbert. 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 <laughs> Number 45, way too highly rated in my opinion. Number 45, Punch Out. Yep. 44 is Pong. Wow. 
Rather play Pong than Qbert. That is on you, gentlemen. Uh, number 43, pole position. Mm-hmm. Number 42, way too high up the list, Paperboy. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Number 41, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Which is, a lot of people put it at the very top. Yeah. But they're like, historical yeah. value. I'm talking yeah. about gameplay. Yeah, gameplay. Number 40, Tim's upset with this one, Outrun. Wow, though. Number 39, Elevator Action. 38, Dragon's Lair, when it works. Number 37, Donkey Kong. Number 36, Defender. Number 35, Commando. Number 34, Battle Zone. Number 33, Arkanoid. Number 32, Time Pilot 84. Specifically, specifically. Number 31, Spy Hunter, way too high. I'm sorry, is my bias getting in somehow just a little bit a wee bit number 30 sprint 2 which i appreciate number 29 kicks number 28 popeye 27 moon patrol 26 donkey kong jr put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable (laughs) number 25 centipede 24 xevious <laughs> We're all a little confused. Yeah. Wow. Confuzzled on that one. Yeah. It won three out of five. Yeah. Uh, number 23, Track and Field. Wow. Number 22, Rainbow Islands. Oh. Ooh. 21, Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, fittingly, number 20, Galaxian. What do you think number 19 is? Galaga. 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 <laughs> 19th best. Classic arcade game of all time, Galaga. So, you know, middle of the road. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, number 18, Frogger. <laughs> number 17, Dig Dug. Number 16, Robotron. I'm going to try to say them all wrong. Robotron. <laughs> uh, 2084. Number 15, Inferno, which I haven't even played. No, no <laughs> yeah. I haven't played it, but it's still up there. Number 14, Gauntlet. Number 13, 1942. Now, I'm curious. I'm going to pause right here for our top 12. I did take 1943 off the list because I felt it was a bit redundant. Would that, would, would that have been higher? It would, it would have been have, higher. Really? I think 43 is a better game. That's, that's, that's my thing, though. It's a better game, but not better than most of the games on this list. That's mm. what, hmm. what do you I, think, Tim? Would it have been higher than 42 for you? No, I don't think so because I played more 42 than 43. Top 12. Number 12. Satan's Hollow, which we all, well, two of us learned about like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, it's, it's just the game, isn't it? But the look and the feel of it for it's what great. it is, yeah. Number 11, Missile Command. Number 10, a fan favorite, Burger Time. Yay! <laughs> Crack the top 10. That's Number good. 9, Asteroids. Yep. Number 8, Miss Pac-Man, which is a good Pac-Man game. Yep. Number 7, Coin Detected in Pocket. Berserk. Number six, Tempest. Mm-hmm. Number five, Ladybug. Ladybug. Number four, in my opinion, a little low, a little low, Time Pilot. Yeah. Love right. that game. Yeah, me too. Might be my number one, personally. Uh, number three, the Star Wars arcade game. Boo. Should be higher. Should be higher. Should be higher. Should be higher. Number two, Joust. I'm very surprised Joust made it that far. I was not expecting that. I I don't know. I I would rate it right about there. Yeah. What I like about this, though, is that we compared it to the games and it worked its way up. Yeah. So whether we felt it or not, we love it. Yeah. 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 
And number one, I kind of expected this, Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. Yeah. Bubble Bobble is the best arcade game pre-1987 of all time. That's right. Apart from Star Wars. You put it, I think, Star Wars out on one, actually. Did I? I think you did. Maybe over Bubble Bubble. Might have to go back. Might have, yeah. might have might been have over Bubble Maybe over Bubble Bubble. But if you don't agree with us, listeners, fight me, bro. Yeah. No, there's no fighting. This is the final is list, the list of all time. No one needs to ever question it. Well, you can feel free to send in your questions and comments. Oh, I'm sure we'll hear some comments. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free. Send it to I don't care at pixelnighton.com. <laughs> yeah. Please we'll set that up maybe eventually. I don't sure. know. Please direct your questions to the brick wall outside. So. <laughs> All right, gents. That's cool. the end of Pixel Guide and episode 91 and the end of our time together in California. Yeah. It's nice having you in person, Tim. <laughs> hey, we can always take remote mics when we go to visit him in England. So it yeah. might not be the end. I'm feeling next year. I'm feeling a little limey. Is that a bad word? Is that a good word? Is that a bad word? Yeah, word? That means that you're feeling someone from Britain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm feeling someone from Britain right now, Eric. All right. Um, cool. Do we have any ideas for next month when we're back in our own countries? None whatsoever at the moment. I can't think beyond anything. <laughs> we should probably save it for off offline. I think uh, we, we all here. play our XI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we all will have one by then. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Maybe a Vectrix, since we do all have an. Oh one. yeah. If I yep. can ship it to him in time, if we can get there, get there in time. Yep. Just put it on your back. Throw it in your pocket. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of episode ninety-one, guys. So yeah, we appreciate you all for listening. Thanks, Thank Tim, you. for coming on over. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And I think it's time for us to play a bunch of board games since we haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Just oh, it's right. board game time. I yep. would love it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Until next time, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Thank you again for listening. You can find episode information and show notes online at pixelguiden.com. Please follow us on Twitter at pixel underscore guiden. And you can also follow Eric at the project. That's D-U-H project. You can also follow Cody on Twitter at Oddball49. That's O-D-D-B-A-1149. You can reach Tim Drew as well on Twitter at Sanction. That's S-A-N-X-I-O-N. If you are interested in supporting the show financially, please join us at our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash pixelguiden. Please leave a review to help get our podcast listed higher up on the show rankings. We would also love to hear from you with any comments or input. So hit us up on our email at podcast at pixelguiden.com.